any of them yet. <laughs> well, we we gotta do that having friends video. That's gonna be good. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is the thing. The ones I've got are like old, and he's got like a hundred new ones. <laughs> well, he uploads like six times a day, so. But yes, I am live now. I can tell just my afraid. phone went off in the background, like, oh yeah, he's live. <laughs> my phone beat. Probably let my Discord know, but you know, who really cares? Who really cares? Who gives a shit about them? Hello there. Hello Ooh, everyone. Why today? I mean, it's literally just based Why around when not people today. Gotta when people someday. are free, okay? When people are free, you get in there and you and you stream stuff. The thing that's on screen how, right now isn't what we're doing at all. Let's get the correct one up at least. Yeah. How dare you ask us why we're doing it today? You should be thankful that we're doing it at all. <laughs> I think I can't remember who made that the argument that it's like we should be thankful that the films exist at all. Uh, probably every single one of them. For <laughs> all the people we've covered, there. Yeah. You should look. I'm asking you, are you thankful that we have the, fuck, what did he call it? Disney Star Fanatical Wars Universe. Yes, <laughs> Disney Fanatical Star Wars Universe. Aren't you thankful? Like, that was a response whenever there was a, any kind of flaw. It's like, but it's Disney's. Like, oh. As if Disney hasn't made, like, a hundred terrible movies. Disney have their own universe where Darth Vader's gonna fight Iron Man eventually. Oh, God. Oh, oh no. Apparently Nike's lost four billion dollars because of this Kaepernick thing. Jesus <laughs> Christ. What's, Holy what's, what's the Kaepernick thing? Yeah. So Nike like made an ad with Colin Kaepernick in it and then people got mad and they started lighting their shoes on fire. What? And... <laughs> lighting their shoes on fire? <laughs> Were they wearing yeah, it? Because it's like, oh it's got Nike logo. I mean, I wish I had enough like money and time to give a shit to light my own clothes on fire because shoes are expensive as hell. Yeah, yeah the I reason mean, why though, because what a, that what a double way like to like kneel down in the NFL shit or whatever. Is that why that like this person's like controversial? Yeah. Like it's not it's not just because like some random person <laughs> wears shoes or whatever, like they go nuts over it. <laughs> What what's the deal? Like I don't know anything about it. Like, do they hate him? So Kaepernick was one of the guys who wouldn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance at football games. He's a professional NFL player. Well, he was. He didn't. He had. Well, we got we got to put quotation marks around professional because he wasn't yeah, I mean, particularly he was good. The, he was on the bench. He got paid. So. <laughs> but he made this big thing about it. But he wouldn't. He basically he wouldn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance and stuff like that. And um, a lot of people didn't like that, obviously. And he had—he basically didn't play for like two years. Nobody wanted to hire him because it was so contentious. Uh, there was a time when he was the most disliked player in the NFL. Hmm. And Nike says, you know what? We're going to make him the face of our marketing campaign. And so what they did was they got his, um, they got his face and they put it over a – it's a close-up of his face. And it has the phrase, um, basically, stand for something even if you have to sacrifice everything. And this guy's like a multi-million dollar guy who was paid God knows how many 
digits to basically sit on a bench for years and everyone hated him and like he's like yeah this will this will be so good. how yeah. have they lost money like as in people have stopped buying their stuff significantly is it or well they, their stocks have dropped oh it's not really so much that it's like okay everyone stopped buying four billion dollars worth of apparel in a day <laughs> so the stocks have dropped well, I still think lighting your clothes on fire is kind of <laughs> retarded. You could just like donate it to somewhere else. Oh hell, like, you know, let's just light our shoes on fire, guys. Tear That's the labels off, spray paint them, and just be like, "No, nah, these are uh, these are these are Dubai's, which are just like this other thing." Yeah, but it's just sad because they don't care about like the you know, the fact that it's made by sweatshop workers, but because of one particular person is like sponsored by them, that's like you know offensive enough to like burn them. How did you get so deep then? Was that because you smoke it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh no, sorry, no. Oh, Rags, someone in the chat says your mic is low. I've got him on max, so. Oh no, you oh, yeah, I, I, I even further. What? I think you did. You put it on ninety last time. Was that where we maxed out for you? Let me do that. But uh, we'll, we'll see how yeah. that works. Yeah, it's difficult for me to nail the volume with this selection of sources. Hopefully I just get it good enough is, is the aim. Um, are people ever going to talk about, stop talking about TLJ? It's like, no. Nope. <laughs> Not this decade. I hate mm. the argument that that means it's a genius film. I was like, no, that's oh, not how oh, it works. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that in the comment section in um, the video we're about to watch. It's, it's yeah, no. <laughs> Imagine thinking this movie is genius. Like, like, how dumb do you have to be? Because, like, I, you're not intelligent, obviously. Wow, Wolf. You're like, like you're like the mean like, one out of all of us. It's, it's like, it's just the, it's the literal argument, though, that because it's so divisive, yeah, divisive that it, it's genius because of that. It's like, no. Well, just I was gonna say, there's gotta be imagine. Like, this films that are still talked about today that are both incredible and terrible. That's, like, how you get talked about. Infamous and famous, isn't it? That's the whole logic, so... Like, which one is it? And it's like, well... <laughs> if you ask me... Yeah. But perhaps if you ask everyone else who makes videos like this, they'll have a different idea. But yeah, everyone ready to, um... Get blasted Lose with... We're gonna get hit with so many logic bombs that we're gonna actually oh. reassess how much we enjoy the film. That's what's Twenty minutes, oh my god, we're gonna oh, be... Yeah, yeah, this, this video has convinced tonight. a lot of people, apparently, that it, it's, it's brought them into the flock, you know, with... Uh, oh, this is that Defies Expectations video, got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, for, for a primer, this is from... What's his name? Something Macintosh, I never remember the first name. John, John, John Macintosh. Yeah. Oh, I should remember that, John. Oh, right, <laughs> so we get to... Frequency writer, the person behind the trope yeah, yeah, yeah. in the video games. Yeah, yeah so and he is a uh, footstool, yeah. <laughs> so we get to look at his extremely punchable face for the next 20 oh, minutes. That's, that's oh, yeah. Great. yeah. But the thing, what you were saying earlier, I don't think that these kind of things convince people. I just think that people who are determined to like this movie coagulate around this stuff. Yeah, and they kind of they want to use it as a club, oh, yeah, sure. right? I mean, I, when I say like people, are, you know, it's like one or two comments that have stuck out, obviously, and like they, they, those people could be sincere, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but there, there are a lot of uh, you know, well, it, it's, it's quite positive. Although comment section was so far, I don't think anyone like is really like negatives latched onto it. I guess. <laughs> Well, but the like, only people who watch Jonathan, really, to watch Jonathan McIntosh in the first place is like, well, 
it it uh, already already takes a certain person who's willing to go with the you know oh okay yeah it's sexism. Sexism. There you <laughs> go. Easy. I mean, it, it says a lot when even fucking Anita got rid of him. So, yeah, he's doing better than she is. But again, like I see his channel <laughs> as just it's another version of, uh, you know, the whole like say something comf incredibly interesting with the title and uh, have a nice thumbnail, and then probably just he's gonna change what happened in the film. That's probably what's gonna happen. That'll be oh, my guess. Oh. Well. I won't explain it, but yeah, like... Well, do, maybe, maybe he'll tell us that Rey was the one that killed Han Solo. Oh, no, no, no. There's, there's some really asinine shit in it. I, I, I promise. I won't say really, more. Really? Even more than that? No, 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 more no. Well, there's some actual hilarious shit in it. And, and not just, like, misinterpreting what happened on screen. Just, uh -oh. like, his, uh, his uh, conclusions, you know, and shit. We'll just, we'll just have to watch it. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm getting, too um, I'm getting excited now. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, it's worth clarifying. <laughs> it's worth clarifying because I've implied before, possibly by accident, that Hello Greedo loves uh, the Last Jedi. When I, I, I may have misunderstood that he simply likes it and that he, uh, he has some issues with it, but he quite likes. Sort of, you know, like it's the typical thing where it's like we, we hate what they did with Luke. He likes what they did with Luke. We hate what we did. Blah, 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 blah. I think he's a little bit easier on the, on the topic than people like just write up, but um, it doesn't change the fact that his Mary Sue video was awful. <laughs> I was gonna say, we, we, still, we still check that out. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And it doesn't change I the fact know. that... I have seen a couple videos from Greedo where he was like passively, aggressively defending The Last Jedi like he did in the Mary Sue video. I'd have to, I need to go see his Last Jedi video again because I can't remember how passionate he was in defense of it, but uh, yeah, he's definitely... He's got a lot of. He makes a lot of comments that come from a bitter place. That always comes across to me. That's definitely my opinion. I mean, he he really strikes me like he doesn't want to anger. He's kind of like Boogie, but like even more irritating, <laughs> where he doesn't want to anger either side of his audience. So he's going to take the most uh, mundane route possible to say, "I like the movie, but I'm not going to outright say it," because then I'll be, you know, called an idiot for it. Rightfully. Oof. Well, I mean, we'll always be open to uh, have a discussion with him. Not that there's any point in me saying that. <laughs> Not that there's any chance that he's ever going to have a conversation with us. But, yes, the the invite's open. Anyway, uh, you guys ready? You all good? Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's watch some good old Johnny. <laughs> Maybe I should actually bring up the watch together. How the left shy Oh shit! Yeah, well, yeah, you all you already did the watch together because <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was listening to it, but I was like looking at the YouTube page, and I was like, oh, where's the how long coming from? Uh, someone said, how long will the stream last? Like, there is never a, a... <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> three a.m. Just say yes. That's the answer to that one. The Last Jedi is a movie that's Oh my god, designed. I hate his voice. Oh my god, all right. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Get ready. Christ. <laughs> the Last Jedi is a movie oh, that defies expectations. That is all they pitch. But hey, yeah, I was going to say, let him, like, let him argue. Gosh. You guys. He, he opens he the He will movie. embarrass himself. Let him do it. Don't, we, don't, we don't have to do it for him. <laughs> no, no, it's just, it's just a, it's a casual observation. It's not an argument. It's just a casual observation about... About, you know, and to subvert audience <laughs> expectations. Oh my god, I can't take him seriously. <laughs> oh, stop it, I can't. 
10 seconds in, come on. Oh, okay. You're not gonna get anywhere if you just say that. We can do this, it's fine. We can do this. I mean, it's not my fault that his voice is like the absolute worst thing in existence. Look, it's fine. We only got 20 and a half more minutes. That's fine. Nowhere is this more evident than in the way the film handles its three main. Is a hey, remember how Luke casually throws away his father's lightsaber? People always reference the fact that he threw it in the uh, throne room. And they're like, see, he's thrown lightsabers before. I was like, he... That was his lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's plenty of context to go through on that one. Tone-wise is my biggest argument, how yeah. I assumed yeah. Ryan Johnson was going for a joke. I really liked um, when Red Letter Media uh, recanted the cinema experience of that one. I think it was Mike. He said something like, um, when he threw the lightsaber, the audience was silent. One guy went... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's basically how it was in my theater, too. Like, there was a couple little, like, giga laughs, but most of us were like, oh. What? That's his father's, <laughs> that's his father's lightsaber. And that, that lightsaber's no been through so much shit, and there's oh, yeah. so much history behind it, and he's like, hmm. Means nothing to me. Evident yeah. than in the way the he didn't want it because they didn't bring the hand here. back, too. X-Wing pilot Poe Dameron, renegade stormtrooper Finn, and legendary Thanks I would for not call him Renegade. Thanks for reminding us that he <laughs> yeah. is supposed to be a stormtrooper, by the way. I was going to say, we wouldn't know it from the films. Thank, thank you for that. Yeah, just... yeah somebody Jedi said he's an ex-stormtrooper. Luke Skywalker. Initially, all three characters seem like they should fit neatly into familiar archetypes for men in action-adventure films. Oh, I see where this Men in action-adventure films, okay. Um... Men in action let's, let's see where he's... Let's see where... <laughs> You can't hey, do that. The Dishonored Wolf oh. uses ad hominem attacks to delegitimize his opponent. I, I can do AIU. Oh, you cock. Oh, beta. <laughs> in Poe, we expect the hotshot fighter pilot who is celebrated oh, for blowing up the bad Hang on, man. Why are you referencing a good movie in relation? He, he could reference. He could reference the Force Awakens. We expected Poe to act like Poe. Yeah. <laughs> like how crazy is that? Reference characters. Characters expect uh, audiences expected a character to behave as they have been established to behave. Like isn't that insane? Ryan Johnson cleverly subverts your expectation by transforming the character off screen into a completely different individual. He's well, damn right. I, He's damn right. I expected I a hotshot pilot from Poe. That was what I expected. I'm stunned by the fact that he's trying to compare Will Smith, like one of the most charismatic actors in existence, to fucking Finn. No, I think it's Poe. He's going oh. for. Yeah, he's going with Poe. Oh, he's going with Poe. What? What? Because he's a hotshot pilot. He's all about the race this time. See, if you were so well, busy insulting him, him, you'd be able to listen to these incredible arguments. Well, if you're 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 a bad man. Get a clip from Top Gun then, that's more applicable. In Finn, we expect the noble defector. <laughs> what?! <laughs> you went with Avatar?! Wait, wait, I'm sorry, wait, but the... There's more of these, there's just... more of these. He, wow. He's got one for everyone, he's got one for everyone. Wait, I'm pretty sure. Oh, fucking Avatar. And in Luke, oh, no, here we, go. we expect oh, God, the you... wise... <laughs> <laughs> Why? No. I should have made. I should have paused it and said, make, "Make you guys guess who it would be." <laughs> not Gandalf. Why Gandalf? That's not the same as Luke at all. Uh, it's terrible. It's 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 I wouldn't terrible even say Gandalf God. and Obi Wan are the same. 
I wouldn't say Gandalf in any character. Or maybe Qui-Gon. Maybe. Oh, like That's Qui-Gon's like a it. worse version of Gandalf. Would you say? Well, yeah. At least we got Gandalf for three movies. Well, six now, technically, but... Fucking hell. But three is the only is one he, that people Genuinely now, was he actually saying that we were kind of expecting Gandalf in Luke? Like, yeah, really? The, yeah, these are the arc, these are the archetypes. Oh, oh my god. Are, are we gonna get a Bilbo Baggins quote? These lovely little generalizations, and then, you know, they can just... Well... <laughs> This is how they, they, uh. <laughs> I'm confused because he's treating these films as if they're like the base scripture of, you know, like most films evolved from Avatar and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that really, but, that, but. Fucking hell, I just realized Avatar, Lord of the Rings, and Independence Day. What a f set of three films to select, you know? Mate, mate, he's taking them two months to release this. Give him, you know, yeah, he, he picked like the most overrated film in existence, one of the best films in existence, and one of the most okay, this is fun film in existence. I was gonna say, that's why it's a fun selection. It's one minute, you got more references. Like, but oh god, he, he doesn't reference Independence Day once more or twice. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, make a gremlin mm, reference, please. Reference the gremlins in regards to Rose. You what? <laughs> He's not helping. <laughs> wise warrior who wields tremendous power in the name of fighting evil. Why are you referencing him looking at the eagle's incoming as a reference to Gandalf's power? Bad visual. Should have done strange. it when he was against the Balrog. That would have been way better. Oh yeah. When he holds up his staff and he's like, yeah, it's fucking shall epic. not pass. This is where Gandalf gets saved. I would argue that that's a bit inappropriate. But you know, that's a nitpick. That's a nitpick right there. The male archetype saved by giant flying eagles. But in each case, The Last Jedi doesn't deliver on those expectations. At doesn't least deliver not much immediately. At least not immediately. You know what? No, he's he's right. They don't turn Luke into Gandalf. I mean, they don't right. turn Thingy into the. I'd just be like, why does this. How is that relevant, though? Just curious. To anything, even. Instead, director Ryan Johnson throws fans a series of curveballs. Curve Over the course of the first act, Finn reveals his self-centered and defeatist attitude. He's not self-centered, he's trying to save what? Ray. He's trying to save, yeah, he's trying to save he Ray. He mentions this, he mentions this. Yeah, and yeah, and funnily enough, Ryan Johnson agrees with Macintosh because if you remember, Rose Tico calls him a coward after he says I'm trying to save Ray. There's but no... Why is Jonathan McIntosh retarded? Did he watch a different movie than the rest of us? Well, I mean, it only took a minute and 20, but I said they're going to have to revise the film. They're going to have to change what happens in the film in order to make their thesis, you know, commit. Because he's already fucked up. This wasn't a selfish goal. He was trying to get away so that when exactly. she comes back, she wouldn't come to the fleet getting destroyed. It's perfectly... Well, this is Jonathan McIntosh we're talking about. He fucked up a long time ago. Mm. Poe proves that he's reckless and arrogant. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I, I'll give him arrogant, but not reckless. I give myself that I'm arrogant, right? Like, but it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you're like some kind of villain. And I it turns out he was right. People, I hate how people that defend this movie like try to to actually paint Poe as the villain when it's like, oh my god, he. Just I, I just don't know. I don't know where this idea that he did everything anything right. wrong comes from. Yeah, he did everything right, and everyone Poe did nothing wrong. Post like Hitler, he did nothing wrong. <laughs> I just, I, I've never understood it because I was always on board with Poe throughout the whole film, but I thought that the film was telling me that Holdo was the villain, and I was like, I'm on board with this. Poe's gonna beat like, her. No, Holdo's the hero. Oh. I was like, wait, what? Oh. <laughs> you got it. 
and Luke is so consumed by paralyzing guilt that he's renounced. He's using a deleted scene. <laughs> he's using a deleted scene. That's priceless. Yeah, that is. That is. That is. Oh, that's. <sighs> you can't. You, that doesn't. That this doesn't film count. wasn't. This, this scene wasn't good enough for Ryan to want to put in the film. That's, just saying. I just love it. Even the people who like the film agree that this scene should have been in the film. The Jedi and become a hermit. And yeah, his guilt, no, by the way, is very... To, we had to milk the sea cow. I that wouldn't actually specifically agree it's about guilt. He makes it very clear in that scene where he's like, the Jedi need to end, I am a Jedi, so I'll end. And, and the reasoning is the Jedi created uh, Darth Vader and they allowed Palpatine to rise. There was two reasons for allowing the Jedi to die. Again, it's complete nonsense reasoning, but it is what he said. He didn't say, I do it for these guilt. Unexpected character twists are part of the reason why some Star Wars fans left the theater in a state of shock, which rapidly mutated into fits of rage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> people are angry. <laughs> yes, I was angry because With they didn't provide me Gandalf. Oh yeah, it just it, it, it's gets, the, it's it gets whole, more juicy. Yeah, it, it's the whole thing. People now, to be mad. clear, we're not talking about people who just happen to dislike the Of course, it's the toxic ones, but I'll get lumped right in with them. So will Rag, so will Wolf, so will Alex. We're, we're all in there. We're all anybody those who makes, Anybody who makes their voice heard about how much they didn't like it is toxic. But also, the people that you never, ever hear about, oh, they're fine. The fact that he just said... Um, the, the, you know, this is including the people who disliked it. I'm just like, I'd be curious, Macintosh, have you checked out what the people who disliked it said? The people you consider valid? Like, have you considered maybe they have valid perspectives on this? Because obviously he's going to be explaining this side of the film as if it's just lore. Like, let's be honest, Luke was supposed to be Gandalf and they subverted in order to tell a better story about whatever. And, it's, and you could just be like, but no, they didn't? Question mark? And it's like, oh, this is just my opinion. That's probably where we're going yeah. with this. It is, after all, not a perfect piece of cinema. That's no, one way to put it. I can agree with that. Now, the subset of mostly male superfans super betrayed uh. and personally disrespected <laughs> by the... Disrespected? I guess you could put yeah. it that way. Yeah, yeah, that was my... Yeah, Kyle, when we watched it, or when I watched the first time with you, was, did I seem disrespected? No, you couldn't contain your laughter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was frothing. I was like, how dare they? <laughs> But no, they were, oh. genuinely, there were people out there who felt disrespected, but, you know, is that I'm valid? Sure, but... Is it valid to feel disrespected by a film? And you'd be like, well, what if they're feeling disrespected on behalf of the source material? Something like that. Okay. Personally disrespected? I mean, that would probably come in if, if the actual, they got insulted by the director personally, which has actually happened. You guys yeah, know about which that? Ryan Johnson happens to do on fucking the internet all the time and yeah. Disney does that all the time too Disney so. really need to, need to rein him in I suppose they need to rein themselves in basically yeah because they, they're doing it too so it's Kathleen Kennedy but Ryan Johnson he's all over that shit the toxic fans I mean we, we, we were able to make it only two minutes before we brought in the white males so oh, that's a good that's a good record for him congratulations yeah, John. Minutes, yeah. <laughs> movie anything else but he hasn't said white males yet, right? Group are... No, no, but yeah, no. At, at, the, at about the yeah. Here, no, no, but... no, but no, but he hasn't gone on about male, the male and female dynamic yet. He felt betrayed and <laughs> oh, personally disrespected by this movie. Anything else? 
The objections from that particular group are wide-ranging. The two were accompanied by a girl. But they often involve an obsessive level of scrutiny when it comes to female characters. Oh, no! Oh, is that right? No. So I don't have a problem with what they did with Luke, it's mainly just about the girls. The what? Yeah. Yeah, I, he said uh, we're obsessive right. when it comes to female characters, which is just nonsense. Yeah, yeah he, he, basically, my... he basically wants to describe the last show I hate is as incels. Oh I god, mean, here I'll we go. say that my biggest problem was with Luke, and he's a male character. Yeah. <laughs> what if he's trans, dude? That's offensive. And within the last week, we've watched Terminator 2, Aliens, and those were both insanely good. <laughs> I cannot believe. Regs, Muller told me you never watched Aliens before that. I cannot believe that that's... So how, did, how did you go for so long without watching that movie? The same way I go so long without watching every other movie, except that one was Aliens. In fairness, yeah, Rags is right, but man. Aliens? Oh, so yeah, good, though. I mean, so good. <laughs> but yeah, you see it, it now, really so good. it's all fine. I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's very good. Anyway. But it has a woman in it, so I I was about like to say... Anymore. Obviously, we don't uh, like it that much because female characters are very frustrating to see on screen ever. Just yeah, main character like, should have been Bishop. Just I mean, say <laughs> my game of the year for 2017 was Hellblade, but whatever. Women, That's right. Yeah, I think you're just lying. You're probably just lying. What girl? On the more extreme end of the spectrum. Hang on, did he just use the what girl thing? Is like, you know, in, in fairness, the guy said some girl helped the droid escape, so he asked what girl. It's not really anything to do with hating girls or anything. I'm I'm no, I'm but, implying no, it, it's clever edited. It? I was just gonna say like if he's trying to imply that Kylo is like anti-female in the film, I'd be like, no, there's no evidence of that at all. He's just anti. <laughs> he's anti-people. Yeah. Fan complaints have a tendency to devolve into wild conspiracy theories. Oh yeah. About the Disney Corporation pushing wild conspiracy theories. Some of them actually have fair evidence. Uh, what is this video exactly then? Yeah. Wouldn't this be a counter-conspiracy theory? Like, everybody's working together to try and distrust the film based on the fact that they don't like females. I mean, it's well, very I'm pretty sure this film just kind of... Yeah, this video, and all the videos like it, like Patrick Willems, where he's like, you need to stop watching all these white males. I mean, this kind of proves, well, he... to our point, that it's all kind of being pushed by SJWs. He pushed himself into his own grave with that one. Patrick Willems, definitely. I'm waiting for Macintosh to do it to himself as well, but we well, got it, what was it, confirmed. like, five different times from Willems, where he was just like, if you're white, you can't really offer anything. God. Well, on the, well, on Black Panther, anyway. I, I would love to ask uh, Willems if uh, um, if black people can offer anything on... Um, what's, what's a film with, like, no black people else. at all? Uh, old, star, old Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you know, good. Films. All right, fine. Yeah, black people can't offer anything on Star Wars Episode Four, so don't allow them to talk about it. Is that fair? Are we are we staying consistent on this one? I support it. Let's also I support views. it. <laughs> Patrick Williams for Presidente. An agenda of forced diversity or feminist propaganda. What do you mean it's an agenda? Yeah, but, like but it's, we have a we have a lot like of literal yeah. clips of J.J. Abrams. Theory. Like, this is not a conspiracy. J.J. Abrams is very open about it. <laughs> he yeah, says I, it. It's like, I know, I know that people will watch this and they'll roll their eyes and like, yeah, they just hate women, but we have there's a substantial amount of evidence and an amount of quotes and articles that we can pull from Disney. And we don't even, Abrams and Ryan we don't need to talk about its effects or why it's a bad or good thing. We can literally just say, no, it exists. You can't deny its existence. It's a like, thing. Here's them saying that it's a thing. 
here's them pushing this female angle. I mean, when Kathleen Kennedy comes out and says the force is female and stuff like that, I mean, like, how are we supposed to take that? Well, that picture gets circulated quite a bit because it's, uh, I don't know, frustrating. Uh, yeah, there's clips of her saying something like, um, oh no, one of my favorite ones is going to be in my series. Uh, basically, the, there's, there's, a, there's an audience member who's asking questions for the cast and crew. And she says, uh, you know, Ryan Johnson, it's, it's very, it's great that you have diversity in the cast throughout both Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, but it's um, it's, it's pretty disappointing that, you know, you, you have none of that in the creators, all the directors and writers have been white males. And then his response is just like, yes, it is about time we change that. And it's like, oh my god. I mean, I, there's an article I just pulled up on the front page of Google when I typed in The Force is Female about why The Last Jedi proves that Star Wars' future is female. And it's like, I, I don't understand why you think this is some kind of a conspiracy theory. I know, well, I know why. It's, it's to d dismiss it. You dismiss it offhand, and then you continue with another point, and then people just buy it. They yeah, because I would oh, expect okay, right. that he would say forced diversity is not a bad thing, as opposed to it's not a part of this film whatsoever. I'd be like, well, we know it's a part yeah. of it. There's no need to deny that. Ganda. But there is a common thread running through much of the backlash oh, is that there speaks now? to an underlying anxiety. An anxiety rooted in deep-seated insecurities about masculinity. Okay. <laughs> Man, Here I, we go. I, Here we know, go. I, I completely agree. Okay. I'm just, I'm just so, you know, conflicted because I really just want to be a chick right now, and this movie makes me feel that emotion even more. So, yeah, I get it. You know, it's Jonathan uh, McIntosh is hitting the nail right on the head. He's hitting it so deep in the head that it's literally pierced my brain and gone down my spinal cord. I'm curious well, um, how many times we're going to be able to use aliens as a counter-argument in this video, because uh, we're going to be coming up soon. Because it's it, You could absolutely argue that aliens is about you know, a series of big strong men getting absolutely destroyed and an innocent civilian female basically taking charge and kicking ass instead of them. You know, if you wanted to frame it that way, you could, and I'm saying that we love the film regardless, so I wonder if that'll work as a counter. Yeah, but what he's basically saying is people didn't like it because they're insecure. Yeah. Especially white males. They didn't like it because this, this well, movie... Well, in fairness to him, has he said white males yet? He has, yeah, at the two-minute mark. Okay. I did. I definitely missed that myself. Yeah. Let me briefly explain what I mean by that. Good. Please do make it brief. Do men in action-adventure movies are expected this is not to a good be example. decisive, righteous... This is respected decisive righteous and respected um iron man is is n not respected um <laughs> who, who else what are common action heroes in today's media i wonder we're looking right at captain america i was gonna say like he is literally a vigilante in the newest films is he saying well, respected by the audience true. righteous I guess, I guess maybe respected i don't know because I mean, he's, I mean, he's respected he's res by the audience he's respected by everyone he actually has to interact with aside from in civil war but that's so pretty is, much rectified is black can't is it, are we gonna get a, a black panther video about masculinity or should we throw Tyrion in he's not exactly respected whatsoever uh his you could argue at the end of season four he was very indecisive and it caused a lot of damage to his own family you know like what i'm gonna argue for obviously is that uh not everybody is what he just described, despite being leading action men. I suppose Tyrion doesn't count. Uh, what about Jon Snow? He's easily a leading action man, and look what happens to him. Uh, thanks Dies. to his... <laughs> That's a spooler, you can't say. The point is that uh, he's he's talking shit right now, but, you know, whatever. 
and to take charge in most situations. Take charge in most situations. This is at the very end of the movie. This is at the very end of the Matrix. He got his ass kicked before this plenty of times, and he had a lot of he learning. He does reference the uh, development, and but yeah, the thing it, is, it's bullshit. What does how doesn't this apply to female leads in action related stuff? Again, aliens. I'm yeah. just gonna I'm I'm talking. I'm gonna bring up aliens a lot because it'll counter him every time. Thank God for aliens. <laughs> Men are That's why I bring that up every time I talk about that on my channel. Progressively more and more powerful as the story like unfolds. Ray? Oh, she's. <laughs> this expectation is. Oh, uh, James Bond is like a completely his own thing. It's it's like its own genre. The it spy, like to be to be like he's a leading man who takes action. It's like that's his job. If he wasn't doing that, he'd be bad at his job. And the formula is so entrenched in mass media. Also, in the the new Bonds, he gets his ass kicked a lot. Especially Casino Royale, he nearly dies. Well, actually, he nearly dies in a lot of them. But, um... He definitely nearly dies in the Daniel Craig ones at least once per film. Yeah, that's from... Eh, that many fans feel aggressively entitled to seeing that particular version of oh, manhood yeah. reproduced on the big screen. That's what we wanted but as in the Star Wars. Jedi begins, <laughs> it quickly becomes apparent that this movie isn't interested in catering to a simple vicarious power fantasy. I like how we just summed up all those other movies as simple yeah. vicarious power fantasy. Is, yeah, because like Star Wars has always been a male power fantasy for everyone. Yeah. Like, okay. I. I. Oh. Okay. You just need an image of yeah. the Emperor shooting his lightning when he says that. <laughs> like, male power fantasy. Yeah. Luke on Cloud but City. Loads of people grew up on like. The be Jedi's and shit like that and play with lightsabers and all that, but I, I know full well that the girls want to do just as well and it wasn't the fucking thing. My sisters like, really uh, like Star Wars, uh, which is insulting to me when they tell me that it's a boy's thing. I'm just like, oh, fuck off. You, you can look at it like that. Yeah, my housemate, uh, she like loves that shit as well. And um, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's such a bizarre, like, Oh, this is why people disliked it because he didn't satisfy the male power role or whatever. It's just like, mm, did, did Empire okay. satisfy the male power role when Han got frozen and sent to a be yeah. put on framed it, on a it, wall? His main point that he falls up with is going to be hilarious, but I'll, I'll let him get to it. But it, it, uh, just without this point, well, without that point, it doesn't make a difference right now. The, it's, it's still weak and bizarre of an argument to like pitch. I've never even thought of it. Like the fact that he has to say it. I, Can we? Is no, it possible to name in my head. name a protagonist from a movie you like who's male and not powerful? Male and not powerful. I suppose like, Tyrion counts for that terms one. Actually, of, like physically powerful. Uh, let's yeah, let's say physically powerful. I don't think what he just said doesn't mean that no, it, they could be mentally powerful. You know, there's there's plenty of them. Like, I'm, I've top of my head was like uh, Rincewind from uh, Discworld, but um. It, it, it doesn't even matter about that, because like, Frodo. I, 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 did did any of you like you know like watch this film and then like as soon as you it finished, do you like have to like do weights or something like lift with some weights like feel <laughs> good about yourself again? No, I, 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 I don't think like fuck sakes, I'm bald. I don't fucking give a shit about masculinity. It's, it's robbed me of my hair. <laughs> How <laughs> dare off. it? But yeah, it, it, yeah. I'm just I thinking mean, like this. There's plenty of characters we associate that are that are typically considered weak. Is is kind of what I'm getting at. Mm. Um. And uh, uh, yeah, physically, uh, Tyrion is is 
pathetic. Like, he can't do anything specifically, and that's part of his character. Uh, people are saying Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, which is... Um, <laughs> so, someone said, uh, Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon, and I watched that not too long ago, and sure, I yeah. totally agree. Real good. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> uh, they, in well, fairness, you need action. We need action to at least be involved. You can't be a well, strict hey, comedy. Well, hey, he did, he did dance, so he's got, he's got a lot of power in there. Yeah, um, and then the obvious other counter-argument, do I just need to say aliens? Do I just, is like we need a buzzer to just say aliens and it counters his point. That satisfies the female power fantasy, I suppose. I don't know. All three male heroes are presented as vulnerable in their fallibility. Uh, what, why, how are they not in uh, the originals? You know, I don't Luke and Han. They're vulnerable emotionally in this film. Luke and Han are absolutely fallible. That's kind of part of <laughs> their journeys. Yeah, that's what a character's like, you know? Hmm. I don't get the idea that these people have that we don't like vulnerable characters. Like, I, some of my Where favorite movies. From? Where does that idea come from? I think it's one of those self-propagated... Well, the irony is that Ray, name Ray's fucking flaws. Name her fallibility. It's like she can't. And it, I, I've heard people say that Ray's flaws that she's too nice, that she's too kind, <laughs> she cares too much. Basically, she's like, too perfect. She's her, her too not flawed. Good of a person. I'm like, oh. Okay. I mean, one of my favorite movies is The Gray, and all of the male characters are broken down to be as like the in the most emotional states they can possibly be in and it's one of the best movies i've ever seen i like the gray i, I love that movie <sighs> and yeah we can keep going forever and ever and just be like oh yeah what were we talking about again how this guy is telling us we we don't like it when our males aren't super virile powerful it's like all oh, right okay with each displaying their own set of rather significant character flaws and inadequacy yeah no poe never really has a flaw in the film He's yeah, a bit of a Mary Sue. Really Outside good. of his disagreement in the end of the fight, which I never understood. I would. Oh, uh, gonna, well, he disagrees you there. Of course it he is does. That after seeing all the fruit of his labor, he just changes his mind. Yeah, I'd, we'll go over that if he covers it. Now, flawed heroes, in and of themselves, aren't all that unusual in speculative oh, fiction. Okay, then. Oh. Oh, okay, then. Well. Oh. <laughs> all right. Okay. How do you reconcile um, this, Mr. McIntosh? In fact, failure, and then learning to overcome that failure, is just the standard recipe for structuring a basic character arc. Okay. okay. I'd argue the intense fan hate surrounding the last- you know, I just had a thought. No, no, oh, no. no so, uh, well, I'll, I'll go back a little bit before, so he can make his point, but I was just going to say, I had a thought that, um, po do you see Poe's face when that door blows open? What he sees is like, here comes Holdo and her team to essentially try and kill everyone on this ship. I'm gonna have to shoot her. It's like, I picture that's what's going on. I'm just like, I'm behind you 100%, man. You've got to stop that piece of shit, even if it means killing someone. And then it's Leia, and you're like, wait, what? And then Leia stuns him, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I remember that. You just, you just don't understand what's happening. I made a point in my critique. I was like, this should be the point in the film where no one has any idea what's going on. Even the people who love it would be like, yeah, I, uh, I think that Poe is evil. <laughs> Hence, fan hate surrounding The Last Jedi has a lot more to do with the fact that the male heroes in this movie are directly challenged on their failures by women. Oh my god, that's nowhere even Christ. close. I love how we had to all pause that. the shit out of that. <laughs> 
he says that unironically, like that's actually what a that's a thing that he you thinks. You like the film. So first of all, challenge the male protagonist. First of all, aliens again, ding ding ding. Uh, Ripley points out the flaws in. Uh, I think his name is General Gorman. Um, obviously Hudson. I'm not sure if she ever picks on Hicks, because Hicks is not retarded in that film. But uh, she she does a job of basically kicking everybody in the ass in the Marines. Um, well, aliens. Well, the, no, 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 well, let's talk about another thing. Um, Breaking Bad. Like, oh, I hate that show because Skylar always ripped in the wall. Ah. Oh. Whenever I saw a woman on screen giving him grief, oh, worst show ever. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I found her a bit annoying outside of it being a woman. <laughs> I wouldn't reference this because it was a woman. If you changed Holdo to a male Holdo, Maldo, if you changed Leia to Leia dies somehow and it's Admiral Akbar or whatever, or, or if Leia was a brother, not a you know, woman or whatever, that wouldn't change how retarded the film is. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. Not even a little bit. Yeah, it, it wouldn't. Ha it doesn't have anything to do with their femininity, at all. It has nothing to do with that. Like oh, I would have. I just want to bring up as as Edward Longshanks just brought up uh, the original film where Luke and Han are both like, "What the fuck do we do?" And then Leia blasts the uh, thing open and says, "Someone's got to save our necks," because or skins, I think she says. Uh, so again, the female getting the males in order because they have no idea what's going on. Is that was that offensive in that film to us? Did we have trouble with that? <sighs> it's just it's it's something he's pulling out of his ass. It's baseless. He, he, yeah. he builds up this narrative, and that's what his audience likes, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is not something that's supposed to happen to space cowboys or space wizards in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't supposed to happen to space wizards. <laughs> Yeah. Who, Who the hell wrote the space wizards are there? <laughs> Who wrote the book on what happens to space? Space wizards, wizards are meant to have a harem of female servants who all just obey them. <laughs> I was, can anyone cite a space wizard outside of Luke or the jet? The jet? Because like, where does where does they ever? Mm, I'm not saying there isn't. I'm saying yeah, it's like what? they keep saying it like it's so common. Like, ah, oh, space wizards. Yeah. That's just a thing. Oh, space wizards. I mean, there's um, uh, Mass Effect sort of has space wizards. Um, that's true. Destiny. We don't need to count that one. Destiny. Um, Space Wizards, though. The uh, Warhammer. The Room, would you say? The Room. I'd say the Room. Has <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah oh, fuck. Okay. No, 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 no. That, that's a space vampire. Bubble <laughs> <laughs> 5 had Techno Mages. Yeah. Fucking. I didn't think of that. The uh, guy did. Uh, I forget his name. Oh dear, just him saying it like it's something that we all kind of accept, you know. We don't like seeing this happen to our space wizards. Like, who are our space wizards? Yeah, Is Gandalf I, space I, wizard? As, as I clutch my Gandalf toy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm my wizard. Oh. Women aren't supposed to... So, the reason that it was fucked, everything's fucked in this film, but I was just like, okay, so premise. Finn is trying to get an escape vehicle or, or ship's vessel, whatever, to go and get away from here. So when Finn, uh, Ray comes back, she'll go to that instead of the fleet. He explains that to Rose and she electrocutes him because apparently she's been electrocuting anybody who attempts to escape the resistance. I actually had a debate with somebody about this a while ago in comments where I was like, isn't this essentially a voluntary militia, like what the resistance is? So like... Couldn't you, I'm not sure what the laws are in America for that, when it's constructed, if there are laws, I'm sure it's different for every case, but like, 
could you not leave one if you were a volunteer? Yeah, unless it's like the official military, you can't just leave on duty. But in something like, I guess they have to try and. Because remember, know, Finn never joined. Finn was just consider... there. It's stupid because they call this the resistance when this is clearly like an organized army for the Republic, but they're resisting nothing. I mean, two important so details for that, really... though. There's no government, so they are essentially just a militia constructed of. I don't even. You know, well, yeah, people yeah, who. Private, by the time episode eight starts. But uh, the second detail is really important. Finn never joined them. He fought alongside them for his own purpose, but he never actually joined. So she's like, "You're a deserter," and it's like he never fucking joined. Wait, woman. I'm not one of you. I'm not wearing the uniform. I don't have like a badge with my name. And on then it. the he idea was with you for five minutes, and I'm he not on the payroll. Like, died. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like people are saying you can't leave the U.S. military. I'm saying militia, not military. Was I clear on that? <laughs> like militia yeah. is when it's like constructed. Yeah, and um... even I pointed out. Yeah, military is different. But as far as this goes, Finn's not technically part of the resistance. Mm -hmm. you no, know, he's not on the payroll. I would imagine he doesn't but have like a. Not to mention, wallet. and you can absolutely call me sexist for this one, but if somebody actually ordered that you need to have somebody on guard preventing anybody from using the escape pods, why in the hell would they send the shortest and, no offense, lacking body it? strength person there? Yeah, that's the thing, right? So then you go, oh wait, maybe they didn't. Maybe she's actually just doing this herself, and she's been collecting bodies and tying them up somewhere. <laughs> just like, Jesus Very Christ, Rose. Oh god, can you imagine being in Rose Tico's sex dungeon? Yeah, I can't, I can't remember the- be just a nightmare? I can't remember the dialogue, but uh, does she say anything like, I was sanctioned for this, or I've been doing it? Does she just say, I've been doing it? I can't remember. I think um... I can't remember. She said, "I've been know. doing it." Or I've been. They ordered me to. Um, I don't know. May, I can't maybe believe the, maybe their problem is that they don't. Because even if he's not part of the resistance, they can't allow him to steal resistance property, which would include the escape pod. I guess. That yeah. I mean, they don't give you much to go on. This all this is all. This is literally yeah, they don't, for because the last Jedi is fucking narrative disaster. They won because this is how it worked with Ryan Johnson. He was like, I want all of these arcs, and then we'll just make them happen, whatever. And he just didn't really care about constructing it because the point of this is that she eventually falls in love with him by the end of the film from going from hating him. Right. That with was no poorly. That was poorly handled to say the least. <laughs> no, no one's gonna talk about the incredible romance of Rose and Finn. That's not, that's not a thing that's gonna happen. But uh, it's very confusing, but that's why it opens with her doing this to him, because she looks at him as a traitor all the way up until he nearly sacrifices his life, obviously, because he's a changed man by then. But yeah, you know, this is, I never gave a shit that she was a female overpowering a male in this scene, because she's got yeah. the technology to she, do it. Yeah, it is odd that they chose someone so short and weak, you know? Yeah, like I said, it's strange that they did that if they chose her. It Which is I don't strange because think... if you're desperate to get out of the situation alive, you think you're gonna, you think you're gonna one not be armed, but two let this little chick stop you when when life and death hangs in the balance in your mind. Fuck no. Like I said, I don't think that she was sanctioned. I think that it's sort of a joke because I remember her being like crying, and then she's like really overly happy about explaining how she's been zapping people, and he's like, oh, wow, you know, because he's trying to escape as well. It's a joke. It doesn't you know a lot work. of this has. <laughs> This has nothing to do with any of that, but I've just been looking at this frame here, and I mean, I know all the female characters in Star Wars have pretty terrible, retarded haircuts, but does this not look like she's wearing, like, a Nazi cap? <laughs> it it like, she's wearing like, a like, like a tanker helmet. It hair flicks out like crazy, but, I mean... It is strange. Gotta get them fancy haircuts, so I'm fine with it, I'm fine. 
Purple here was a bit much, but sure. You have what you want. Interfere with a man's heroic journey. Interfere with so a man's heroic journey. let's dig a little journey. deeper into the unexpected ways that men are held accountable for their behavior in each of the movie's three intersecting storylines. Oh, yeah. Sure, let's do that. How men are held accountable As for many behavior. critics noted when The Last Jedi first... And, and I'm sure we're going to have to note that Holdo is not held accountable for her horrific behavior that got basically, what, like hundreds of people killed? It, no, she's a woman. Key detail you need to remember, she says, we start out with 400 and we end the film with, I think, 20 people on the Falcon, something like that. It's fucking embarrassing. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that was like a tweet I put out earlier because someone had tweeted out. Um, cause, no, it was Poe's actor who said, um, I fucking forget his name, but he basically said um, the the resistance is at the lowest point yet. And I'm like, yeah, it's like 20 dudes on a ship. <laughs> it's barely anything. <laughs> of course, it's a. It's not much of a resistance at all. It's hilarious, dude. Yeah. From from the moment the Republic are destroyed in The Force Awakens, they are now, like, at a lower point than they ever were in the original three films, the Rebels. They're lower than that throughout all of it. And you, you just come to realize, like, wow, they just did not try. They were just like, fuck it. We want our heroes to be downtrodden so they can be heroic. First hit theaters, the theme of women challenging male bravado. The theme of women challenging male bravado. Of course, it's a, it's a theme. It's always it's a, a theme. theme. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful. It's most evident in the character arc oh, oh, stop, of stop. So, so if, if this is a theme, if that is a theme in the movie, then why would you say earlier is like a conspiracy theory about this stuff <laughs> if you are now saying that this is a theme in the film? It's always themes, man, because it's... What else is it? Like, you have to just... It's all about interpretation, and then you just take a couple of actual things that happen in the film, then make up a couple of actual things that happen in the film, and then you just got to... Uh, people love the word theme. I, I actually want to never catch myself using the word theme in my scripts anymore. Like, acid to my face, just, just, ugh. Feels like a cop-out. This is, like, I think this is the second big contradiction so far, really. <laughs> the meme. About... Poe is a hotshot fighter pilot. Mm -hmm. He's impulsive, he's arrogant, yeah, he just quoted yeah, all the things that Holdo said. He's insanely successful. <laughs> exactly, skilled. he's successful he's, he's in everything he does. He's a huge asset to the resist. He blew up Starkiller Base, you fucking twat. And he destroyed the Dreadnought. Technically. He is arguably the biggest hero of the entire film. And he gets no appreciation or recognition for Nothing. it. Nothing. Nothing for it. <laughs> and and how does he handle hero, that? Though. He handles it greatly, because Poe's a pretty good dude. He's just like, oh, okay. I... He's like, I'm doing this for the right reasons, and it's not about the fame, and I'm a good guy. And then like, after... Who is, is a great character that we should aspire to be? After hours of watching all the support ships get destroyed and Holdo literally just look at the screen and say, carry on, he makes a plea. He says, please tell us what the plan is. No, he, doesn't he say, tell us there is a plan? He doesn't even ask yeah, for the plan. tell us there's a plan, something to give us hope. And she doesn't do that. She doesn't even say, yeah, there's a plan. Stare at it, it hurts your face. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is why, by the way, when people are like, uh, it was a mole. It's like, if there was a mole, I'm pretty sure she'd be happy to say to the mole, there is a plan. Not telling you what yeah. it is, though. But no, with, with Poe, she's like, hope. <laughs> hope is like a plan. You don't need it. <laughs> yeah, hope is like a plan. You don't need it. <laughs> Bill Poe packets. <laughs> Hope is like a plan. Fuck yourself. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna have people die until I decide it's time for us to not die, because that's what a good leader does. 
Oh yeah, you know when he mutes her? I, I, I remember being in the film like, oh, that's the first time I've ever seen him do a thing that I kind of don't think was a good thing to do. But then that was it. The rest of his decisions are fine. And yeah, um, this little thing, but... the other comment people have is that he was the one who drove the army toward the, the, um, the Dreadnought. But uh, two details. One that Mr. Plinkett picked up that I completely missed was that um, he says while destroying the cannons that um, if uh, some, something like we've got to destroy these cannons or our bombers won't stand a chance when he's talking to BB-8. As in, that's the plan. You know, it's yeah, not, it's not like some made-up thing. Bombers. The bombers are always a part of the plan and then apparently Leia changed the plan. But secondly, that... Um, I was gonna make a second point. I've forgotten it now. <laughs> so, so, something about this. There's there's so much to this scene that uh, I mean I can just cop out and use the other point that always gets brought up, which is that if he hadn't destroyed this thing, then the entire resistance would have been dead by the time they hit the end of the film. So. Oh yeah, the only reason they they made it to the point that they made it. The only reason there's twenty guys on a ship at all is because Poe destroyed the dreadnought. Because they can't. Not even this film can play the oh Hux is retarded excuse long enough to have the resistance survive. They will still try to play that as oh, best they can. Oh, they'll fucking try. Oh, and wait, Hux is completely like, you could say, emasculated by uh, by Snoke and Kylo. Does that count, or does that fuck with your theme because those two aren't women? Mm. Whoops. And he cares more about being a big damn hero than he does about a big damn hero. or even the lie. He cares okay, more about saving about everyone's her, lives than he does about... <laughs> Not doing but that. It's just like, but that's just wrong, John. That's wrong, Macintosh. That's well, Holdo says it though. Wrong. No, wait. Leia says that line. She says it um, after she reveals the plan. She's like, um, Holdo didn't care about being a hero. <laughs> and uh, Poe po is like, Oh my god, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little bit forced. Is kind of how I, I look at it. The gung-ho rebel pilot is a familiar archetype in Star Wars media. Oh god. And as a result, in Star we Wars think we media. know how it's going to play. Oh. Sure, the good, the fucking skilled pilot is just in everything that has pilots. Because <laughs> like, it's, I mean, do, we don't want to see people who that Top Gun exists? Who wants to see a pilot who's not good at being a pilot? I mean... Uh, King Kwan said in the chat, I guess he cares more about saving the resistance than he does following orders. Yeah. Perfect. But if you want to watch a movie about bad pilots, watch that shitty Pearl Harbor film. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah, this is a shitty pilot. Audiences expect the good guys to bring down the enemy death machine Which they do. in a giant Which ball they do. of fire. Twice. And we expect to revel in the joyful spectacle. No, I appreciated that, by the way. <laughs> the tiny moments where I'm like, yes, they destroyed it, but obviously a great cost, which is war. And it's like, okay. But then they ch change that into, this is why Poe is evil. It's like, oh, God. Of impossible explosions in outer space. But instead of framing Poe's relieved. daring raid on the Dreadnought as cause for celebration, the movie suddenly pulls the rug out from under us. Yeah, but I mean, do you want to check sense. out? Do you want to check out the Death Toll when they attack the Death Star in Episode Four? It's literally everyone except Han and Luke. Yeah, I mean, what do they expect to fight this war without any casualties? And this is on top without of the fact that I look look at those red red dots. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven bombers there. They were the most inef. Oh wait, it's changed screens for me now. But uh, it was, um. <laughs> The bombers, I have a huge criticism of the crappy design. 
Like, I don't feel like it would have been as bad if you replaced all of them with Y-Wings because of how that scene plays out. The, the TIE Fighters are delayed on release, if you guys remember. He's like, they should have been scrambled five minutes ago! It's like, oh, so we've got an advantage. And it's like, not really. One TIE Fighter kills three bombers immediately. You're like, oh... Oh. Okay. Not even just one Tie Fighter, one half of a Tie Fighter. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. It's an accident. <laughs> They're so shit, you can accidentally get a triple kill on them. Well, I mean, Ray gets a triple kill later on on three Tie Fighters, so I guess all ships yeah, are just she's that way. Ray. She totally. Oh yeah, it. that's my bad. Ray, Ray is just she's a space wizard basically. But I'm like, you understand? You you traded a dreadnought for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven ships. Mm-hmm. Eleven small ships. You you you. He killed the dreadnought. I think it's that's a worthy insane. trade, especially considering it could have destroyed your entire fleet just moments later. Yeah, like that—that's insanely good. Like of in terms all of they... resources, that—that's not that resources mean you know, fucking anything until they need to. The but... second they pop after them, chasing them through hyperspace, and then they go, "Oh my god, it's caught up to them." Do you remember when Poe is like, "Um, uh, ma'am, permission to get into my X-wing and blow some shit up or whatever," and then she's like, "Permission granted." It's like a moment of, "Yeah, okay, you were right." Because they've just caught up to us and they don't have the dreadnought. I remember thinking that for a split second when I was watching the film, but no, Holdo is like, you're a bad man. You you led us to kill everyone. Now let me kill everyone in the meantime. <laughs> like, the, the point is, this doesn't, th this whole, this whole movie doesn't make any sense. You know what I just said, by the way, uh, is exactly what they're doing in the opposite way. If, if my premise was, this film is about women learning their place, that's what I actually make the argument <laughs> oh, for. Shit, yeah, I, I know. Right. And then and then you have, I show the scene where she's like, you're demoted, that I argue, Poe was right, Poe destroyed the dreadnought, Poe did all of this, and then I show the scene where she goes, permission granted, and it's like, Leia learns in this scene that Poe was correct all along, and she should have listened to him. <laughs> it's like, and then, I, you're right. And then like and the SJWs would finally. And then at the end, you've got a uh, you got she prevents Poe uh, Finn from destroying the cannon, and Finn tells her that, and then she goes unconscious, knowing as she slips into a coma that she's killed everyone. It's <laughs> <laughs> like this is what they do. They just change the scenes. They ignore context just so they can sell a narrative. And it's really fucking annoying. You're demoted. Well, wait. I love that people argue as well that because he's demoted, he should not get um, the information, and he's still a higher rank than basically everyone he's still there. Like a, what a captain? That's that's the assumption. If he goes down from fleet commander, he goes to captain. But um, that's still a fucking high rank. Captain should know the plan for survival. <laughs> eleven ships. Eleven. Eleven ships. You lost eleven ships, and you destroyed a dreadnought. That, oh, that's you, a, you destroyed that's a fleet killer. That is an insanely good trade that any general would make any day. But no. Like, I don't even under- how is that even, like, debatable? Well, this- <laughs> You literally can, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just play footage of the first Death Star, the second Death Star, the third Death Star all in a row. <laughs> you can't just solve your problem. You can't just fight a war by destroying the enemy. Like, yeah, that's okay, ridiculous. I guess, yeah. <laughs> what loser thought that would ever work? Yeah, we have to save what we love or something, right? We should uh. apply this same logic to the war in Afghanistan and just, like, hug it out with them. <laughs> Jesus. That's what this was teaching us the whole time. Protect those you love. So hug our own and just hope that no one attacks us, I suppose. We killed a hundred Taliban, but we lost three guys. Poe is rebuked for his apparent victory. Demoted. And by extension, it is. It's, it is a victory. It's not an apparent victory. 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, you would absolutely call it a victory, but it's it's not um, one that you go, you know, you start having celebrations like with uh, streamers and, 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 and balloons and everything. You go, well, you know, let's respect those we lost. Like, that that's the kind of victory it was. But now, no, yeah. apparently it's not a victory at all. It was a defeat. It's like, what? How is it? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the alternative is you die. So this was pretty good because you're not that is rebuked for enjoying the fireworks. Wow! You say that he was rebuked for enjoying the fireworks? That's... When you literally have the moment where he's looking at the ship getting destroyed, Poe is, and he actually looks kind of sad. Do you remember that bit? Like he's not 100% like, Yay, fireworks! <laughs> Fourth of July! ...just moments ago are abruptly reframed as cause for self-reflection and sadness. Well, that's and war. It's fucking rare that you'll have a victory where there was no losses. So of course you self-reflect. Like, why? This is this part wasn't some kind of, like, huge departure from how wars are won. Because obviously, if you compare it to A New Hope, where they destroyed the Death Star, they're, like, incredibly happy. But ultimately, it's like, yeah, you've just stopped the thing that was literally destroying planets. Yeah. <laughs> or, well, you've made an incredible step forward, because that... Thing. What, what did you say? The, the Someone said the amount of people on it was like 300,000, I think, was a staff death yeah. star. It's like, that's a lot. You just... Uh... One battle, especially when how many people did it take? I mean, either way, reducing the enemy numbers by 300,000 and the resources it took to create all that. It, that's insane. Oh, sorry, yeah, that's, that's the second point. I completely forgot that Plinkett brought up. So, um... If you look at where the bombers are when we first see them, if you were to retreat, they'd be destroyed. There's no way they make it back to the ships for hyperdrive, which for some reason needs to happen, even though the OT established that all of the individual ships have hyperdrive. So, not sure why everyone has to be in the big ship to be able to do that. And then it raises the question of, yeah, why don't you all just hyperdrive in different directions? You'd all be alive. Instead, you know, well, when that they, would just be too goddamn smart. If you remember, uh, all the support ships, they can hyperdrive, but for some reason they all just allow themselves to be killed. And it's like, why don't you just offload all of your men, have one, let's say five guys on the support ship, and then hyperdrive off somewhere and go get help. You know, kind of like how they do with Rose and Finn. This film is awful. Just wanted to... <laughs> by, by the way, like the, um, like the people who are apparently on the Death Star... That's like 10% of all the German army casualties in the entirety of World War II. Well, there you are. We find ourselves suddenly confronted with a narrative about consequences. How are they... How are, how, consequences? How is that not in the originals? How is that not in the prequels? I can't believe I'm saying this, but that is a strong part of the prequels. Consequences. The theme, the theme of the prequels is consequences. Mm-hmm. I thought it was about hating sand, but, you know. <laughs> it's a strong message against sand. For some Star Wars fans, 11 ships. it must have felt as if Princess Leia had just reached out of the movie screen and personally slapped them across the face. But, I, no. What? What? Um, what is that's it? not at all how that happened. No. Why? I mean, you just making shit up. There must be just some guy out there that... It, has been paid off to say that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that totally was how it felt, 
<laughs> I wouldn't be, I wouldn't put it past Disney to pay people off. I mean, we even though we know from Patrick Willems that yeah, that's no not... reviewer ever has been paid off or gives reviews for money. I, I did tell you about no, that. Um, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I told you about that, right, Al? He he said that yeah. there's no such a, a reviewer would never be paid off. That's ridiculous. It's like <laughs> okay. Now it's noteworthy that blowing up the space fascist death ray isn't framed as morally wrong. Instead. Okay we're asked to consider the tactical and human cost of that violence. Again, I don't really know a time where that hasn't been the case. Yeah, and... People die in these scenes whenever they destroy something significant, and it's always like, no, not that guy. Uh, aside from Porkins, nobody really cared. I didn't I mean, even think about how abruptly that X-Wing flew into that hangar. Hey man, it was flashy, it was cool. But X-Wings have hyperdrive. Yeah, that doesn't but, matter I mean, though. They flew in there so quickly. It was, it was like, so low on fuel. All of, all of the ships only had fuel. Even though hyperdrive fuel is apparently a separate thing from fuel, right? Like they're two different you know, fuels. Did, I don't get it. Yeah, how were they? Hyperdrive fuel from the ships and put it on the Ravis. How is it that they only just left the planet, but they don't have any more fuel left? Because <laughs> they were rushing. Everybody's rushing. But you, yeah, but every if you were running a guerrilla army. And you know that once we're discovered, you have to flee. Why are your ships not fueled and prepped for launch at all moments of the day? Why weren't they fueled and prepped for launch as they were, like, attacking the Starkiller base just in case? Oh, God. The fact that this film takes place, like, hours later is so stupid. They cut themselves off so badly with that. They should have just made it two days later. Oh, oh uh, <laughs> um, fuck two days. Make it a few... Why not just do what Empire did? Have them on a new base... Have a re never mind. <laughs> oh no. If ever a beloved leader is incapacitated, we expect our brash hero to suddenly find themselves in command. But that doesn't Instead, happen. Instead, we elect this retard. <laughs> no, we, we, we were expecting Admiral Akbar. We weren't expecting a hero of, of a. No, I didn't expect Poe. I expected Admiral Akbar. But he was I just dead. I would expect C3PO before anyone else. <laughs> Like, before Holdo, let's just get 3PO to do it. Not to mention... We literally thought anybody else before Holdo, because Holdo didn't exist before this movie, just Invincer. Can you can you see, by the way, on the right of the person who's speaking to them, uh, that's Neam Nub, who was in the original trilogy. That means he's been a part of the Resistance for over 30 years, and apparently he still hasn't risen in the ranks. Even though, over the course of the OT, which, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that five or six years or something like that? Is the entire uh, time... I forget... I don't know. I can't remember, but... Um, Wait, you mean, is that the guy who was in the uh, Falcon Empire. with Lando? Yeah, were... he was with Lando, yeah. yeah so, okay. just to let you know, Wedge goes from being, like, private or, you know, lowest rank to, I think, captain in the OT over the course of three films. But Neam Nub is still a grunt. <laughs> in the meantime, Holdo no. came out of nowhere and is Admiral now. Well, you know, Nub's a... He's a minority, so he can't do that. Most people so, are saying four years. This film is secretly racist. <laughs> well, I guess in the Star Wars women aren't... God, there are, a lot of, there are a lot of women in this picture. Jeez, there's a lot. One, gee, I, fuck. You can actually see oh, Holdo yeah. as the scene starts. It's like yeah, foreboding. On One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eh, nine, ten... Uh, <laughs> Someone said, the uh, here. by the um, way, Neam Dub was the co-pilot when they blew up the Death Star. <laughs> That's a pretty big achievement, but nah. He's a... Like, almost half of this army is women. No wonder they got their ass kicked. <gasps> <gasps> that is, is a racist. sexism. How dare you? Either. No, they, like, Come on. 
That's insane. I never noticed that. Well, that's the interesting part. They, uh, the, in, in interviews, they say that we want Star Wars to represent reality, as in there are just as many women in the world as there are men. But it's just like the reality of the military? I like, might find the numbers a bit different. Almost half that scene was women in the military. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know when there's, a, when there's a dangerous resistance guerrilla force that forms to fight an all-powerful evil enemy, I know that it's gonna- I know that half- it's gonna be half women. I guess. I just- that's- I'm- I'm mostly okay with it. I don't really care, because it's- a lot of the jobs they have to do aren't really detail. heavy lifting. It's more- It's a very odd detail. But, uh, we know why they did it. They've made it very clear, and it's like, very well. You know, as long as you have good characters, it doesn't bother me, but they couldn't get that part. The cruiser Ninka. Vice Why isn't this Holdo old lady, like, the leader instead of Holdo? Did you guys catch what she wears like a halo? Yeah. Very it's odd. so perfect! Very, very strange. I wear this scarf around my neck to make it seem like I'm less of a giraffe than I am. <laughs> then General Leia. I've dealt with plenty uh. of trigger-happy flyboys like you. You're impulsive. You know what's interesting is getting these criticisms from someone we've never met. It's just yeah. like, okay, someone who are just, you? <laughs> someone just shows up, berates a character for doing the right thing, and we're supposed to be like, oh, uh, I, is the film trying to... What, and the film trying to, to clarify, as Rag said before, if this was male, though, it would have been the same thing. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, it doesn't matter <laughs> if she's male, though. or not. She's somebody that the film creates, basically, to... Like, I don't even know what they're Pictures of, like old fat general do good oh you're reckless you're you're, you're impulsive you're, you're you're demoted you can't know the plan you would just be like who the fuck is this guy like who, where the fuck did this guy come from <laughs> who's this guy like dangerous and isn't she the only one in a dress in this military that was very strange choice of clothing like admiral holdo was wearing a dress very strange but hey you know, whatever suits you. She's, admirals can. Didn't Mon Mothma wear a dress? Are you trying to take away from the fact that she's a whammon and she can wear whatever you want rags? But I thought in the military you, you so... could wear whatever you want. I thought there was like a uniform. Yeah, or something. You may be hyperbolic this there, but people actually see that as. Justice military. They see it as a sexist comment to comment on either her hair or her dress. And it's just like, if a man was wearing a fucking dress, I would say something too. Yeah. It's like, I thought this was, is this a military or not? Is this like a military organization okay. or is it- Well, everybody's wearing their uniforms if... except for her, who's just, she's got this well, weird- Well, even if it was just a man in like, jeans and a sweatshirt, I would be like, this is very unprofessional. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You, you would like, imagine the Admiral to be the most professionally dressed. Like, imagine if Snoop Dogg yeah, just walked in and he was like, yo, I'm gonna be the leader of your resistance now. I mean, it would be like, oh god, we should all kill ourselves now. She harshly chastises Poe for his recklessness. I mean, at least we'd have a good time before we die. As a liability to their... I, he literally saved everyone's life. I don't see how that's, that's a liability. Yeah, I know. That, that detail is great. He said he's a liability to their mission. And it's like, how? They, the film never explains how he could possibly be a liability. If, if he's to know this plan, which is, we will be safe if you do nothing, how could he possibly screw that up? Well, it's like this. It's like this. Um, this uh, video we're watching is like, despite all of the evidence to the contrary, believe me. And for anybody who's like, she's worried he'll do what he did again. It's like he can't. There's no ships. They're stuck inside this one, and that's the best course of action. So, it's as simple as that. You tell, and it's so ironic because it's like the hot shot. You tell him nothing. The guy who wants to take it into his own hands. You tell him nothing. It's like, oh, you idiot. 
mission. You know what? You know it's a good time to teach your military members something very important with like a sort of gambly, risky sort of thing. It's it's probably peace times. I would say there's a better time to sort of play with them, learning about war as opposed to the possibly worst moment for this faction in the history of Star Wars, like the lowest fucking point. And this is really what's at the heart of why so many angry fans tend to hate Vice Admiral. I'm glad you know my heart. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we've already he's already determined what we were expecting. He's already determined that we feel what what do you say, slapped in the face and disrespected. Like he's yeah, great at assuming all of our emotions <laughs> and intentions. But his arguments are really shit. <laughs> Doesn't matter, he's speaking from the heart about T our hearts. I mean, tell okay, Macintosh, tell me about Holdo's character. Tell me about her character. She tell is me strong. all about her amazing she is, character. She is professional she is uh inspirational she had She's a speech like, about hope that was inspirational holdo uh, is responsible is... for more deaths than poe is that expression really is like kind of horrifying what now her expression right now oh right <laughs> it's like That's um what are you what are you doing it's like, why are you frustrated when he just wants the plaid woman? Holdo's character so much. I'll be right back. I need to get some of the drink. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, you guys just continue on. Poe no, po, po losing his shit because he realizes that everyone's about to die just because nobody's doing anything. Like, how would that not frustrate the hell out of anybody? Yeah, it's like, it, if people's lives are on the line. And remember, Holdo's responsible for deaths than Poe is. So if the whole thing about Poe loses 11 ships, Holdo is getting way more people than that killed, and it's not even close. There, no comparison can be made. So what exactly is the... Um, you, why isn't Holdo being treated? Why aren't these roles completely reversed? Holdo gets all these people killed for nothing. Poe gets, gets 11 people killed to destroy a huge fleet killer that would have destroyed them. And I'm wondering, it, it, it really is baffling when you look at the details of this movie and you try to wonder how people jump through the hoops that they have to to defend Holdo's character. Absolutely. Uh, like, what are they watching? What are they looking at? While he's, while he's gone, I'll try and run through Super Chats because I'll go for gaps to do them. Um, when they're streaming but you're at work, uh, yay, I was able to finally catch you guys' live streams. Been work on trying to do this for a long time. Well, we're happy to stream, aren't we? Uh... I was life, I hated The Last Jedi so much. <laughs> well, that's life for you, I suppose. Um, what do you think of Plinkett's The Last Jedi review? I liked it a lot. I just think that maybe he should have been a little faster with it, because it's been, you know, it's been such a long time that I mainly only took away... Yeah, the, the the things he said about if you look at The Last Jedi as constructed via, like, a comedy formula were really interesting, and there's a couple of things like plot holes or inconsistencies or conveniences that he mentioned that I was like, oh shit, yeah, I didn't even notice that one. So, you know, not in, not like irrelevant, and it was fun, so. Uh, Mauler, why are people dumb? Um, that is a question for the ages. Uh, can I get a birthday shout out from you guys from Pascal Benjamins? No. No, apparently. <laughs> Happy birthday. I can't believe you guys are so heartless. You wouldn't wish poor Pascal a, a happy birthday. It's disgusting. Voice hating is real. That's that's how long back these these come from. Uh, thank you, you're all my heroes. Rags, why can't you man up and grow a vagina for once so women have representation? Yes. <laughs> no answer. I think Rags might be dead. I don't know. Uh, 
thought you said he wanted to be android. Oh, did he? I thought it was Wolf. I think, but I think he took the opportunity. Well, to, like, go I guess it's down to me and Alex to read these then. Uh, I'll stay to listen live. You guys are all awesome. Have shackles. I'll probably hear this at the gym tomorrow. Huh? There you go. Yeah, I love Jim. He's a good guy. There you go. Uh, uh, Rags, wish Pascal Yo. Benjamin a happy birthday. Pascal Benjamin, happy birthday. <laughs> there you sell go. Out. You sell out. Now this is somebody wanted a birthday wish. How is this selling out? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> would you rather watch oh. The Last Jedi every day for the rest of your life, or put a glass tube in your urethra and then hit your wiener with a mallet? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. How big is this glass tube? These options. No, oh shit. It oh, man, you wanna, you wanna, <laughs> what expression um, are we paused on? <laughs> interesting. Um, oh, one earlier of uh, Rose is quite uh, funny. I mean, surely you'd have to choose the the latter because you wouldn't want to have to watch The Last Jedi every single day for the rest of your life. I can still get fucked in the ass, can't I? With a glass tube <laughs> that gets smashed? I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm trying. I'm looking for a way out. I will never forgive Ruin. I'm asking for more details about the glass tube than I am the details about the movie I have to watch. I will never forgive Ruin Johnson for destroying and raping Luke Skywalker and making me not care about Star Wars. Worst movie letdown ever. Yeah, but that's because you can't respect that women... You just wanted Luke to be Gandalf. Yeah, you wanted him to be a space wizard. You couldn't accept that he learned from a woman. That's your problem. Uh, use Expanse as a counter-argument. That show actually is awesome and does diversity way better than Last Jedi. No, I've it not... no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I've not okay. seen it. Okay, okay, well, I, here's the thing. I love the Expanse books, and so I was like, oh, there's a show, and then I watched it, and I'm like, oh, this is horrifyingly bad. <laughs> oh, um, well, it's, it's a sci-fi show on the Sci-Fi Channel, so <laughs> if that... If you know anything about the Sci-Fi Channel, that that'll tell you I everything. The channel. <laughs> I do. You know, the old Sci-Fi logo is way better than the stupid shit we have now. Also, the Last Jedi is. feels like a B level, like someone's first entry level. Oh, into straight to, it feels like a filler uh, episode of TV. It really does. It's like nothing yeah, happens yeah. really. Well, it's more complicated than nothing happens. It's the nothing. The plot is the most boring idea ever. Space chase that gets resolved by the end, and everyone, everybody of significance is still alive. Like who, uh, on the good guys team anyway? Aqua, <laughs> Luke. Yeah, but there's those people who are like, maybe Luke's not dead because he's cast new, and it's like Leia. it's got to be Force Ghost. Leia, well, yeah, but she's gonna die in the next one. No, they're using clips, aren't they, for uh, for Leia? So, um, yeah, it's more complicated than nothing happens, but it feels, like I said, I would I would do better to actually argue why, but it's, it feels like a mid-TV series no episode. character progresses in a meaningful way. <sighs> they would argue against that. Yeah, um, the true fault for this mess lies with the prequel haters. Think about it. If it wasn't for them, Lucas wouldn't have sold Lucasfilm. Place the blame where it belongs. I... Lucas? I, I, How I, is it George Lucas's fault that they... No, he's saying it's the Wars. prequel hater's fault. Oh no, it's the fault of the people who made these shitty movies. I was gonna say, what would you? In that case, if this film was great, would you say we should thank the people who hated the prequels that we got this? Because I wouldn't. I'd yeah, just be these like, films. Remember, they had complete and total creative freedom to make a series whenever, however long, with whatever characters they wanted about anything they they wished. Yeah, yeah, and just pressured or rushed into it. Or and you know, I'm, I'm a fair man. If it was a good film, I'd want to celebrate the writers, directors, and actors. I'd be like, you guys did a good job. But if it's the reverse, 
I tend to blame the writers directors. <laughs> it's like it's more awkward, but it's negative, isn't it? Uh, yeah, writers and directors sense. have agency. It's like the people that say, well, you should blame the prequel, the people that uh, hated the prequels for where we're at now. It's like the prequels no. were bad. How is that a defense? Yeah, I mean, you know, what if what if George Lucas's versions of Star Wars were even worse than this? We don't know. We we can't know. Well, we I doubt know. it, but we don't. <laughs> well, we we talked to that guy who was like, "Oh, they were going to be midgets." And they like I said, though, it. I want to see that now, just to compare. <laughs> like how goofy it sounds sounds a lot more because you know what? Despite the goofiness, you know that all the characters will be consistent, and they'll probably have some epic scenes, you know, which would be nice. But uh. Yeah, uh, it's been fun listening. I'll watch the rest at, rest at work. Uh, good night. Good night. Uh, Have fun at work. Mm -hmm. Good night and good luck. Don't destroy any dreadnoughts. That's bad. What if Gorman's first name from Aliens is Norman? Norman Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> um, drink every time Aliens gets referenced. It's gonna come up more, I'm pretty sure. Uh, aliens are so good, though. This is. is so bad. <clears throat> Top Gun would give this guy a heart attack. Gandalf. The Witch King whoops Gandolfini uh, and the King of Rohan. <laughs> then a woman killed him and no one gave a shit. That's actually a really good point. Because that happens in Lord of the Rings. The Witch King defeats Gandalf. True. The Witch King nearly kills King Theoden. Those two are two of the biggest male power characters in the, the whole series. So, But she stabs him in the back because she's a coward. She stabs him in the face. I thought, no, she stabbed him in the back and then stabbed him in the face. Right? No, 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 because no, Pippin stabbed him in the back. Pippin, you piece that of was, shit. It was Mary. That, that was, well, Pippin Mary. was the, or, oh yeah, Mary, because Pippin was in the city. Yeah, well, Mary. yeah, with, if Mary didn't stab him in the back, then she wouldn't have been able to kill him. She got, yeah, he, he said he got an assist for that. So the male backstabbed while the woman fought gallantly no, it, with it, respect. It's like Battlefield where it's like assist counts as kill. So <laughs> technically Mary was the one that killed the Witch King of Angmar. Yeah, they, 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 scrubbled, they scrubbled for days over that. We got, if you get a chance, please take a look at Film Joy's Let's Talk About Thanos. Curious how you guys would react to that one. We've got a Thanos video that's potentially oh coming. Oh my god, but, uh... people are saying Mary Pippins in the chat now. <laughs> Mary Pippins? <laughs> Mary Pippins? <laughs> Uh, Palpatine and the Emperor did nothing wrong, obviously. And do you guys find it interesting that no one is talking about Solo, but people are still talking about The Last Jedi? It's because Solo is so forgettable. Like, yeah, it is. No, it, it's, eh, it's, it's just like meh. It's such a shit movie that it's like, no one even thinks it's good. To use, Not a, even... um, to use the culinary phrase, it is milk toast. Hmm. No, um, it's a, this fucking movie's raw! And then Battlestar Galactica, Starbuck, anyone not seen it? Alex, have you seen that? Yeah, I've watched it. What's Starbuck? She's the... Starbuck's she's... the hotshot pilot who oh. is played by K. Uh, Shackoff, or whatever. It, so, but she's female, so we, that doesn't count. She's a massive tomboy. And I, I told you before about the, that show. It has a lot of uh, female characters in uh, uh, power, well, high-powered positions. Positions of power. We're bit. saying it like there's an example. It's just like why, why are we, why are we in this position? It was always normal. Why is it gonna be? Why have they made it so unnormal that it's like, oh yeah, women oh, doing well, things. Like, well, like, was one of the first shows like, to kind of get like uh, flack for it. And that was back in like 2005. It was, it was like quite woke. <laughs> I was gonna say Buffy was uh, started in 97, so. Well, well, well. Uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm neglecting to mention the context. Uh, um, oh. The original show in the 70s. Starbucks was a bloke who was played by who was a, a hot-headed uh, 
misandrist kind of thing mm. or misogynist rather not misandrist he doesn't hate men um he doesn't hate women either but you know he's, he's like james bond or whatever and like they they well they changed him into a woman and then they added several other characters into a position of power that are women and yeah it's it's, it's a bad show for, for other reasons but you know that's like something that was like highlighted like when it first came out um well yeah anyway thank you all for the very kind donations we're gonna Carry on with the video. Hopefully get to the end of it before I do sort yeah, of like yeah, a break yeah. again. I'll do that last one. I tried to watch Rogue One and couldn't get into it. Or couldn't get into. Fair enough. It's still typically looked at as the best of Disney's films, as far as I'm aware. That high bar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but let's... Bill... Bilbo's Butter, a Star Wars story. There was a, there was a picture of... I, I meant to send it to you guys. I think if I could get it on my phone, but it was like... Um, it was three paint types. Uh, that someone was holding in a store. One of them was like sweet baby boy, sweet baby girl, and butterscotch lemon or something. And it was like, yeah, the only three choices for genders. This is like, <laughs> 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 yes, it's butterscotch lemon. <laughs> anyway, butterscotch lemon. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it was like the three categories of gender or something like that. But uh, well, it sounds like a very tasty gender, if I do say so. Yeah, myself. I would definitely give it a shot, but. Um, all right, let's hear about how this toxic masculinity destroyed the film. All right, get this man off my bridge. Poe Dameron's story is that of a cocky, headstrong, never-tell-me-the-odds style male hero who is repeatedly... Never tell me the odds? He weighed up the odds and decided that he had to save everyone's lives. Just to clarify, it wasn't a it, random decision. Like, is this a first draft of a Macintosh... Um, video where he just writes shit down and has some clips here and there and I guess it goes over most people's heads. Like, they don't even... It's like other... People are desperate to validate you know, this um, film. I think it's the Greyjoys in uh, Game of Thrones. The, the, the words of their house is, we do not sow. The words of these guys' house would be, we do not qualify. It's basically, never prove. Never provide evidence. No references. It's almost a bad thing to do that. Just Ours say stuff. Just the retarded. <laughs> Well, logic is bad. I love that she says that. It's supposed you you bet the survival on bad odds. It's like compared to death. Like I would yeah, pick bad like odds bad on that odds, every day. Bad odds over dying. Until he finally learns to listen to and trust. <laughs> you can't make that argument unless she told him there was nothing to listen to. That's so. Oh, I really wish the Ryan had written it so that he knew. Because this argument would be so much easier to have, because you could just be like, okay, yeah, he was being a bit of a dick. But uh, the argument would probably be about how they changed his character. Like, he wouldn't have done that. No sane person would have, but at least that would be something. But he never knows. All three of you dead, yeah. or...? <laughs> No, no, I would, my, my hands were, my hands were full. Let me put my thingy on there. Put your cock Women down, in positions of power. <laughs> uh -oh. As episode eight begins, well, Finn well, hold up. Let's go back a little bit. That's actually a interesting thing he said. Is a until he finally learns to listen to and trust women in positions of power. <laughs> you mean like how he did with Leia for the entire movie? Yeah. This is about him respecting w or trusting women in power. 
Well, not yeah. Superiors. It has nothing to do with the information. It, this is what Macintosh does. How do I make this a gender issue? I was gonna say he did deny Leia in the opening. Wolf, remember he did. He, he muted well, her. Yeah, but when he was like aiming his gun at the door and she came through, he was like, "Oh, hey, it's Leia. She's gonna help." And then she shoots him. <laughs> yeah, Leia's not retarded. She'll see things from my perspective. Which, by the way, oh, why I shoot him? She literally could have just been like, "Put your gun down, you idiot. We have a plan." Then again, maybe Holder was like, yes, Leia, I told him the plan, and he's defying me anyway. And then Leia's like, really? And she says that to Poe on the ship, and Poe's like, no, she didn't. And Leia's like, hmm, that's strange. <laughs> I thought she told you, but okay. We're done with Poe, on to Finn. As episode 8 begins, Finn is a man obsessed. He wants nothing more than to find his friend Rey... And then get as far away from the war as he possible. He's a man obsessed, and I was like, "Is that?" He's he's just admitted, by the way. Remember earlier, he was like Finn begins the film as being you know cowardly, selfish, and all that stuff, and he's just established. Also, he kind of cares about Ray, I guess. But it's a little bit concerned there. And driven by a lack of faith. What? Driven by a lack of faith. What? Lack of faith in what? Driven by a lack of faith, that's amazing, considering the circumstances. Remember, Finn knows that they can't escape the First Order. Finn knows oh, that if he's... by the way, remember everyone, faith is bad. Faith is not a good thing. Faith is not a virtue. I you don't want that. to have faith in things. Faith, faith is not good. Is it faith I in resistance? gotta have faith. Do you think he's saying faith in women? Is that what it's gonna be? Unless it yeah. is faith in Allah. Bad. He's convinced so that the fight against the First Order is a lost cause. He is? He is? When did he I ever on. say anything yeah, I, even remotely um, close but to... It, I wasn't aware that there was a thing. But it is, though. That's, that's the funny thing. It's like, well, it is a lost cause. Because nobody told anyone the plan. Because <laughs> I can see how it is. I don't see how that was his thing. This all comes down to the fact that nobody ever knows the plan. Like, if you at least... Oh, just tell him the plan. I, I, honestly, if Ryan had helped show me a script, I would just be like, "Yeah, rewrite with people knowing the plan. It's very easy. You just have to make Poe under suspicion for being a mole. And how do we do that? Well, have him get everyone killed in the opening. And what I'm saying is, he blocks the communications off from Leia, and then he sends them in and exits the battle himself. And so it's like, hmm, that's a bit but dodgy. Even then that's all operating under the fact that he destroyed Star Killer Base. That's the problem. That's what makes it really difficult. But uh, yeah, it's like even with that's... all that, you're like, man. It's like him it, of all people. There were arguments in the. I'm not even kidding. The first couple of days, because I was curious as to what people were thinking about it. I remember on Reddit reading someone saying that um, she did think he was a mole, and one of the biggest reasons is that most war hero, uh, most moles will typically be war heroes, or they were war heroes, and they've turned. And that he was the biggest war hero Where in Star Wars, so it makes did sense. Where they get that idea from? Well, exactly. first of all, yeah, I'm like, is that actually a thing? Are war heroes typically turned into moles, or is it, you know, some other kind of system? But uh, not to mention, it's like, I don't know. I think that's a bit too big because it's, it's just like the Star Killer base. That comes to mind is maybe Benedict Arnold, but that. he's not exactly a <laughs> typical case. Yeah, that's in chat as well. It's like, but is there is that is there more than that? Like, it's and he destroys Starkiller Base is no small thing. All right, like that's. I mean, I know that they treat it like a small thing in the films because if you guys remember, Starkiller Base in words is not even mentioned in this film. 
it By got the destroyed way, I really like yesterday. Like Arnold and Turn, great show. I really like that show. <sighs> I just, it's, it's just all yeah, wrong. But, yeah, and then someone out. He wasn't even a mole. He's just, he's just a traitor. Well, we have to consider it's like there's no mention of a mole. So even if it made sense narratively that he could be considered a mole, it's never mentioned. That's writing in between the lines. And who lets a mole run around the ship? Like if you really thought he was a mole, put him in the brig. Ugh. Yeah. Like report on the inside of this cell. Doomed. If my friend comes back to it, she's doomed too. Enter Rose Tycho. 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 <laughs> Come on. I'm pretty sure everybody's. No, I've, this is the first I've, I've ever heard, heard Tycho. I've never. I've never heard Tycho before. Enter Jonathan McIntosh's typo. I'm curious. Do they ever say Rose Tycho in the film, or is that something that everyone's just come up with? I'm pretty sure they said it in the film. Because now. I can't remember. Because um, I want to make I've a point. I want to make a point about how he's using the film for his own purposes, and that he doesn't actually he hasn't actually paid attention. He didn't actually give a shit. No, he, he clearly doesn't pay attention. Well, he he's got a video where he explains that he does massive amounts of research, and he needs the Patreon funding for that. Thunderfoot went over it. Um, so that's definitely he's saying that he massively researched this film. So I'm I'm assuming he must have <laughs> seen a video where someone said Rose Tico. People are saying uh, Tycho Bell in the chat. <laughs> Tycho <Jeez>. Bell. <laughs> well, you, you, you can tell by this picture that Rose eats a lot of Tycho Bell. Rose Tycho. <laughs> Low-ranking maintenance Rose. worker who's it's a fan Toto of Finn's to exploits from The Force Awakens. <laughs> oh, do you guys love that as well? She's a fan of Finn's exploits like he's a war hero when it literally happened like hours ago. How they know? I don't know. This is the thing, though. They're inconsistent on it because it's like, did it happen hours ago? Was it days ago? Was it a week ago? Was it minutes ago? It's like, I'm not actually sure because of the way they frame everything. Yeah, famed war hero tells me he's going on a secret mission. I'm like, okay, you are a war hero. Because it's implied, sense. right, that uh, they knew the base. It's the same base at the beginning as, as the Force Awakens one. Like, it looks exactly the same. So it's implied that the Starkiller base was destroyed, Hux made his way to the Supremacy, and they hyperspaced to the planet where the Resistance works, they knew where they were. So it's like, okay, so that's, we're looking at potentially an hour there. It's like, that could be as, as quick, like, why wouldn't it be? And I'm just sitting here thinking, like... Yeah, you use face <sighs> Twitter. <laughs> Rose Typhoid. When she realizes he's not really the committed resistance hero but he that is. she's heard stories well, about, really. well, her disappointment is palpable. She, the thing about that is that he's, <sighs> he's not necessarily the resistance hero, but he's not lying. And he's not running away from a fight because he's a coward. She's completely and totally wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, like... He's treating she, he treats it like as if she's the moral arbiter here, when it's like, well, I, I always thought she was out of line. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, how dare you? Yeah, who the, is like, no, who the no, fuck no, is this no. chick? He, 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 he doesn't use, I don't think he uses uh, verbatim those words, Cal, but uh, mm. he, he does put it on the pedestal. Rose takes on the role of Finn's guide. <laughs> 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 mentor. Did, did you see that? She, she pulled him by the scruff, therefore, mentor, uh, guide. <laughs> oh my god, Finn's how mentor and guide. guide? How is she a guide to anything? Well, you see, Finn, whenever you can save an animal or a human being, you should always choose the animal. <laughs> Rose Pasito. Yeah, and you should always search a virtue signal the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, leave the little kids behind. You, you little kids can be slaves forever, but we're gonna take all the animals, let them all out. They're gonna get a few, they're gonna get a day of vacation. 
We're gonna, we, how could he, he has to comment on that, there's no way he could leave that, that's such a prime real estate to make his position stronger, it's gonna come up. I mean, maybe she's his mentor in the sense that it's like, teaching him how not to act. She's the one who pulls back the curtain to expose the oppression festering just below the surface of the galaxy. It's, it's, it's this particular place that that's happening, it's, and it's so out of nowhere, you're just like, what even is this place, why do we care? And, and it's like, who are these people? So. It's like, are these, are these good guys? It's like, no, they're war profiteers, and look, they're using slave labor. Yeah, it's like, it oh, a, um, okay. If it, was, if it was a well-established place that's like, you know, showed up in all the films and stuff like that, then it'd be like, oh, look, this is a different view, and it's, you know, it can well, challenge like the audience, place... but it's not. It's just this shithole which no one cares about. It feels like this place was invented just to make this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is capitalism is bad. Well, but... it doesn't feel that way. It is that way, isn't it? it, it I'm pretty yeah. sure. And, it, and it, I stand by what I... What I said in my video, like, to profit from war is like this specifically awful thing, and it's like, are you telling me that they've designed and created weapons and ships and they sell it to whoever buys? And that makes them monsters. I'm like, hmm... Not sure about that, considering it's essentially what goes on these days. People make weapons or tools, you could actually refer to them down at one point. Like, these people are morally neutral, they just make something and sell it, and it's like, oh wait... That's capitalism. Yeah, the, resistant, the resistance buys it, the first order, for some reason. Yeah, that's the thing, the good guys are buying it too, so what's the difference? Yeah. So if, if the worst is that they're lawful neutral? The, at the worst, they're lawful neutral. But no, they're treated as the villains, practically. And who do you think these people are? Yeah, why can't the richest planet just have There's robots? Why, why, why do they particularly, the like, bother having children that they have to, like, feed and, like, you know, like, keep, well, you know, torture and uh, keep in line? I, again, but stand have, by what I said. Droids. It should be droids, it shouldn't be kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's just, uh, again, like, I don't know, child slave labor or whatever, you know, oh, it's, just, it's so hot right now, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. And, and again, just to reinforce what Rag said, it's like, we, they really sell this scene as like, these are the evil guys. And then we find out minutes later, oh yeah, they actually supply the good guys, by the way, too. And you're like, wait, <laughs> what? And it's uh, like, there are no such oh. things as good people, bad people. I was like, okay, I guess. I'm glad I learned, I, I'm glad Disney is here to teach me about the perils of capitalism. Thanks, that almost, Disney. I'm not even kidding, that almost feels like a scene that should have been cut. The one where he explains that there's, you know, there's, they're on both sides and that you should just abandon the, the whole point of it. I know that the whole thing was supposed to be that Finn hears him out and then decides, no, I will fight for the good people. But to me, I was just like, his point is that the people are getting judged here for doing X that's in favor of bad guys, but it's also in favor of good guys, so what is your point? And then Finn takes from that, I will fight for the resistance. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> How does that work? I'll get you this rich. Or... Unlike Leia Why would Holden... you instantly jump to that? And a lot of people have explained, by the way, it's so strange that they have this fucking blueprint of the supremacy on board. It's like, how do you have that? <laughs> Why that you... sounds like it'd be something they would hold pretty close to Look the how detailed here. it is, dude. Look, that's a room right there. It's literally got like beeps and lines on the doors and the walls. It's like, wow, that's a that's an amazing blueprint you got there. Seems like something they the wouldn't want you to have. We spent an entire movie, Rogue One, attempting to get stuff <laughs> like this. And you guys just have it. And I'm like, oh, that was, oh, that was easy. Yeah, it's like a Wikipedia so, or whatever. Rose holds no formal position of power. 
Thank but God. she does speak. <laughs> she hang on. She holds no oh, formal position of power. Wait, she wait, fucking wait, blew wait. up. I guess that doesn't count as a formal position of power. Let, let, let me get to let, let me get to it because it's gonna be cringe. <laughs> Thank God. Position though. of moral authority. I wish I could put my fist through this whole lousy, beautiful town. She articulates <laughs> the political and moral reasons why the resistance is necessary. The re they literally hours like ago, hours ago, they were in power. Yeah, and now they already have secret symbols and... I, it, it doesn't make sense! It's insane! It's like, you guys came... You guys were dominating the galaxy, then they get attacked, and now it's like, the Resistance, we need to, they need to exist to fight the regime. It's like, what regime? The First Order haven't even established their government yet. It's insane! I would understand. I, the way that I perceive it, everybody in the galaxy would just be confused. Like, what's, yeah. what's going on? Like, if, you, if say, Earth is just one planet among the millions in the galaxy, and we find out the Republic has been destroyed, all five planets that attain to it, and the First Order have taken power, we'd be like, so what does that mean? Like, okay. Does that affect our taxes? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. And it's like, you need to join the Resistance to fight them. I'd be like, why? Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, there, there's a video I'm watching now called i was watching this last night star wars the last jedi the end of a dream by bandit incorporated mm -hmm. and he was in his part one he talks a lot about like the, the like the empire and stuff and you know they they were probably very useful and the republic wasn't very useful and you know the good and the bad aspects of the empire versus the republic and stuff and how in the story it just doesn't really make any sense that people would be you know the way that they are and this point gets raised over and over and over again is like who who's in control why do people care if they're in control how does this compare to the republic it's all one big mess because there's no world building no world we building, don't yeah. know what the fuck's going on and and you, you just you think about it for five seconds just some distant imagine the huts the, the 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 huts are all in desert planet areas and they're just like oh the first order's ruling now huh okay well he was he was pointing out in um in episode four about how like stormtroopers are just walking around, keeping order, you know, trying to minimize crime to some degree. If you didn't bother them, they didn't bother you. Mm. You know, it's like you don't care. If it's... you got bigger problems than the uniforms of the police officers. It's also confusing because uh, they're saying like this is why we need the resistance, and it's for the horrible things happening in this place that's not aligned to either the first order or the resistance. It's both, technically. Just like fighting the first order doesn't actually do anything for this area because they'll just yeah. carry on. <laughs> I mean, how this area wouldn't be this way if if uh, the resistance didn't allow it because the resistance have been pa in power the whole time. But they still would have. It just would have. Their clients would have changed. That's all that would have been affected. It's... And and when you look at it, it's like a um. It, it was going back to. Oh, fuck, I think I forgot. Fucking goddammit. Oh, yeah, um, the Empire. Remember in episode four, uh, the first time we see Vader choking the dude at the table and um, Grandma Tarkin's there. They they talk <laughs> about Grandma the provincial... Tarkin. Yeah, the, the, the provincial governors of the planets. Yeah. So, arguably, planets were more free under the Empire than they were in the Republic. Yeah, I, I, I think so. At, at the very least, it's complete... It's so unclear in this film to compare that you just, like have to accept it because what else is there yeah it's like you could basically you could rule your planet however you wanted as long as you obeyed the empire 
<laughs> so is that the, the reason? Empire the reason did nothing wrong. The reason these well, guys are evil. There, the Cantobite. Reason. The Cantobite people are evil because they sold shitty bombers to the resistance. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> they fucked them up on that deal. But uh, uh, you'll love these. They're great. Yeah, it'll be great. Super yeah, durable. Um, so what happens, right, is when you break all this down, it doesn't make sense. The conclusion is, oh, they're just moralizing. They're basically just taking this scene to say, you know, slavery is really not a good thing. Animal cruelty is really not a good thing, and there are bad sides to capitalism that we need to address. It's like slavery is bad, animal cruelty is worse. And so what you what you can do, especially because of how pointless Finn's B plot is, is cut all this out, and the film just cuts to a halt, and you, it just cuts to a white room and a chair, and someone sits down and says, "Slavery is bad. Child cruelty, animal cruelty, that's bad." And then it cuts back to the film, and we're like, "Okay." <laughs> it's about as subtle. Mm. It's very confusing as well because it's so rushed. Like as I hit everything pointed out, I believe it's seven minutes, and despite that, everyone feels like this was the longest part of the film. Fucking hell! I know, it's insane. Everyone's and in doing so, she inspires like, Finn. I think it might have been thirteen minutes and seven percent of the film. I can't remember what the numbers were, but it's like wow, that was short compared to it how it felt. It felt way longer than it was. To finally identify as a rebel. You are always scum. Rebel scum. Uh, <laughs> I still think that's a mistake. He's supposed to say uh, resistance, not rebels. Because <laughs> they say resistance and rebels in the film several times because they just interchange them. Because, yeah, it's like, let's be honest, they just. They, it was the exact same thing as the OT, they just changed the names. The First Order. They may as well just say Empire because, you know, why not? And it's her role as moral compass to both Finn and to the audience that's responsible for yeah, a good portion. You, as if we needed to be told that the stuff going on here was not good. Like, come on. And this, this stuff came out of nowhere. If this was like established in The Force Awakens, and maybe it was even by people... Imagine the connection where The Force Awakens shows that the Resistance are getting supplied by these people, and then in the background they just let this go on. They're just like, oh yeah, well, we need the weapons, so... And then Rose is the character that says, we have to stop them. I know that we need them, but this is wrong. You know, that could be something. That never yeah. happens. I mean, it's still a pragmatic argument. Like, we need the weapons regardless. We just have to be honest. Yeah, and you can we have like, the, the character who says, if we stop them, then we lose the war. And then they do it even worse, probably. That could be interesting. That would be there. interesting, which is why it's not in this fucking movie. <laughs> You're not allowed interesting things. ...of the rage directed at Rose's character Rose's from the more character. toxic side of Star Wars fandom. Yeah, we're toxic because of how awful she's written. Oh my god, what is the back of this dude's helmet? <laughs> it protects his neck from shrapnel. Yeah, it's Steer Wars. That's what it is, it's Steer Wars. Look, he's even got hey. like a big lightsaber. What? They all do, apparently. <laughs> Standard issue. Many of these guys can't help but view a woman who is serving as teacher How, to a male what hero. What is she teaching him? What is, what is she, she teaching him? What is she teaching him? I think I think he's trying to argue that it's he joins the resistance because the resistance stops bad things from the universe from happening, and he needs to learn that that's what he needs to do. I think that's I it. It's so horribly executed that I'm like confused, but yeah, I guess. Maybe. Ah. Uh... 
but yeah, that's ridiculous. It's weird that he would. It's here. It's weird that he would dig so deep into that, but all of the other just oh. lines in the film that contradict him apparently just don't matter. I'm still. I'm. I'm assuming you have to go for that part of the film when you talk about you know moral lessons because it's so like how could you not? It's it's just prime. So fucking ham fisted and in your face. You may as well take the offer because you know. Th that's what it's there for. It's practically written that way. As anything other than preachy, annoying, or how is it not preachy to be like, look, this is bad. I don't understand. Yeah. Like that's like the definition. Yeah. Right. Masculating. Are you kidding me? The fact that Rose also happens to be played by an actress of color only magnifies their anger. I like that he says actress of color when showing that she's practically like just as white as anyone else you've seen. No, she's Asian. That means something to people, I guess. <sighs> actress of she color. Has, Do you know what's funny? She I get... has squinty eyes. That means that she is unique somehow. But Poe's not white, really. I want, not white. I want Morgan Freeman to be on the set when he says actress of color, and then Morgan Freeman says, I'm not an actor of color, I'm an actor. Yeah. Why, why are you taking, you know, well, why are you adding modifiers to what I am? It's very... You piece of shit. It's, it's like, why, why are they, why, why have you segregated them? That's fucked up, dude. They're just there actors, too. They're actors, and they're actors of color. And they're yeah, not just a, actors. We're not even assessing the whole fact that he's like, you know, she, they, they, they kind of hate her because she's an actress of color. It's like, I, 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 I'm okay with that, personally. I can let you know. And he'd be like, no, no, you're not. And I'm like, no. oh, okay. Let me tell well, you how you feel. Well, you know what? I'll say this. At least she's not a Jew. <laughs> then I would have had a lot of problems with it. It's like a, 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 he's going to use you one day, Wolf, as an example. He'll be like, this this wolf person who I don't even think they're a real wolf. And he'll be like, shit, <laughs> exposed. Hey, someone uh, sent me a, a, a DM on Discord. They said, uh, hey, Rags, I don't mean to bother you, but watching the current stream, I feel like you guys are missing an opportunity on talking about how Jared is ignoring all the problems that poor world building causes to the movie. Like how Rose is apparently holding back volunteers from leaving. She's not really working as a guard, keeping people from running away. She's just keeping them from trying to survive. Oh, well, we did go over like how I don't think that was sanctioned. I think it was kind of like a crazy person thing that she's doing. Yeah, we, we, we talked a little bit about it, where basically she seems she does seem vigilante-ish. And, like, no, you don't get to leave. And you yeah, get to like, die here with the rest of us. And how, like, I'm Did pretty you... sure you can leave uh, what is essentially a militia because it's volunteering yeah, in the first place. Militia, yeah. Did, Did you mean to say John, not Jared? <laughs> I was going to say you said Jared. Because I, I was expecting something else, and then it was like a serious <laughs> question, and I was like, this doesn't sound like Jared. <laughs> was John using Jared response theory? I would answer it. No, this 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 doesn't make enough sense. <laughs> the other reason for the backlash so against Rose is because she interrupts Finn's big heroic sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, she, no, <laughs> she basically dooms the resistance. She she killed she everybody. That's not going to be what he says. You know, at the says. very least, this scene did at least accurately portray female Asian drivers. Oh, <laughs> oh you're like the uh. evil one. <laughs> Film's final battle. Finn embarks on a self-destructive charge. I mean, uh, can you say that when she nailed her target? Well, yeah. She she was well, like, yeah, very accurate. Typically, you're not supposed to crash your car 
on purpose. Yeah, but her goal was to save Finn, and somehow what she did actually achieved that goal. I'm not saying that <laughs> it was logical. So she did it. She achieved her goal. She's the hero of the film, Wolf, and you just hate Asian people, which is kind of why you don't like it. That's no, true. Someone his in the chat finally said that you're in the right not place, funny. Stop but his racist. judgment is clouded by his right. eagerness to act on his newfound convictions. How is his judgment clouded? If he doesn't do this, the resistance is this, dead. That's the thing, this scene is so easy to fix. All you need is some character to say, wait, it's a Goombal Flumba cannon, which means it's immune to things going into it. And then Finn is like, or you'll be incinerated before you can get to the cannon or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, even that. It's so easy. And then Finn says, no, like, this will work. He just keeps saying this will work or something like that. His vision yeah. is clouded by the melanin in his skin. But, like, they, they go over quite heavily about how this is the right decision. Like, and then but they just don't. It's just, like, this is the most, like, indefensible thing in the film for so many people. And it's like, it's desperation to try and how do I flip this scene to make it to what I need it to be instead of what it obviously is. And yeah, and what we just brought up means that it's damaged. Uh, uh, to be able to describe this scene as Rose saves him from making a reckless decision that only would have killed himself, it's like, but that's not what we were shown. We were shown and told that he was going to do something that would save the entire resistance, and by her doing what she did, she's killing everyone, including them too. So, how can, how can I follow you on this idea of your theme? It doesn't make any sense. As the movie makes clear, Finn's suicide attack is doomed to fail. No, Why? it doesn't. No, it doesn't say that at all. We think it's working. Everyone yeah. in the theater thought that he was going to sacrifice himself and save the resistance. Yeah, see, because when I, when, I, when I watched this video earlier and he said that, I was like, oh shit, I can't remember because it was like nine months ago when I watched this film last. So I was like, what, what, how do they make it clear? Because he doesn't show it, but he keeps saying that they did it. And I was just like, He's just, he's just fucking shitting on me. He's just fucking lying. Um, what I remember, and again I'd have to watch it again, is that we it shows Poe recognizing that all of his men are getting killed, like they're just getting blown up, and then he's like, nah, this isn't gonna work. He's like, we're all gonna die before we reach the target, so fuck it, let's go back. And then Finn doesn't, and you're like, okay, Finn's gonna get blown up before you can reach the cannon then. Well, yeah, because you have those 12 laser <laughs> cannons pointing right at him but on a no, clear, open battlefield is... with He's like three meters away from the cannon when he gets stopped, and you're like, wow, he probably would have... What are they doing? And this What's is the, the thing, it's all, it's all incompetence of writing and direction for that one, because if it was like scenes that you could have edited to make that clear, then that's what you should have done, but it was not clear at all, and so the audience was confused, and I still think it's the worst piece of dialogue in the history of Star Wars when she says, you have to protect what you love, as the resistance gets exploded in the background. It's the most hilariously incompetent moment in the history of the saga. Poe tells him so. Rose tells him so. Yeah, but that's the point, isn't it? Kamikaze. Yeah, he, he knows. That's the, that's the point of the sacrifice. He's gonna die to do it. The, car the, the cannon the being charged doesn't then mean that the cannon cannot no longer be destroyed, as if like the charging means it has a shield now. Yeah, wasn't that what they were going to do anyway? Because their their ships don't have guns on them. Yeah, they all they could do apparently is just ram. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know why they left the cave. <laughs> what 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 exactly <laughs> was the plan? 
It, it was a suicide run. I, I assumed like it always was. Target practice? I assumed that they were always planning on whoever reaches the reaches the target has to drive right in down its throat. You know. Yeah, I can't remember. Were they aware of the uh, the escape out of the back of the cave or whatever at the time? I can't remember. No, they weren't. Oh, right. Cause I was, Which I was makes it like, worse because yeah, the yeah, Crystal yeah, Fox it, Boys it, hasn't hadn't run away into the cave yet or something. The decision is right. okay. We're not going to do our plan now. We're all going to die instead. Okay. If they'd okay. known about the secret exit, they could be like, "We'll go with that plan. It seems better." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It could have been like a noble, like well, you know, as incompetent the, uh, as they are, who knows what they would have decided? By the people stayed outside or whatever, like you know, they give them time to escape or whatever, you know. But nah. No, there's nothing. Yeah, it, literally, it's it's a writing thing. They go they. They have the droids, C-3PO and R2-D2, or BB-8, whoever, they figure out that there's absolutely no way of getting out of the cave. The only way through is the front door. And then once all this yeah. scene is over, those very same droids go, there could be a way out. Well, they do say that, don't they? It's like, we've checked for exits and there are none. We yeah, have, that's, like, what, that's what I'm saying. It's a writing yeah. thing. It's to generate tension for this fight because we know that this is the only way they can win. And then when this fight ends, they go, oh, actually, there is a way out. It's like, oh. Oh. Well, okay. that's, and it's it's just because he writes everything in the moment. I think Ryan Johnson's just like, ah, oh, this works for now. This works for now. This works. it's like you remember the OT, the prequels, everything else. He's like, huh? Never mind. <laughs> Pay attention to our precious Crystal Fox boys instead. That'll work. We have oh. pr we have pretty animals. Wait, don't do this. No, I won't let them win. And we see Finn's rickety airspeeder falling apart around him. Exactly, and it was actually pretty yeah. good. I was like, oh man, he's actually gonna die for this. Honestly, I would have given this movie like almost a fraction of a point just if they killed Finn. Because that would have been like cannon. an actually cool scene. Well, plus it means less Finn in the next film. Oof. I don't hate <laughs> Finn. <laughs> he's fine. I was expecting you to say like there's less minorities. Well, well personally... Oh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, hey... John does have a point. We need more white people back in Star Wars, guys. <laughs> and well, how increased do you do diversity. That? You, you, you gotta get rid of all the other ones, clearly. That's how you, you gotta get rid of the actors of color, is that what you're saying? Um, no, the others. Are, the are, you saying, are you saying this is a correlation between the amount of minorities in Star Wars and the quality of Star Wars? Wow. Like, as one goes up, the other one decreases? Is that what look, you're saying? Look, I'm just saying that the Jewish media... Decides to put all of these, all of these others. Did you notice movies. that when they started adding actors of color into the series, how many frogs that were gay started turning up? Just a question. Oh. Uh, I mean, that's correlation does mean causation sometimes. Just saying. More minorities, more plot holes. <laughs> exactly. So you could. This is the point. You could make that video, and it would be as well researched as this fucking video. Yeah, basically, that's all I had to do. I could just, just play random clips from Star Wars. Be manipulative. That's all you have to do. Just, just yeah. ignore what actually happens in the film. Sell your your agenda. You'll appeal to every person who already agreed with this before they even watched the video. Done. And the, and I'm serious. If you actually made an argument for how um, the increase of diversity adds to the plot holes, <laughs> there's people out there who would watch that and say it's true. Someone well, in the chat it is, said it that is true, though. That's the thing. It, it is true. I'm not saying they're correlated, but it is true. Someone in the chat said that the Dagobah water made Yoda gay. <laughs> Dagobah water made Yoda gay. Yoda's a gay frog. <laughs> 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 they're making our Yodas gay. 
<laughs> but Finn is so focused on striking a blow real. against the First Order that he can't see how ineffective this strategy is. How is it ineffective? It was, it's not ineffective. Stop it. <laughs> it's just lying. It's not working. Yeah, there is no indication. Understanding that his action amounts to a noble but senseless sacrifice, Rose steps it's not in. It's senseless to save if he saves everybody. I love how he just casually jumps <laughs> over the fact well, that Rose fair. managed to get ahead of the guy who was at the front and then curve around and not shot <coughs> by any of the fucking AT-80s or whatever yeah, they're like, called. Yeah, like they're just looking at this happen. They're just they're like, not even... destroy our laser, sir. That's fine. They're not even looking. They're all just like pointed forward. Well, you can't see it on the stream, but on the still that I'm looking at, they're like just looking forward. They're not even looking at Rose and Finn. They don't care. That's the thing. The windows, stuff, right? This is this is why it's a problem. That they create the scene, the the tension, because the good guys are flying against all this these bad guys that are shooting. We're like, oh my goodness, you know, they're all gonna get killed, and then they literally switch off. The AT-ATs just switch off, and you're like, oh, basically, okay, bit strange. Like I, I love that. I hope he shows the clip where they land outside of the AT-ATs, and you can just see that the AT-ATs essentially watching the scene. Like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen with these two. Like, I wonder oh, if they'll it's make like, it. Wait, wait, Frank. <laughs> I want to see what they do. In from himself. <laughs> Almost kills him in the process. <laughs> these both should have died. That's all that could have happened. Like, wouldn't it have the just been hilarious if they both just exploded right there? See, you need more than Independence Day. That's just one example of a guy who killed himself to kill the enemies. Framed as a way for men to prove their bravery. That is a way for men no. to prove bravery. It's In not the only way. Well, sacrifice, yeah. not that. This yeah, guy saves Earth. I'm going to put something controversial out there. I disagree with Macintosh. To sacrifice yourself to save your family is quite brave. I'm saying I know that's crazy, and I know that what? I need to prove it. No, I think no, that's you have brave. To no, because, um, you have, because <laughs> women. You can't do it because it's reckless. Their convictions, their love, and even their manhood. Hello, boys! What does that have to do with manhood, by the way? This face represents manhood, obviously. <laughs> but you literally could have had that be a mother who was a good pilot. I wouldn't have given a shit. And, and they even established this earlier in Independence Day because he's the crazy guy who said he got abducted by aliens he is and crazy, no one believed yeah. him. And now he's like, yeah, guess what, bitch? No one believed me, but they're, you know... And no, I, get I just want more examples because it's always down to context. Every time there's been a... Someone in chat said Boromir, and it's like, well... Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, like, what was he going to do? Run away? <laughs> It would have been really awkward, actually, but, you know, like, it, yes, it was really brave, because he died for two people that he didn't even really know, just because he, it's the yeah, right thing to do. he believed in the mission, sure. he believed in the fellowship. Who were friends with the guy that he tried to steal the ring from, like, Yeah, I love it, Roddy Quaid is the epitome of masculinity. <laughs> 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 you need to put Randy well, Quaid as the epitome of masculinity with that screenshot of the shit he was doing on YouTube or wherever it was, and then just quote after it, Jonathan McIntosh. <laughs> no, every, everyone knows Jonathan McIntosh is the epitome of masculinity. Absolutely. Oh, man, oh yeah, with that. But that little voice he's got going on there. He's packing guns, leaving. I still love that bit in Independence Day. And movies Day. tend to romanticize images of men going out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, just like they would for any woman. It's people, man. Stop making an agenda. Wait, that explosion is like the best nut job ever. Son of a bitch, did it! Yeah! 
It's like look at them celebrating masculinity. It's not like the world was just saved. Those scenes in every film where like you know the guys in like military like take their headsets off and screaming. It's the best bit. It's like yeah, everybody gets to live now. And then someone in the room is like, this is a bit toxic. It's like the best scene in like The Martian and the Martian film. Shit. Wolf oh, likes that we, film. We get to we get to live. Uh, the the human race. Right However, have you considered the uh, toxic masculinity that was displayed by Randy Quaid when he <laughs> saved the uh, the world? I'd like to clarify the invasion? the moment in which you saved the world. Could you do it less masculinishly next time? Is could you apologize like... to um uh, for, for, your, uh, for offending the aliens? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, no, Even no. when their sacrifice well, is... Well, hang on, that's not How a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could argue a... he could have lived instead of her. Yeah, he could have pulled her off the I thing, but, he chose... but one of, only one of well, them could have lived, and he chose to not overpower her, basically, which is what he could have done. Wow, that's an interesting way to look at that, uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I only call out pointless if like, you read really by like, oh, yeah, there's enough room for both of them to lie on it. We're selling this bit as like a masculinity thing? Okay, wow. Like, I just... Well, I mean, he... It's, it's, it's chivalrous, you know? Like, he... he you know, he, he's, he would rather die uh, so that she could live, you know? Just... Like, it's, it is self-sacrifice. Do you know what? Exactly. What is he arguing? That we should have seen him go all the way to the bottom and then he floats back up a little bit further away, gets onto a thing, and he's like, I'm okay, actually. He's like, oh, <laughs> that's good. Oh, phew, I, I didn't see this. Didn't I see mean, this. I like she, she floats towards him. She's like, do you see? Sacrifice is not the way. And he's like, no, yeah, I know. I understand that. <laughs> I'm struggling to understand oh, how cool. you could even think... I mean, I can't think of a less masculine movie than Titanic, it's, to be honest. I, I'm just conf This is such a strange... Two things to compare. Titanic literally uses women and children first as, a, as an actual thing. Yeah, I, like, God, God. maybe that maybe that's in with the whole sacrifice thing. I don't know. Has he got a third example? I'm expecting a third or one. Or unnecessary. 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 Yeah. I, I don't follow. Wait, how is this one unnecessary? Oh yeah. Oh, he fucking yeah, blockades man. the entire area so that they can't be chased. How is that unnecessary? He does. This notion that death and violent death in particular is redemptive. How many times are you gonna die a non-violent death exactly? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted him to peacefully have a heart attack before he exploded. Wouldn't this still be kind of violent? I don't know. Maybe I need to check the definition. Yeah, it restorative would. Restorative for men is so deeply ingrained in media that many angry fans are adamant that Finn's misguided kamikaze attack would... Yeah, but it's not misguided. You're misguided. You have no idea yeah, what happens in the scene. The film gives us every reason to believe that it would work. They give us no indication whatsoever that it would not work. The characters believe it. Everyone, I mean, what in the film tells us that this is misguided in the sense that it won't work? I, I guess see. the whole point that the movie is making. He needs to tell me why it is that it's senseless, and all he has is that one line of dialogue from Poe where he's like, it's not going to work, it's a suicide mission. And it's like, well, yeah, it would be if the AT-ATs continued to work, but they don't. This, this film is so badly written that it's really hard to make these points, and I, I understand, Macintosh, I do, but you've got to qualify your points, otherwise they're worthless. 
and telling me that you've accessed my heart figured out that I hate powerful women that teach men things and that I hate Asian people or actors of color I don't believe you because I'm me so I know me better than you do have succeeded despite the film explicitly telling us otherwise no it doesn't though no it absolutely does not no you just said it's a suicide mission which is exactly what we thought it was yeah that's what everyone thinks because it is that's what it's supposed to be that's the plan you know what a plan is? You probably don't. These fans are incensed that a woman got the big damn hero moment. How she did not moment? get the hero moment, Rose. She's not, not a hero. hero she moment. doomed the rebellion. She literally killed everybody. <laughs> Everyone in the theater hated this character because it's retarded what she did. Well, he's arguing we hate her because she's the hero, which again, aliens, ding. I guess I what? should... To aliens, it was well, this movie. I don't know. Hero, <laughs> I don't hate her because she's a hero. I hate the character because she the character is retarded. No, you hate her because she's a hero. Stop it. You're rude. No. Mean. I You're hate her man. because she's Asian. Just saying. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I hate there you go, Macintosh. You've got one out of four. That's good enough. <laughs> and she got it, in their view, by robbing a male hero of his chance at martyrdom. Jesus Christ. What in the world? <laughs> what a planet. I, I'm so glad that I don't see movies through this gendered lens. Everything's about... Everything is he, about fucking gender. I just picture, like, what we're seeing right now, he's seeing something completely different. It's like a completely different film instead of clips. He's just seeing this whole different thing. We're just like, oh, wow, can we watch that? I want to just see what that is. And it, like, makes sense. Like, everything in his film actually plays out the way he describes it. And we're just like, oh... Yeah, no, I'm sorry, but the film tells us that she's just killed the entire resistance. Of course I would never look at her as a hero for doing that. That makes no sense. And she did it she, selfishly, if, anything, if you remember. Become, yeah, she selfish, loves exactly. Finn, so she saved him instead of everyone else. That's absolutely selfish. Yeah, the game, the, the, the movie, it get, tries to get us to believe that she loves Finn. I guess, I guess she does, because, I don't know, because she does. And stuff. And Unfit is like, why did you do that? And it's like, yeah, the whole audience feels that way. Why the fuck did you yeah, do that? Yeah, I want to, yeah, like, shut up, let her answer, I want to hear. So why did you do that? Stop me. Because I'm Asian. Yeah, it's retarded. <laughs> I just, it's perfect, it's so perfect. I saved you. Boof, <laughs> the resistance is getting destroyed. I mean, it's honestly played off like a joke, and it's... <laughs> it, you know what? It, it, the only way to make it better is if she said, "I saved the resistance." And in the background, we see every resistance character getting hacked away by stormtroopers with axes. Yeah, scream, yeah. yeah, just blood you know everywhere. She's like, "I saved them." <laughs> like, oh my god! We saved Bikini Bottom. She's like, she's the villain of the film. She was, she's just looks at the camera and smiles at the end. You know what? I no, never oh, noticed. Oh my oh no. god! No, dude, we're doing Luke now. He's gonna do Luke now. No, oh, no, 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 no. Go back to the X-wing real quick. Because you know what I haven't noticed about that Ants shot at is martyrdom. he just landed in the water. <laughs> hey, you don't know that they might have been land there once upon a time and global warming fucked it. <laughs> he just landed in the fucking water. He might have moved it there How with the force. Come on, everyone does that. Why would you move it? into the water you know what you know what i'm gonna be cynical for a second his his ship ended up in the swamp in the originals because of the fact okay, that okay well swamp yeah, is a little bit no, different okay, than the that's, ocean I'm, that's what i'm saying ryan johnson was like submerged let's put it under the water because it was like that in the originals it's like and look uh, there's not even a way to climb up from that cliff yeah but he can use the force to fly leia can 
Uh, that's true. He probably used that really big fishing stick. In fairness, the, they always had big jumping abilities, didn't they? The, the Jedi. There you go. Let's go look at this fine. massive sharpened wooden stick in the single piece on this island with no trees. All right. When Rey finally meets her hero, the legendary <laughs> Jedi Knight hero. isn't at all what her hero. He does. She doesn't even know he existed. <laughs> she was like, yesterday. I I just love the fact that he said when Rey Rey finally meets her hero, it's just focused on the on the alien, not on Luke. <laughs> so it's like, oh, so that's what she wanted. That was a hero. <laughs> she expected. Luke Skywalker has become a cynical old hermit. Yes. That's true. That's one word. A man so consumed by fear and guilt that he's turned his back on the resistance. Uh, I'm not sure he's, I'd say consumed by fear and guilt. Like I said, his main reason is that the Jedi aren't good. That's that's the main thesis of his position in the film. He's like, Jedi are bad, just as bad as the Sith, and it makes no sense. Wouldn't Someone say it's pointed out, out in the chat that yesterday Han Solo was her hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She flits between well, heroes. Rose Tico will be a hero in the episode 9. It's like, uh, well... Oh yeah, she just flips, switches which hero it is depending on who dies. Like so I said, she was not aware that Luke actually existed hours ago. Oh, oh no, wait, next movie it's going to be Lando. Yeah. One, and once you go Lando, you force. never go back Oh. Needless to say. I like that Luke um, closed himself off from the Force, and you'll find in many interviews, Mark Hamill, that's the part that he, he never gets. He's always like, why would I prevent myself from being able to communicate with Leia? I don't get it. And it's like, I know, man, I know. It's okay. It's just we just have to accept it. It's what happened now. That's hey, this comes happened. as a tremendous shock, both to Ray and to the audience. Yeah, that's true. Go away. <laughs> like Ray, many Star Wars fans were expecting Luke to appear as a triumphant badass, the one they remember or rather misremember from the original trilogy. Misremember. <laughs> misremember. Mm. misremember. Here we go. What fucking movies are you watching? The thing is, Luke was never really depicted as a great Jedi warrior. Uh, he beat Darth Vader. <laughs> he literally beat Darth Vader. Can you reach my lightsaber? Yeah. Yeah, he was not a great warrior because he asked Han Solo to reach for his lightsaber. There you go. Proof. That did he actually think that proves that? I guess. Wow. I would have used uh, him getting shot in the hand when he was fighting on the barge just to be like he wasn't a great warrior, he got hit. Or losing his hand on Cloud City. Yeah, but he got a reference episode 6 of and you can't go with 5 because that's not the end of the story. But again, it's yes. all manipulative, it's completely manipulative, that's the point. Because imagine he said he wasn't a great Jedi warrior and then he showed the clip of him beating Vader. He'd be like, alright, yeah, I better not show that one. When Luke says this... You think what? I'm gonna walk out with a laser sword and face down the whole last order. You know, I really hate the fact <laughs> that he even called it a laser sword. No, everyone because... hates that, but not to mention, dude, just like, help us beat them. Do you think I'm gonna go and fight them all 1v100? It's like, no. no. Help us. And then he ends up fighting like the 1v100. <laughs> you know, with Kylo and stuff, you know, Snoke, all that. Yeah, and again, as people point out, it's like, that's what he actually does in the end of the film. So if the film was trying to tell us that that's ridiculous and then actually has it happen, it's like, Okay. Thanks, okay. I guess. His right. words are a reaction to Ray's assumptions. But those lines can also- Ray's assumption was that he'd help, not that he would defeat the entire First Order. Fucking hell. be read as a response to fan expectations. <laughs> Someone in the chat said, I'm a laser wizard. As I mentioned wizard. earlier- Oh no, not, not more wizard examples. <laughs> oh god. It's assumed that Hollywood Stop heroes, Lord of the Rings especially men, will grow exponentially more- You don't know Gandalf's gender. 
That's offensive. Yeah. I, I mean, Ga okay, Gandalf is like literally pretty much an angel yeah. in the actual lore, so it's like... Um, yeah, he's not just a guy. He's not even just like a wizard in the sense like he's an old guy that can use magic. I mean, he's like literally like a completely different being in himself. Yeah, he doesn't even remember his, his past exploits clearly. He's like, wait, oh yeah, that was that was Gandalf the Grey. I'm he literally transcends White. into a higher being from that point. Space wizard. <laughs> Space wizard. <laughs> Space wizard Powerful of the West. Over time. The expectation is that once a man has conquered his demons, those demons will stay conquered forever. I disagree, but that's still... You can't just tell us that everything that no, came back to him happened off-screen. Yeah, that's yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's all because it's all because of how it was handled, not because that's what happened. Yeah, literally, or that's how it, the conclusion. Luke could have actually been, you know, a literal like I, I was gonna. I want to say he could be a completely different character, but that is what we got. So um, he could be a completely different character as long as we saw the progression. Because the fact you have is, to earn that. Luke in Episode Six and Luke in Episode Four are very fucking different. But we saw that journey. Yeah, that's the that's the key that everyone seems to just ignore. We missed an entire trilogy. Never. But even though Luke rejected the dark side back in return- like Imagine a trilogy where Luke fights and does everything right, but eventually everything just fucking screws up and he gives up. It's like, you could, you know, that alone, it's like, you can write that. That would be fucking good if you write it well. Um, what, what, what made me laugh is, um, back when, like, uh, if it's gone down to Star Wars was coming back, uh, Mark Hamill's all about how he, like, lost, like, something like 60-80-odd pounds, like, to get back into, like, some decent shape. And, and like I didn't expect him to be like doing like all the jumps and flips and all that shit, what you know. But at the same time, I didn't expect him just to be like stood planted on an island and just sulk all the fucking time. And that was it, you know. Yeah, it's it's odd. And and he does complain about that himself, right? He's like, "You didn't need me to lose all that weight if I was just gonna stand still." <laughs> Someone yeah. actually made the made the picture on um, Twitter: "The Epitome of Masculinity" by John McIntosh. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anyone you need to trust about the epitome of masculinity, it's John McIntosh. The person the Jedi. who said he would not mourn for Osama bin Laden's death. His struggle to resist the temptation of absolute power isn't- Whoa! What? The struggle to resist absolute power? I- I don't think that's what even the film was saying. I think the film was I, yeah, saying that I'm he's concerned. I'm gonna have to hear that again because that's that's mm. Luke rejected the dark side back in Return of the Jedi. I'll never tempt to the dark side. His struggle to resist the temptation of absolute power isn't over. That's not what happens. He's concerned that Kylo's yeah. gonna kill his family. That's what actually happens. Yeah, it's not about his personal power at all. I no, don't even yeah. think it's hinted at. That is I don't a complete, can... complete misread. That's not what that's happens. Insane. I have no idea where he's drawing that from. I will not turn to the dark side or... or I, I, Themes. I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> think is... of some line or some scene that that has him portrayed in that way, but... And even when he's talking to Rey, he never brings up the point of, I'm getting too powerful. It's, all, it's never about me, it's about the Jedi. Yeah. That's... The, the Jedi are bad. It's just not it's what not happens. Like, I can't be too 
PowerPoint. It's the problem with these videos. That's not what happened. You didn't watch the film properly. <laughs> you, you, and even you, then, he says the Jedi aren't powerful enough. They weren't powerful enough to stop the Sith. It's not that they were too powerful. By the way, that's the only time you're ever going to catch me saying you watched a film wrong is when you literally recant a film that never happened. That's, that's when I'll say you probably watched it wrong. It's like, I enjoyed in The Last Jedi when Winnie the Pooh teamed up with Donkey and Shrek to defeat the evil Emperor who came back for some reason. I thought he was dead in Episode 6, but he's just back. And you're like, Donkey fucked him up. Um, I don't think, I don't think that happened, but I understand. That's a fair, fair assessment. This moment of pure instinct. I thought I could stop it. Yeah, and he thought he could stop, because this is the thing, I'm actually defending Ryan Johnson's script here. I'm like, no, he was trying to explain that Luke was concerned that Kylo was going to cause the kind of damage that Vader would, or did, and that he could stop it here and now. I still don't think it's uh, enough to get Luke to do yeah. what he did. In this but scene that's what happened. Is showing, it isn't, it isn't a scene that has a power-hungry Luke who's drunk on his abilities. Like, that's not the Luke that they portray. Luke isn't trying to be super, super powerful. Like, even the scene that McIntosh is showing here doesn't, doesn't uh, add to that. Like it the, shows a... I think even Luke Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson would say that Luke in no way uh, has is power hungry. That's the point. That's one of the cores of his character. He's he's not about gaining power to have power over other people. That's nothing to do with Luke. What movie is this guy watching? And he's still scared of the darkness hiding inside himself. Yeah, that's that's you, buddy. Just <laughs> as he was as a young man back on Dagobah. That's not the same thing. At all. Oh boy. Oh you boy. just said the two and three are the same number. Favorite. But he yeah, showed a clip, totally guys. He showed a clip. Oh. Although this older version of Luke Skywalker is consistent with his characterization from the original no, it's trilogy, not. it's literally no, it's the not. opposite. How could Holy it possibly be considered shit. consistent at all? Oh my god, how could you? If, most is people. This the best argument that you can come up with? Most people that even like this film will admit, of course, he's completely 180 on his character, but. It's explained. That's usually the yeah, caveat. Yeah, they're not going to deny that he's in character. They're going to deny the reasons are bad. Yeah, they, everybody agrees Luke is not Luke. Like, he's a completely different character, but it's, it, it makes sense when but you have the okay flashbacks. But it's okay because... Yeah. Nobody thinks this guy is the same as the guy from Episode 6, because he's literally not the same at all. <laughs> I don't... Oh, this is bizarre. Angry fans still believe that the last Jedi... You see, it's a angry fans. It's all they're angry. They're yeah. upset. It's their feelings. There's no reason for it. They're just, it's just angry. It's nice because it, it just makes you know like what what, what could you, you could argue a synonym of angry almost is like unreasonable, right? It's like he's trying to imply that it's like they they're not they're not thinking. They're just angry. Yeah. Watch a video of me not doing any thinking. Ugh. Jedi represents a downgrading of his power and his status. Uh, clearly, really, clearly not. Really wanted. <laughs> He's still incredibly powerful, as this film shows, apparently. Remember Kylo is like, if you project yourself across the whole world, it'll kill you. And then Luke does it and then dies, and we're like, oh. 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 <laughs> oh, is that I was really hoping for one of those porgs to, like, get itself killed. He tries to swallow the lightsaber and it activates. He just goes... <laughs> While the other one's tapping the buttons on <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see you. The fan fury is exacerbated by the fact that it's a young, untrained female Jedi. No, it's just the no, fact that she's young and untrained. It doesn't have anything to do with it being female. What is I wrong with you? Shit if she's a woman. Why do you but keep making it about, about gender, gender, you sexist? 
like how like you know it's not my fault that she's you know a terrible actress can't shut her mouth and has the worst character you could ever be applied to film <sighs> but it's like hey you don't even need to make so, a male not, version because ray could be a, a guy's name i mean honestly stop comparing it to women because the woman part isn't the issue it's the fact that she's completely like five days ago less than five days before this scene she had no idea that the force was real had no idea luke skywalker was real doesn't make any sense that she's as proficient with the force as she is it has nothing no to do training. with her being female don't yeah no i training, can't no say enough how much it doesn't have anything to do with her being female it just doesn't i mean honestly alien is like one of my favorite movies ever and the main character is female ding stop <laughs> And think my favorite movie of all time is an all Asian cast. There are no white people. That's in a it. lie. All right, they could identify as white. That's also it has to be a lie because what he's just. This is the other thing, right? You know, everyone gets really riled up at our channels for being objective. They're like, they think that what they're saying is definitive. It's like, how could you not interpret what this guy is saying is definitively fact? He's literally like laying this out as if it's just true. It's not. It bugs me that all he has to do is right at the end go. It's my opinion. Like, and oh, all the channels that I've watched, from geeks and gamers to world-class bullshitters and everybody in between, never have I ever heard, oh, she's a woman, and that's the that's some sort of argument against the character. I've never, ever heard this in my life. Aliens, if every anything, time, they, aliens. If anything, they always uh, preface it that it's not a problem with the women, it's the problem with the character herself. Yeah, because fucking idiots like Macintosh make these videos and they're like, oh yeah, it's because they're sexist. I love how they have to I pretend mean, as well that Leia just doesn't exist in the OT. They're just like, no, it was Han and Luke and some other guy called Lee, I think. Like, seriously, in almost every single serious video I've ever made, I think I almost always referenced Alien and Aliens. Like, even to the point where even the last video I made, I was like, I know I always use this as an excuse, but... Ripley's awesome. So good. You just yeah. have to wait for the video essay from Macintosh where he's like, people only like aliens because she's essentially a guy in that film. What? It, it'll happen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she's she's literally not. It doesn't matter. He literally made up a scene. Bye. Oh, did he? Oh, he's got to go. Huh? Goodbye, oh, Alex. Right. He has, Goodbye. Uh, he, he, he probably got weird quite early because he has to travel a lot, so... And yeah, he probably we didn't, didn't expect him. us to spend two hours and 20 minutes not even finishing this video, but there we are. Has um, it really been two and a half hours already? Yes. Seriously? Yes. No way. Yes. <laughs> no way. Yes, it has. I did start at like 4.40, right? So, the challenges this no, it's been about an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, no, no. It's, I've got a counter. What? My stream is two we hours and 24. We started at 4.40. We we've chat, been on this. Chat, tell us, tell us how long we've been sitting here talking about this shitty Macintosh. It's video. been two hours, I would say. Okay, no, because we started at four forty. It is now six o'clock. Twenty minutes will take you to five. Another hour will take you to six. So it's been an hour and twenty I, minutes. I don't care for your logic because I have a stream counter that has a little seconds. The stream counters wrong. Two hours. People, <laughs> chat is saying two hours. Two, two hours. It's two hours. And we've it's gone my... through 16 minutes of Macintosh. Yeah. That's because like so much of it is wrong. fucking wrong. So long it takes to break down it's like <laughs> how wrong it is. But this oh, is no, thing. wait, we started at 340. Ah, there you go. <laughs> was, there you go. Oh, on his failures. So second, just a second, Wolf. Let me, let me no. find it. If, if you're in chat and you're a woman, please correct Wolf. There you go. Uh oh. Only does this. Correct me.
young woman reprimand the great Luke Skywalker. That's not what happens. Sent me here with hope. If she was wrong, she Hashtag wolf is wrong. Type that in the chat. Mm -hmm. We all do. She directly confronts him and inspires him. Or is that Yoda? Oh yeah, Yoda. Yoda's more the character that actually does it than Rey. You're definitely right yeah. on that. You need to speak to I Ryan don't... Johnson, Macintosh, because you misrepresent this film. Yeah, could you not? Could you not make the shitty movie shittier? It's like it's shitty. It, it, it's a terrible film enough to where it could stand on its own awfulness, on its own merits. You don't have to make stuff up about it to make it worse, Jonathan. Tell it like it is. It's terrible. Later on, Yoda offers guidance too. Okay, Yoda uh, literally. Yeah, that's kind of a big scene. Luke's angle is, I'm gonna explode the Jedi text, die, and everything will be over. And then Yoda's like, I'll explode them for you, but go, go fight, go fight, go on, go teach Ray that being a failure is okay. And that's there you go. <laughs> Hashtag Wolf but it's can never Rey be called who opens the again. door for Luke to overcome his paralyzing self-doubt. Yeah, what you just showed was a clip of him finally reconnecting with Leia, not realizing his self-doubt. Just clarifying for you, because obviously you didn't see the film. I'm just helping you out. Now, reach out. So instead of seeing the old Jedi Master teaching Rey how to wield the awesome power of the Force, I feel audiences are treated to scenes in which Rey reminds Luke what it means to be a Jedi. Yeah, because he arbitrarily forgot, apparently. It was just like... Yes. He was just like, yeah, Jedi, no, no better than the Sith. And it's just like, what? I like Don't it how I... this is the second time where some somebody shows up with, with with no reason to either exist or have knowledge of something, telling somebody who should know better, who has... I, I don't know, I, this parallel that he's drawn between... Luke Luke should know more than anybody else, but Rey, who has no knowledge about the Force or the Jedi or anything, who just days ago thought they were they weren't even real, they were a myth. And to clarify, she just shows up. If Rey was a guy and Luke was a girl, this scene would be just as bad. Just just in case Macintosh doesn't quite get that. Galaxy may need a legend. Of course, Rey isn't a more powerful Jedi than Luke. And she ends up being wrong about her ability to fix Kylo Ren. I, is that... You're going to make a point about that more than just saying that? Because it just... Again, it's the whole she's just too nice is her... Uh, her yeah, she, she's, she believes too and, much in goodness. And she's not wrong. Like she's Kylo's suggestion is that we get rid of both teams, if you remember. And her saying no makes him go evil again. Which is just another problem for his character arc that makes no sense. But... She wasn't wrong, she just didn't get what she wanted. I mean, think of how interesting it could have been, because Kylo wants to get rid of them both. Luke, at one point, is like, yeah, let's get rid of them both. And I'm like, okay, that could have been interesting if they did something with that, but I guess... Yeah, like, Luke and Kylo actually, like, shake hands on this idea, and Ray's like, no, the resistance to the good guys. And then Luke and Kylo are like, I'm sorry, Ray, it has to be done. We need to stop this war from continuing, or something like that. Like, ooh, you know, ooh. Yeah, they take this pragmatic sort of um, approach to it that's less idealistic. It's like, yeah, Ray, maybe, but the reality is that this has to stop. Like, look what, look what I spent so much of my life doing, and look where things are now. But she does possess something that he's lost. Hope. Ray still has hope. Yeah, I knew it was going to be hope. It's always hope. Hope. Because it's just so nebulous, it's like, 
hope. It's so hope. beautiful. Everyone have hope. She still has conviction, and she still has clarity of purpose. Uh, clarity of purpose. I'm pretty sure he's clear on his purpose. He wants to die. He says that to us very clearly. Yeah. The idea that a young woman like Ray. That's, that's a, a deleted, deleted scene. scene. Yeah, yeah another deleted scene. He likes using his deleted scenes, doesn't he? Yeah, it would like have something Brian didn't think that was good to teach an older mythic male hero like Luke Skywalker is erroneously viewed by some male fans as emasculating. Um, well, no, it's because she doesn't earn the fucking uh, winning against Luke. Just to clarify in the definition, so emasculating is just depriving a man of his role or identity. Like, I wonder um, if if Ray's literally like usurping him. And that doesn't count. I just would like him to give me an example of an emasculation. Just give me an example. Just so I know what he considers it to be. Because obviously, he's got a slightly different interpretation. Yes. It's worth pointing out that angry fan defensiveness isn't necessarily... You see, it's just angry fan defensiveness. That's yeah, all there's, it is. There's no reasonable people. They're yeah. all just angry. There's no reason for any of this. There's no way to explain it all. There's no way to formulate an argument for it. It's just angry men. Angry white men. As he said, two minute mark. Just angry white men, but that's that's his shtick. It's identity politics, and I don't have any actual arguments. I mean, yeah, let me I make would, shit up and just call people things. I'd be surprised if he didn't throw that in, especially like he's he came from Feminist Frequencies channel. Like, how could he not throw that in? He was like the writer. Like all that shit she says is basically him. Mm. Just a reaction to women existing in popular science fiction. Existing. Women existing in popular. Are you kidding me? This is this whole. This is what people on the internet do. Like you, if you don't agree with me or some facet about me that if there's some part about me you don't like, that means you don't want me to exist. Like you're denying me my existence. He could at least have said they don't like women in power roles, and I could be like, ugh. But he said existing now. Just that they're like, mere existing. Out that angry fan defensiveness isn't necessarily just a reaction to women existing in popular science fiction stories. Aliens! I, I would love to get an example of this. Aliens! <laughs> That's a popular science fiction story, you dumbass! I have so no way, like, idea. one of the most influential sci-fi horror movies ever. <sighs> one of the and most if influential horror movies ever. Absolutely. And I don't understand where he gets... I, I mean, oh, yeah, I, I don't even as well, know if he believes course. it. I guess he believes bullshit. Yeah, it's Terminator. I mean, that's Sarah He's Connor. making yeah. shit up. Because we could have mentioned more examples, but the reason we only went with aliens because it's just like I knew that aliens was just going to counter every single point in this video. Because thank you, James Cameron, for creating that film. Because with Alien, she's only the protagonist in like the last third of the film. Up till then, it's like between her and Dallas, and it's like, hmm, who is the main character? But like in Aliens, she's absolutely the protagonist, and she fucking grows like crazy in that film. So, like, it's it's such a great just fuck you to people like this. <laughs> that, that film exists to prove them wrong. Included alongside male heroes in a way that doesn't overshadow, upstage, or interfere with traditional expressions. I was to be saying that Jurassic World is bad in that department because the woman doesn't upstage the man. I mean, the Jurassic World is horrendous, but... Does it? Not for that reason. I, I just want to ask Macintosh. It's like, oh, so she should have upstaged the the hunter that is perfectly experienced with wrangling dinosaurs in the job of trying to find a dinosaur when she's just a park owner. 
Is that what you were looking for? Does, that's a male versus female thing. That's not actually it just a skills. expectations. Yes, of course. Expressions of masculinity. Let's get one thing straight. I'm in charge out here. You do everything I say exactly as I say it. And that line is because he's trying to keep her alive, not because yeah. he hates her because she's a woman. <laughs> just yeah, to it's clarify. like if, I, if I'm going hiking and I've never gone hiking before and an expert trail guide, uh, search and rescue qualified Navy SEAL is with me and he's like do what i say i'm like yeah you bet you don't have you don't yeah, even if, have to tell me if you were a woman yeah. in that scenario you would be offended that's oh, what that's yeah, what macintosh is arguing so he's trying to mansplain her mm. just relax then we don't see these same kind of extended temper tantrums from male fans especially if the what? female characters in question there's a female character right there was, uh, she's right he know he loading, must know that reloading the glock you idiot he I don't... must account for that it must be a part of his point there's no way you can miss black widow's existence and conventionally attractive oh wait 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh, don't well, tell I'm gonna, he I'm gonna need to re reset a bit he can't possibly say the words conventionally attractive that's offensive isn't it <laughs> yeah because you can't call ugly chicks ugly I don't see these same kind of extended temper tantrums from male fans especially if the female characters in question are cast as young white and conventionally attractive oh wow oh we don't care because they're hot and white oh gosh dude oh, how do but, how do people not like just choke on watching these videos like but it's it, first it's the temper tantrums also like, he just, just said the rose isn't attractive conventionally he just said by saying because that she's asian and i guess i guess in some universe white people white men don't find asian women attractive like the people Is who watch these now? videos how are these not incredibly offensive because, like, you know, like I said, I can get over it because it's just, it's fucking, we get this shit every day it's, from other content retarded. creators. But, like, listening to this, I'd just be like, oh, what a fucking idiot. Yeah, the normal people, like, the normal people who watch this video, you're like, he's talking about you. He's saying you have no problem with Black Widow in Marvel because she's conventionally attractive and white. If she was Asian, you would hate her. Which you guys is remember weird because right before this, they show a hot white chick. You guys but remember in, in Rogue One, the two Asian characters in, in the team in Rogue One? You know, Rogue One was loved by the majority of Star Wars people when it came out. Same for Force Awakens, I'm not denying that. Um, there, was the, there was two the Asian, Asian people in their, and... in their team. There was, I'm pretty sure there was a bunch of um, actors of color, as I'm supposed to refer to them. Yeah, um, the Asian guys, he was, what was he? Was he like Samoan or something? Not sure, but the, the, what all I'm trying to say is that they exist existed in that film, and nobody yeah, had a problem no one, with that. No one cared. No one had a problem. No one had a problem with Lando. No one had a problem with um, what's his face in Terminator Two, the the CEO guy. I mean, it's just also where the idea he's just pulling the shit out of his ass. The idea that has, like there's nothing to say about Black Widow's character writing versus Rose Tico's. There's just nothing to say. They're both the same. It's more about who they were cast as. It's about Donnie their race. Yen. It's about their race and their gender. That's the important part. That's the part we need to focus on, people. It's it's so backwards. These it's videos an, never make an any sense to me. It's an insult to Civil War, for starters. It's an insult to Black Widow as a character. She's not actually one-dimensional or anything. She's got a bunch I of mean, stuff going like on. I mean, it's like an insult to every good female character. So he won't, he won't like consider you if you're white. It's really fucked up. Like, he's really upset she's white and hot. The Last Jedi isn't well, satisfied with simply Anita including was white women. And she wasn't particularly it hot. goes much further and puts female characters in positions of institutional power. Institutional we were fine power. with that. Leia was out overpowering Luke and Han in the originals. She outranked them. 
she was a princess slash general. And that's okay. That was fine. <laughs> we don't have a problem with that. It's okay. Aliens. <laughs> she is a monarchal ruler. Uh... Or moral authority over male heroes. The movie then has those women leverage that power to challenge and ultimately force change in men's behavior. No, that was Yoda. Yeah, that was Yoda, sorry. That was, that was actually that Yoda. is almost unheard of in a major blockbuster. Yeah, aliens. Ding, aliens. ding, ding. Aliens, aliens, aliens. Uh, <laughs> aliens 30 years ago. Aliens did it well. It you just need to ago, see more actually. films, Macintosh. You apparently have only seen The Last Jedi and maybe one other film. I don't know. Tron and the Titanic. They're the oh, three yeah, films you've seen. Pointing out, someone's pointing out apparently Ray's not white and attractive. Ooh, yeah. So I, I don't understand... Why Black Widow is in Ray aren't, and and then before that, before he even points out the Black Widow thing, it's that chick from Jurassic World. Like she's white and attractive. He's just described nagging. You can't say that. Aliens on the OT. Yeah, just aliens, aliens, aliens. This he needs to see aliens. Buster. Yeah. Film. What about Mad Max? Charlize Theron's super hot. <laughs> that doesn't count. Anything that goes against the narrative doesn't count. In the end, our three male heroes face up to their mistakes and overcome their failures. Poe learns from Leia and Holdo to put aside his desire for heroic short-term gains. Let's go. <laughs> no, wait, wait. And instead consider the <laughs> but bigger But that's what picture. he did the first time at the beginning of the movie. That's why it, they got to this point in the film, because he did that. Not to mention, by the way, if you'd cut out the entire film and told us the scenario is you're inside this building, the entire First Order outside, and Luke is going to go face them, and then you played the scene, I could have believed it, because I'd just be like, yeah, Poe didn't... It's not out of character for Poe to decide we should escape instead of fight them when there's 20 of us. Yeah, live That's to fight another day. That is doesn't... a completely normal thing to say and do. Yeah. That doesn't break it's only through Rose's moral insights that Finn comes to believe in something bigger than himself. He already believed in something bigger than himself when he tried to kill himself for the resistance, you idiot. You've already admitted that. And even at the beginning of the film, when he goes to try and save Rey, that's bigger than himself. That's somebody else. <sighs> that's a selfless act. Let's hear him he's, fuck he's, up Luke's then as well. It's in inspiring Luke to be the best version of himself again. No, that's Yoda. That's Yoda. <laughs> no, no, you, you, Mac, you, Mac, you, you watched the wrong film. We see it through his this eyes, and when Yoda, Jedi. when Yoda is like, the best teacher failure is, he just sees Ray. It's just Ray the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know why Ray's Wait. talking funny, but why is oh, okay. Ray Green? This weird. She's really Ray, small. why did you get so short? <laughs> the catchphrase of this episode is, "Yoda did that." <laughs> because the thing is, too, that Ray summoning lightning from the sky wouldn't really be out of character for her power level. No, she could do that. Yeah. And ultimately, to do the exact thing he mocked her for earlier in the film, Luke does indeed end up uh... walking out with a laser sword and facing down the whole First Order. And it's not all of them. There's probably some left in the ship that they came from, assuming that's a thing. God, you gotta get Plus these things are... right, Macintosh. That's <sighs> terrible. Despite what the Yoda reactionary conspiracy theorists claim... This... Despite what the reactionary conspiracy theorists claim... That's a line, See? isn't it? Just label them. Label, label them and away. dismiss. Label and dismiss. Label and dismiss. This is not an agenda of masculine inferiority. You've just described masculine inferiority throughout this whole fucking video. 
<laughs> Apart from Yoda, I, of course, because Yoda did it. Yeah, that's what we brought up earlier. Is that this? This is a conspiracy, but I'm gonna make a whole video on why it's true. And he explains that it's a male fantasy to be obsessed with sacrificing yourself for the greater good, and you get taught that that's toxic or or not the right way. And then he says, "This is not about deconstructing, you know, male fantasy shit." It's just like, didn't I thought that was your point? Where it's like they want to remove everything that makes anything good. <laughs> Kill it like all. Anything is just ugh, Jesus. What a terrible fucking video. Women in The Last Jedi hold their male counterparts accountable what a useless block not out of, of animosity. I know, it's such a strange, it's such an art thing. They're like, how cool does that look? That looks sci-fi. And it's like, why, why is, okay. Why is she covered up like that? But because they genuinely care about No, they don't. She no. got a lot of people killed. <laughs> no, killed, Holdo man. got an insane amount of people killed for no reason. And no, at best, it's for no reason. At worst, it's because she was doing all the things that she accused Poe of doing. I like it. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, that should have been cut because it just—it makes everything even more confusing. <laughs> oh gosh, this justifies the deaths of all these people because I like Poe. Okay, though the people who died probably don't feel that way. General, male heroes are not being diminished or General erased whore. in this movie. In fact, a lot of time and effort is devoted to giving men transformative arcs. <laughs> what? What? Well, we've already gone through exactly why that's just not true on all yeah, three counts. Not, so. Yeah, we, we... The Last Jedi is a story about men learning to trust women's ideas and <laughs> No! My god! This is an actual dude, scene in the dude, film. Trusting women's ideas. What a, What is Holdo's idea? Literally nothing. Your idea is just don't tell them anything and then they will learn. Like, remember how Yoda struggled to move one of these boulders and she's just like oh yeah i'm just gonna move the fucking mountainside i always love i hope he shows it her expression when she's doing it she looks so like oh, this is annoying decisions and then becoming better people I'll and better it. heroes <laughs> because of it so she's just like come on and Let's while that might be an unexpected message for a star wars story it's a vital oh, lesson that men need man that is a lot of boulders wow. is matt aware that of is this? an insane amount of power yeah, we need to contact Mundane Matt and get him on this. <laughs> this, is, this is some top boulder quality shit here. I think he'd like this film. She might not even if make we it are achieve. so easy. That was the clue, by the way, that he was going to turn on the Star Wars fandom. That was about right there. Because remember, Mundane Matt shot on this film, but then he was like defending it when... Uh, or he's defending against the anger in the, uh, the Star Wars community once they'd announced yeah. that Luke was coming back or something. It was Again, like... there are, there's somehow 2,300 people are watching this catastrophe. If any of you have that 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 mundane Matt video, send it to one <laughs> of us. Please send it to one of us. Email it to us, or or send it to us on our discords or something. Just come on, please. I want it so much. And, I want and it, Matt. Matt, if you're watching this video and you're look and you're looking at this part right now, keep it in the pants, buddy. Oh, Why also, that... Matt, fuck you, you piece of also, shit. Fuck <laughs> Gender also, equality. fuck you. Also, stop buying Wait, subscribers. Did he just say gender equality? Oh man, he's getting shit And while that might be an unexpected wow. message for a Star Wars story, he is mad. It's a vital lesson that men need to learn if we are to achieve gender equality. A lesson See, men need to learn to achieve quality. gender equality. Is that okay? Let's be honest, Macintosh. It would be bad for you if we achieved gender equality because there'd be nothing for you to fucking talk about anymore. He'd find some way. 
Well, there's nothing to talk about here. He just makes no, it No, I'm, I'm pretty much implying if it was like that from his perspective, his career would be over. So, of course, he doesn't want that. Yeah. But his career is basically making shit up, so. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Yeah. These video essays take a ridiculous... Dude, I love how soft he's being. Videos, Thanks video for essays. watching. Look at the way he's doing it. Was his voice always this retarded sounding? Well, I mean, I'm being honest here. It reminds me of Just Right, the way that Just Right speaks. It's uh, it's the soft essay voice. This is seriously a thing. Loads of essayists do it. It's basically it's the difference between it's the difference between me talking like this, and the difference between me talking like this. That's the essay voice. The thing is, this whole video was terrible. It was full of things that were just completely wrong. And he contradicts himself multiple times. It, was awful. it doesn't make any sense. It was awful. This was a terrible video. Was it worse? No merit whatsoever. Was it worse than the plot holes one? Oh, that's tough. That is um, tough. I'd say the plot holes one, because that wasn't. Ooh, yeah, because the plot holes one is um, general assessment of film, so it's much, much more damage if you were to actually say it was influential. This is just for one movie. So it's like, but I, yeah, I'd still say the plot holes one was yeah, definitely this is more. This is more condensed autism. Not to mention, this is also Jonathan McIntosh, and it's just kind of expected that he's retarded. Yeah, he's got a reputation. Man, he's gained some weight. Man, he just talked about how conventionally attractive people, unattractive people get hated on. Look at you. Hating on he him because he, he's yeah, he likes he's, he's donuts. Not, he's not conventionally or unconventionally attractive. He is neither. Maybe yeah, we that's did it. Why we, we, we got through it. According to me, it took about two hours and twenty minutes to cover a twenty-minute video. <laughs> we added two hours onto it. It was it was such a it was such high density wrongness. How how are we doing for both of you guys? How much time do you reckon you both got left? Yeah, we could do another. Yeah, shorter one. So I was gonna, I was gonna say Jared, we're gonna we're gonna take a, a break with Jared and then go back to a different essay to add to the law, but I was gonna say I'll read out some of these um, super chats as I've let them stack up a little bit. Uh, I remember where I was. Oh, there. I think that was it. Yeah. What solo movies would you actually watch? So I'm assuming they're talking about anthology films. Like, what ones would you be interested in? You guys got any ideas or? Sorry, 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 what? So, like, you know how they've got a movie for Han Solo, a movie for potentially Boba Fett, a movie for Obi-Wan? What ones would you want to see? I would want to see the Boba Fett one because it would be hard to fuck up. All they have oh, to they, do... They're pretty good at fucking shit up. They, they are good. I'm not, it's not, I won't put it past them. But all they have to do is just make just a fucking John Wick style, just he goes around and is a badass. That's all they have to do, and people will love it. I think that's, my my answer would be I would accept for them. I would accept a solo movie about literally anything or, or one in the universe if it was just a really awesome film. That's what I want. I don't really care if it's about X, Y, or Z. If it was a guarantee of a good film and I get to choose the character, I probably would go with something like, well, maybe Darth Maul, maybe Obi Wan, maybe both of them. Put them into a movie where they have to resolve something because he's obviously still alive in canon now but yeah I'm, I'm just looking for a good film it doesn't have to be determined because you know you could be like let's have an X person film and then it's awful so it's like uh. Dexter's Diner a Star Wars story I mean who wouldn't watch that <laughs> uh, Rose is only there to appeal to the Asian demographic um, that didn't work if that was the case yeah the <laughs> Chinese they did, uh, they did not see this movie they, uh, they did not watch this film and then they watched <laughs> Solo even less
<laughs> They'll watch Transformers, but they won't watch this. Exactly. Hip Hippicus, they will watch Transformers. Hippicus McDippington donated uh, $5 and said, <laughs> If I crash the speeder on purpose, is it still an accident? <laughs> yes, but no. But I don't know. It's 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 complicated. We have to get like a, a ruling on that from somebody. Uh, Luke thinking of killing Kylo doesn't bother me nearly as much as his total abandonment of everything to the fracking Sith Lord. Well, yeah, that's that's a, a big issue I have is the fact that uh, no matter what's going on with Luke, it doesn't fucking matter because the Sith Lords are currently destroying the universe or, you know, killing everybody. And it's like, yeah, the Jedi in some ways are just as bad as the Sith. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. You need to go and, like, stop them. Please. It's just like, nah, they, you know, in some ways, the Jedi caused the Sith. Which, funnily enough, if he actually defeated all of the Sith and then dissolved the Jedi, I could see that being somewhat reasonable. But um, not while the Sith are running around. You kind of need a bit of help with that one. Uh, this is like the Chekhov's gun trope. The fact that nobody shows doubt Finn's attack would work is proof that it would work in script-writing logic. Um, they tell us it would work, and then he says, don't do it because you're going to die to be able to pull it off. And so that was telling the audience... But now they can't even do it in a way that would uh, prevent their deaths, but uh, they will still do it. And that's why we thought it was a sacrifice. And then she does the thing, and we're like, oh. Um, <laughs> my headcanon is that Kylo is controlling... Is, is controlling Rose. ATAT pilot says, sir, should I shoot them? And he says, no. This is going to be hilarious. I mean, how could it not be hilarious <laughs> to literally watch Finn drag Rose's body across that entire field. I imagine all of the AT-80s were laughing their asses off watching that. They were just eating popcorn like, let's see if he drops it. <laughs> He's gonna get tired, right? Like, I would be tired by now. <laughs> uh, movie's so bad uh, Ryan Johnson didn't bother to direct the AT walkers, so... Oh, you meant to shoot down Mr. Johnson? No, this is Rose's big moment. Well, that would be direction though, wouldn't it? He totally directed them. Um... You guys hear about Boogie2988 being dogpiled on by the SJWs for criticizing Riot Games for excluding men from a panel. I've heard about that. Um, I saw it. Yeah, apparently the League of Legends, the the League community was very upset with the PAX uh, thing as well. In fact, basically everybody that I've ever seen has been uh, really upset with how um, how they how they handled that. Because there's, there's like a thread, isn't there, where they're like, we're not excluding men, we're simply offering um, a platform for the demographics of our community that are often marginalized or something like that, and then yeah, like, so you're excluding men. But they literally said they excluded men. Yeah, and they've, they've got the thing where they're like, women are allowed and people who identify as female as well. And I was just like, oh, is this one of those loophole moments where I could turn up and be like, yeah, I identify as female. And they're like, you do? And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm the amazing bearded lady. It's offensive to deny me. And they're like, uh, okay. I'm unconventionally beautiful. Oh. That's perfect, right? <laughs> you could actually say it. Uh, did you ever check out Movie Bob's views on the movie? Absolutely insufferable. I did, and it's exactly what I expected. Gandalf tricked his party to leave so he can hoggle the XP from the Balrog kill. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's he how did, he evolved. He did say, he did say swords... Uh... Are no more use here and then he killed the balrog with the sword <laughs> <laughs> they, like that's the first thing they asked him they were like did you actually hog the xp and he's like no what do you mean i mean like, you, i don't know you man leveled up you, you leveled seem, up pretty far you seem really powerful now and he's like mm, that's just um and they look they open his character sheet and he's put loads I of just, points i just i just respect what i've got i um 
I didn't actually get anywhere. And that's when he was like, you know, I don't really remember what even happened. Who are you guys again? I think, I, I think this was... is an older profile where I was at a higher <laughs> rank. I brought it in because my new profile got killed thanks to you guys. They're like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, Luke thinking, oh wait, sorry, uh, in episode 9, L3 kills off life support to Rose for not being robotic enough. That could happen. Yeah. I, well, I'm, Rose, I'm, isn't, Rose isn't the right kind of feminist. I'm conf I'm concerned that they're going to bring back L3 in episode 9 because of the fact that she's in the Falcon. Like, you'll hear her voice and you'll be like, oh no. Didn't they like just recently start filming so it's totally possible that that's the case? Yep, yep, double yep. Wonderful. Uh, if you don't believe in gender roles in the end, it doesn't matter if the character is basically a man because anyone can be anything anyway. That's the part that confuses me, you know, about their, their position on gender roles. Isn't the whole point that they, they have to, do they have to put at the beginning, like, typical gender roles or expected gender roles? Because they, they don't want to promote the idea of gender roles, right? They, they basically, if they could, they would remove gender. Yeah, but then... They, like, they would, they, they wouldn't have it be a thing. They're, they're trying to remove the, the, the gap between the differences that are genders. It's very confusing. Um, how many fans are black women do we have to find who dislike the movie to disprove his point about angry white male fans? It doesn't matter. It'll never matter. It's just nonsense data to these people. It just doesn't matter. It's funny because um, that's something that me and Wolf uh, got to talk about with um, Jeff on World Class Bullshit because he was like, he gets that criticism a lot and he's not white. Neither of um, he's got a panelist that's black who often criticizes. Obviously, when we criticize the film with Fringy as well, and it's just like these things don't matter to them. We're all white to them because <laughs> it's like it's, now if you're white, it's like a bad thing, which is uh, it's like they're trying to convert the word white into the same meaning as like idiot or asshole. Yeah, bad it is yeah. Being white is a pejorative. It's, it's a like, derogatory. It's like shut term. the fuck up, white, and you're like, what? <laughs> so oh um. Uh, yeah, good, yeah, uh, super chats, yeah, 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 yeah. Picking on Scarlett Johansson, that's all it says, this is a donation. <laughs> I think he donated yeah. out of anger of the picking on Scarlett Johansson, that must have been it. How dare they. Everyone hates playing as Ryu and Chun-Li. Oh, care. yeah. It, that's a Street Fight, those are Street Fighter characters. Oh, I know they're Street Fighter characters, but like, what is, um, in action? They're white. Oh, good point. Aldo is the worst character in Star Wars. She's never heard of a commander's intent. A chain of command shares information to reduce chances of mistakes like the one gender studies pulled. Thank you all again for ripping this video apart. This was therapy to me. Keep up the good work all. May the Schwartz be with you. Well, thank you. And yeah, we got a shit ton of requests to cover this one. Which is why we knew we had to open with it because it was like everyone was wanted it yeah, more than because they were tagging us in this video for like two weeks. Um, it's awful. I can see why. It's fucking terrible. Love the unbridled reviews. Please help. I've watched the Last Jedi critique seven times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that, like years. That, yeah, that's I think two years exactly. So good job. Uh, the Obi Wan movie has proven actor and potential movie plot in Obi Wan learning to become one with the Force and protecting Luke. Again, it could be terrible. You just got to get the right. Like, what if, what if they told you that Ryan Johnson was directing and writing? Then you're fucked. He would, he would make Obi-Wan... Uh, his only goal is to make something that you don't expect, so you're basing an interest on expectations. <laughs> that's, I will say that Jonathan McIntosh did not subvert my expectations. This was this was exactly as fucking stupid as I thought it would be. Ooh, as, is, uh, as is customary. Uh, good question for McIntosh. Why was Holdo's suicide okay, but Finn's wasn't? Because she's a woman. Like, literally, how could he possibly reconcile that? That is a good question, but I think it's because she's a woman, and so the gender dynamics are different. 
or something. I don't know. <sighs> Either way, that is the end of me reading the super chats, which means I think it's time. Which means we get to ask, um, what do you guys feel about uh, Cavill being uh, uh, Geralt? Bad. No wolf's Horrible. not happy about that. I, I am on the fence. I, I am absolutely um, under the camp that it should have been Nick Lodge, Coster Williams. No, man. Kevin Sorbo. Been Daddy Why DeVito? would you pick fucking Kevin Sorbo? <laughs> Daddy DeVito! He's, he's Hercules. <laughs> he's also the fucking retarded Christian or atheist guy from God's Not Dead. Yeah, but he's Hercules. Yeah, but he's well, Hercules. Her, he's also like fucking retarded looking, so no. But he's wow. Hercules. He's unconventionally no. attractive, okay? Yeah. No, he's unconventionally Goodbye, retarded Kennedy. is what he is. Mads Mikkelsen, that could be a good one. Mads Mikkelsen would be pretty good. I, I okay, Henry Cavill. I'm, I'm, I'll give. I, I, I don't think he could do good. I mean, I've. He just doesn't look. I mean, for me, it's like if you don't look the part and you don't sound the part, then I'm not really going to support you being the part. Now it's better than what I previously thought it was because there was audition tapes that were released, and the guy who played uh, uh, Bucky from uh, Captain America was going to be it, and I was like, this is I. You may as well cast a black guy because it it would be more accurate. Hmm. Um, but that's something that they that I heard some people saying that they should do. Well, I'm not surprised that didn't happen. To be, honest. I'm surprised that didn't happen because you know that's that would just fit in with everything else that's going on. I mean, yeah, I I, I don't like the fact that it's Henry Cavill. It he seems like a terrible I, casting choice. I understand, but I am pretty much on Rags's team of like we'll have to see what they do, and obviously I won't have sure, reference. Sure, but I mean, I, honestly, I already think they're gonna fuck it up anyway. So well, here, look at him from look at him here in that picture from uh, Mission Impossible. Like he could he could be Geralt. Uh. <laughs> 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 I think I, I mean think it's... I've seen like some like really shitty photoshops of him where he's actually got like a Geralt beard and hair. Um, maybe I would have the voice is going to be a big thing because if he doesn't nail the Geralt voice, then it's going to be it's not going to be good. I I felt bad that we kept I'm, showing I'm Macintosh's real... face, so I've changed it. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, talking about a, we're talking about a real man now. This is um, the peak of masculinity. It, it's going to be hard for because if they if they don't cast Yen and Dandelion and everyone else right either, it's it's going to be fucked up. Especially Yen, that's going to be a big part of it. Siri was a kid in the books, so we will expect a wolf. I have to find like a Dishonored Wolf video coming out as soon as that series is released. I think. Oh yeah, the same with uh, Lord of the Rings and the Wheel of Time. Once all those shows come out, I'm definitely going to be looking at them. I got to get through more of the Wheel of Time books. I only read the first one, but to I make really you feel better, Wolf, so better not fuck that up. To make you feel better, do you want to check out our Lord and Savior's latest update about having friends? Yes. Let let's <laughs> well, yeah, let's do it. Um, let's yeah, do it. The writers for The Witcher. Are apparently super SJW too, so that's great. Yeah, that that's that's why I don't think it's going to be a good yeah. show. Oh yeah, at this point, at this point, I I don't expect it to be good. The fish tag's back. The fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, I don't even want to try and guess what that thing on his bed is in front of it. 
That just looks... Well, yeah, I mean, you've got the drum set, you've got the Arm & Hammer Dio right in its place, right where it always is, the Ninja Turtles thing on the dresser. It's all... all's right with the world. All right, let's hear some, on the bed, some but, neat you know, advice. I mean, that's just everyone else. How's it going, guys? It's Jared Genesis. So I think that this is an important thing to cover because I feel like a lot of people... Fucking hell, that's quiet. I've got it on the maximum for that. Oh, no. You gotta do the volume thingy. Yeah, I have. It's a, they're, they're both at oh. full, and it's still when pretty it's quiet. <laughs> yeah, Wait, it's right. Well, adjust the, uh, adjust the slider on the video itself. Yeah, that's watch full. Together. Really? Jeez, because it's really loud for me. Struggle so, with this. Did you try? I mean, it's not really loud, but it's fairly loud. Did you try clicking the, the audio thingy in the corner, towards red? Well, yeah, I clicked it and and I just went for the one that was loudest anyway, because sometimes it screws up. But it was actually red this time around. So quiet, Jared. Why do you do this to me? Why should don't deny us the sound of your voice? He wants us to listen. How's it going, guys? So I think that this is an important thing to cover because I feel like a lot of people may struggle with this. Um, people who may not want to admit it, but I think this is a problem, uh, so-called problem for a lot of people. Um, so-called problem? I just want to say right now that like I don't really have any friends. Oh no! <laughs> That's Jared. Jared. Also, yeah, I just Jared, have to. Jared, I'll be your friend. The stream in general has been really low. Yeah, I don't know how to fix it. Everything is highest on my end. Even, even the people aside from me, obviously, I've lowered myself significantly. But I don't know how to make everyone louder system side instead of like browser side. Because, like I said, everything's on maximum, so it's just really strange. But uh, it's like I need every person who's viewing the stream to install the um. <laughs> the thing on the browser. <laughs> it's like, if you guys will do that, it'll be fine. But yeah, I don't know if it's loud enough, but it seems like it seems like I everybody's responding it. to it, so it looks like they must be able to hear it. Yeah. Everyone's like maxed that. volume for this. Yep. I do talk to a lot of people. Um, some people that I have known for a while, I just don't talk to frequently. My mom, my dad. So his dad plays his drums still. Yep, that's true. We'll Main plays, character. He he hits the drums. <laughs> that's true. It's, he doesn't exactly play them. He doesn't play them. He hits them. <laughs> While Jared shows his like hanging stomach. Yeah. Uh, to me, a friend is someone. I guess uh, the world's definition of a friend is some. The world's. What's that as, mean? A, as, a, as opposed to mine. Does he mean right. the dictionary? <laughs> the yeah. world's definition. I think we need some the sad world. music to go along with this. <laughs> yeah. Someone who you talk to on a frequent basis, you know, maybe someone that you see in real life that comes over to your house and hangs out and you, I don't know, watch TV and drink beer. Um, that to me, I guess, is what a friend is. The fuck was that? Were you trying to do sad music? <laughs> the matter is, if you think about it, friends come and go. Most people don't have the same friends their entire life. So in reality, those people, you know, were once friends, but no longer. Now they're just strangers again. So, <laughs> He's not wrong. So, 
Yeah, he, he's right. Yeah, you, you, you meet new people and you, you lose and gain people that are close to you, you know, your entire life. Because you're alive for a long time. Oh, and, and, and there's some people in the chat. There's a lot of people who are just on board with Jared. There's so many people who are just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you just don't know he's Jared. Making, so far, I mean, like minute for minute, Jared is doing better than Jonathan McIntosh is with far smaller of a budget, I might say. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he's got such a small budget that he can't even afford a fucking shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you had to eat my he shirt. He spent the money on Ninja Turtles. Shut up. <laughs> Humans. That's the toxic masculinity. Those are the turtles. <laughs> we have a way of labeling people certain things. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah. We're even going around labeling people. Jared is calling Jonathan Jeez. out in this video. Jared, Jared. <laughs> Team Jared. Just, they're not permanent labels. They eventually just become erased and become something else. I don't really think as humans we're meant to have friends. I don't know. Uh, what? I don't know that sounds a little off. And then, and then we finally get to the Jared that. take on it, where we're like, "Oh, <laughs> enter Jared, stage left." <laughs> humans would never. <laughs> humans were meant to have friends. Like maybe from your perspective, I can see why you think that. <laughs> but maybe not. I think that if you look deep into it. Um... If you want to call it Zen Buddhism or whatever, <laughs> what is I think that we're all sort of interconnected in a very uh, <coughs> mysterious way. <laughs> we're all interconnected. In a Dude, mysterious you have to way. think for like three seconds. The word he came up with was mysterious. <laughs> mysterious. I it I not wrong. He moves in mysterious ways. Yeah, it just, it works in mysterious ways. That's all the justification you need, right? The whole world, the universe is sort of interconnected. And I think that to call someone a friend is kind of silly when it boils down to it, because we all share a connection. I believe that we're all related from Adam and Eve. That's just a Christian. Whoa, is he? Oh, is he Christian? I well, I guess he is. Oh, is yeah. he a Zen Buddhist or is he a Christian or is he like both? Like he takes well, well, all religions cherry picking. So maybe it's just I don't I, remember I, what I don't video real. So um, I don't remember what video it was, but I do know he said that he was like doing his job as a Christian by saying whatever retarded shit he was talking about. Huh. Yeah, I did not know that. Added to the law. But I guess. But I guess, yeah, I guess if you believe Adam and Eve for real, we're all related from them, so, I mean... So, yeah, we're, technically, we're related. we're related to fucking Jared. Yeah, boy. I mean, are you <laughs> not on board removed, with that? But... I am on board with that. I'm Brother glad. Jared. Brother Jared. <laughs> Brother Jared. Patriarch. But, uh, I, I mean, as humans, we're all Correct. the same species, King of the silly putty. You know? We should still be united. Um, and you don't need friends to be united. <laughs> Uh, to me, the perfect human is, is someone you. who is just, I guess... Okay, um... I'm not following at all. He's, I'm not really. I we're guess all he's united, like, should... but we don't need friends because of that, yeah. I assume. Well, because then... the perfect human, everyone's like a friend, so it's like calling them friends isn't even really... It doesn't have, like, any meaning anymore. You know, everyone's super, so no one is. I guess is what he's going for. So... If we are, he wants us all to be interconnected. So is Jared a globalist then? Looks like. I mean, it. on a spiritual level, yeah, he's a spiritual globalist <laughs> in a mysterious fucking... way. 
He's a spiritual globalist, you know, a Zen Buddhism, you know. The fucking pause screen you have him at, Mahler. <laughs> just like stared at the That's screen. That's the moment like, the where he becomes self aware and he sees what we're doing. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. Like, wait, are they talking about you on this planet? What I mean, someone who is a social person, because humans weren't meant to be antisocial, you know. We weren't meant to have friends. Believe in being we weren't meant to be antisocial despite being like tribalistic as fuck, but. I mean, we, sure. we're meant to be social. We're social animals, but a, even social animals have tribes. Well, we mm. gotta put this through the lens of Jared response theory, where he doesn't true. leave yes, his true. room. Still really this, curious what, what the thing tribe. in front of the fish I, tank I, I is. His tribe is on his dresser. <laughs> I think that's one of the symbols for his drum. Really? Looks very I, odd. It could be. It could be. Because it's reflecting um, and it's all circular, so... But it's like I, it's really that's the only thing I can think of. Ovalish, you know. Yeah. Well, it might, maybe it might just be. It might be a just upside. Or maybe it's just... we're we're looking at it from the top, and I mean his bed's not exactly a bed, so <laughs> it's a collection well, of gotta, materials. It beca it's a table until he's on it, and then it's a bed. Pretty really, but that's not to say I I think that you should be overly social. I think there's a time and place where alone time is good. <laughs> I like my alone time. Like... Uh, yeah, I so it's me and my Guys, thoughts in my room. You're interrupting <laughs> me and my right hand. Discussion of the perfect human being. I'm loving this. Oh, I'm soaking it all in. I guess just a kind of a friend to everyone. Perfect human is a friend really to pick, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, certain friends. Friends. But of course, you do have, you know, family and, you know, Boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. In those relationships, I guess, are different in a way. Wait, pause it. Yeah, if, if you um, really think about it, your husband is a little bit different than a girlfriend. Someone who, someone who lives, you know, a thousand miles away in another country you never met. There's a little bit of a difference, if you think about it. Rags, I don't know if you noticed, someone posted, someone sent me a, a screenshot that they took when they were commenting on one of Jared's videos. I don't know which one it is, but he admitted jared admitted to being what he calls himself a bit of a queer yeah so, i have no but i don't have no idea what that means i'd have to see that through the through the jared i didn't have the jared response theory <laughs> jared's lens <laughs> to understand that i would yeah who knows what he means by that so is he like kind of gay or it, it might not have anything to do with that that's the thing do we consider comments from his youtube channel do we consider that law accurate or does it have to be in a video I mean, it's like it's like a religious text. It can be interpreted in many ways mm. to the point where it's practically useless. So we're gonna have to see. I don't know. We'd have to get a follow up on that. Someone mm. have to ask, "What do you mean?" Yeah, if you can just Jared. leave a comment on his channel, he'll probably make a video about it. What does he mean by being queer? I mean, can he make a video? Just ask him if he would suck meat tubes. Yeah, you probably think of like hot dogs <laughs> in his in his <laughs> innocence and. Well, we, well, that's the thing, because otherwise he'll just delete the comment. It's the we expanded gotta, we, Jared if it's a comment. We have to frame it correctly so that he'll just be like, oh yeah, I saw hot dogs. Jared reloaded. <laughs> you think about it. But then again, uh, those labels a lot of times just come and go too. Now, you could debate that, you know, well, what about best friends? And... You could have somewhat of a debate there, but really, to me, a friend is just a friend. Uh, 
best friend it almost seems kind of like a shallow thing to do because it's like you're playing favorites well you yep. kind of do have favorite friends yeah, yeah that's, you, you have that's normal friends. Do you know, yeah, do you know what friends normal. are they're humans that you favor over other humans basically yeah and of those since all humans are uh you know unequal in that aspect and they're different you will prefer or have a special connection to one like some like some people even say like my spouse is my best friend you know something like that or friend is just of a all friend. my friends i know Anybody that if goes. i need to like if it's three in the morning and my car breaks down at a bad part of town you know i can call carl and he's you know he's my best friend he will be there to help me out doesn't matter what it is hmm. you know like we got each other's backs more than anybody else i can count on him the most yeah because he probably feels the same way Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it, it's what a strange lens this is looking being viewed from. This is almost like a not not fatalist, but cynical. Yeah, kind of. A little bit cynical for Jared. He's usually much more hopeful. Yeah. Of your friends, and um, to me, like oh. I never really oh. had a best friend. Oh. I, from growing up as a kid, I mostly just had like one or two friends, you know. And so I guess they were okay. all just best friends because I never had. A I want to give him a hug, but I don't think my arms will fit around his fat. Well, he looks sweaty, so I don't know. How yeah, you... you don't know what kind of chemicals are on there, man. Come on. Well, you you can, I mean, suit, I can always maybe. give myself like an acid bath. He pr he probably smells like his bed. Oh. Well, <laughs> he has to clear that out to sleep on it every night, and then pull the stuff back on like it's a cupboard. Yeah, that's true. Like I, I, I thought, it's like I said, it's a table until he's on it, then it's a bed. See, that's a video he could make as well. Does Jared think traps are gay? Oh you know, man, maybe maybe we can like put him through like. Y'all need to ask uh, Jared if he thinks traps are gay. Make a video on it. Yeah, we can put him through like quarantine. Uh, we move like hose him down before now. we hug him. What if he just sleeps on the fish tank like he just drapes himself <laughs> over it? <laughs> the fish tank is the pillow. <laughs> what What if his body's like, he doesn't actually have bones, he just like, melts. <laughs> he, he's like a liquid. <laughs> he just goes into the fish tank. <laughs> the fish tank. <laughs> he just morphs around it. It's his hibernation oh, no. cube. Yeah, oh, the red bucket. <laughs> oh, the red bucket is when it spills over, and he puts he puts the lid on it after he gets inside. So. Jared is a xenomorph, the perfect creature, <laughs> perfect creature. And then like his parents come in to wake him up, and they take the lid off, and it's just like Jared's face sitting in like a pool of himself. <laughs> Time to like, get up, Jared. And he just opens his eyes like I am ready. And they just like tip over the bin, and he like flops out and like <laughs> they don't say get out of bed. They're like pour out of bed. <laughs> Both of his parents need to do it because he just weighs too much. When I was in my early teens, um, there were a lot of kids on my block who, you know, they all rode bikes or skated, and we would hang out, but none of us were really that close. Um, but we would just sometimes go to each other's houses or do some bullshit, and that's just kind of how it was. And it's funny right. to me how adults are the same way, you know, they just sort of hang out. Uh, they, do, they don't really have, like, you know, intimate... Wait, what? Did he just talk about husbands, wives, girlfriends, and boyfriends? Relations, and I don't mean sex, okay? I don't oh. just mean that. Well, 
Yeah, because some of us do. But, I mean, it can go... I mean, intimacy is... Obviously, it's it's not just, you know, physical. Is he saying there's not much intimate relationships with people outside of sexual ones? As Maybe. People aren't very <laughs> close outside of that. But I would say you should be on that level with a lot of people. That's yeah, kind of yeah, special. that's saved for literally best friends. <laughs> yeah. One guy said uh, intimate gay friendship. Intimate gay friendship. Mm-hmm. I like the SCP joke. He's like in SCP. So, it basically, um, <laughs> Top Gun. 420. And yeah, Patrick's right. Uh, the the Jared videos have better will building than the Last Jedi by far. <laughs> yeah, they take care of a lot in just one or two scenes in the in in the Jedi Jedi yeah, Jared videos. Is, I like these long takes, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's very personal. You feel it like you're in the room. Yeah, like you like he's talking to you mm. to each person individually. But I mean, like there's there's no like sort of emotion or anything like that that's just how i see it to me is a friend is just uh, for most people it seems like a friend is just someone you go to their house and you drink beer to pass time what he said that was the thing that you do with friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> Confused, um, master. Maybe, maybe he's saying that that's what the world thinks a friend is hmm. maybe that's just how i see it but when you really look into it, and like I said, with the Zen Buddhist yeah. philosophy... Zen Buddhist philosophy, I thought... Like you're Christian, what are you Pick a religion, about? dude. <laughs> you, know who, you know who else was Zen Buddhists? Kamikaze pilots. Those didn't ever exist. Finn was the first ever person to ever consider that. Yeah. And then... And then Rose kamikazed herself into his kamikaze. And it unkamikaze. <laughs> it's a counter kamikaze. Kamikaze that cultural appropriation. Power and how we're all interconnected and how we all just sort of feed off each other's energy. Uh, we're all just floating energy, basically. <laughs> oh my god, well, he got so philosophical in such a quick, like, just. <laughs> like, we're all just thoughts on having energy, friends. Man. We're all just energy. Just kind of. <laughs> I'm kind of expecting his head to like sink into his torso, and then <laughs> you just want him to be in the fish know. tank, don't you? <laughs> it might happen. It might happen because of how heavy his head is because of that fucking big ass brain in there, man. Oh yeah, I don't know how he's he's thinking about all this stuff. His neck is wrong to hold that up. Then we feed off each other's energy, whether it's with humans, with animals, with trees. We all just sort of feed off each other's energy. Uh, Jim That's real Perry, friendship. I feel like he sort of said it best. Where like, Rags, can I feed human... off of your energy tonight? <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a skip that. It sounds it sounds worse than it Mahler, probably is. Mahler, we but... can all feed off each other's energy tonight. Come on, it's, do it. It's it's natural. It's natural. This is what um, nature intended. In the name of Jared, perhaps. Uh, that's all in I In the name say. of Jared, let's let us worship Jared together. <laughs> Sing praise, Perry, Jared. I feel like he sort of said it best. Where like. The human doesn't really exist. It's it's mostly just the inner parts, you know. What? <laughs> <laughs> the inner parts, eh, Jared? I can just picture him in a I circle haven't... of people that are like picking or looking at daisies, and they're all just like someone's bagging a drum, and he's just like, "We're all just like the inner us," you know? <laughs> just like, yeah, man. I don't I don't know about humans not existing. Because there seems to be a lot of evidence in the affirmative that they do. 
But, I mean, like, it's all just insights. Like, is, is he saying that, like, humanity is a social construct? Or just, that it's not really real, we just made it up? Or? We categorize for no reason, because we're all just carbon, dude. We're all just things. We all connect. Just dust in the wind, man. Just tears in the rain. Sometimes. Uh, the soul, I guess, Sometimes. and things of that nature. But as far as this here... <laughs> In a sense, this doesn't really exist. This is <laughs> so is this just like an illusion? Is Jared if, if, really here? If we had a newsletter for Jared, today's would have been like, Jared reveals that nothing exists. <laughs> like, what oh if Jared, God. like, what if he's projecting into this room like Luke Skywalker? He's actually like a supremely handsome, well-off guy, and he's just projecting today. We ask him why, and he's like, I chose someone unconventionally attractive. <laughs> really, really exist. This is more so just a facade. It's the inside, you know, there's an old saying that uh, Like your lungs? The things that cannot be seen are actually the most real. They're the most what? tangible. Because, what? Um, <laughs> so, I don't dead. know about that. I don't know about that. The things that I can, yeah. Because they have the most substance and depth. What you have so much depth, Jared. It's he does. Man, fucking real. The things that we can't see are the most real, and they have the most substance and depth. He got things very like... deep on us in this episode. Wait a minute, did he just rip off a fucking Polar Express quote? I don't know. The whole, <laughs> the, some of the most real things in the world are the things you can't see. <laughs> Jared, this Inquisition brought to you by Jared. <laughs> He ripped off Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, that would be a great nickname for him, is Polar Express. <laughs> That's his rap name. Polar Express. In my camera is just skin and flesh and vibrations coming out of my throat. Well, you don't see that, but you hear yeah. it. So you, you don't really see the inner parts of what really make me who I am. Oh yeah, it's because your skin's in the way. You know what? He's right. He's just right, and you guys are just hating. Yeah. Anyways, guys, just food for thought. Anyways, guys. <laughs> oh boy. Enlighten you, and I'll see you guys later. Namaste. Well, we gotta, oh, God we, we gotta do one more, because this, this is a quick one. It's, it's, a, okay. it's a requested oh, piece minutes. of lore. Oh, oh, God. Oh, yes. oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> wait, wait. Where's this light switch? Is it right up there? Oh, yeah, God. The light switch must be above it. I, I hope it's there. But yeah, we've, we requested a room tour. the light switch disappeared? Oh, there it is. We requested oh, a room the... tour, and he provided an in-depth room tour. That's... Okay. So, still no, still no cover on the light switch. pregnancy video. Pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, that is, that's some damage has been dealt to that door. I'm telling you, it's, it's your hand. It's the hand that is every a, That is a gnarly day. hand, dude. It looks and look, like... by the, look by the switch, you even see the handprint by the switch. Oh, it, no. it, it looks like the fucking wood is rotting. Because, <laughs> you know, when you flick a light switch, you know, your fingers will extend past the actual button. You'll get it, you know, in the middle of your hand. So that's the fingers, that brown spot on the top. Does that. everything he touches die, or does he sap the life out of light? <laughs> <laughs> There's a scared woman in the room, Jared. 
just terrifying <laughs> whenever you arrive. What's that supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> it's just got a little white guy. I guess. It's oh, little... there he is. I can see him. What is that from? I don't know. I don't know. What a strange. What a strange figurine. Is that an amiibo? No, that's. That looks like a really old figure. Like. Oh my god, are we gonna see the inside of his closet? Like a Happy Meal? God, he's I really letting us see that one. God. Oh, that's Shredder. That's a Shredder toy. You can tell by there the helmet. Yeah, he's got a Shredder toy. I up just there. realized he had a pair of fucking. Um, not pliers. Fuck, what would you call it? Well, here, let me back. Back it up. It, it was right. See. It was right in front of the little white guy. Let's, maybe we'll see in a second. Oh, yeah. All right, we got the name is. We got Bebop and Roadkill. Why is it? his cupboard uh, dresser drawn out from the wall? Like it's not like to the wall. Hmm? I don't know. Maybe it's there's like for... a gap. Let me just go back a sec. I don't, yeah, because there's like a decent chunk of gap there. Maybe he has a bunch of stuff on the floor. You don't know. Maybe there's an outlet. Maybe there's an outlet back there. That could be it. Yeah. He really likes his Ninja Turtles, man. He's got fucking deodorant and hand sanitizer. He's and got another one. <laughs> yeah, well, well like, no, you're out of like cologne. That's like cologne. He studies them and detects what they do. Oh, that floor, man. Just So there's a skateboard on the... There's like two skateboards on the left. Is there a crowbar? I can't quite tell what that is. Um... <laughs> He's got a fucking crowbar in his room. That's awesome. Oh god, he can't, a trash can. He can't get to the areas that he would show because of the floor. There's no way he could get to him. Man, Why does he just have unopened FedEx boxes in his but room? But those are like because Castaway is his favorite movie. Those are like Doctor Seuss books, man. Who he actually has like done a, a two videos on his book collection, and they're all fucking Doctor Seuss books. Yeah. <laughs> Is this is like serial killer wall? So what do we got? Just skating. Like Ninja Wolverine. There's Wolverine up there. Yeah. Um. You just skateboard. You, you know, like how like you can walk into some rooms that are just like pristine, clean, and they just everything's off, so you can't even tell. But like this room tells you everything about him. You know, like, He's an open book, ready to be read. You could create a character in a book based solely on the stuff in this room. You could just be like, oh, yep, so clearly he does X, Y, and Z. Like, this is... This is beautiful. So much stuff. Oh, oh, it's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Wait, did he... Did he actually cut that out of, like, a game case and stick it on? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, because look at how it's cut out. Look how crude Everything the cut is. Cut out, like, look, look in the in, in the bottom left corner, you can see the place where the rated M logo supposed to be. Yeah, and I think that's a price tag as well on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> he just fucking cut out the case. <laughs> you didn't even cut it out like <laughs> could, stuck it to the wall. Did you cut it like a square or a circle? Did you have to? <laughs> He's just like, like, yeah, that's good enough, and he uses a thumbtack. Because these are all with thumbtacks, by the way. He's Oof. got he's got thumbtacks pressed up for a lot of these. Incredible stuff. Whoa. I see he's um, a Satan worshiper. Yeah. yeah. This is this just I don't even want to call them contradictions. They are literally left. just insights. All these things are just insights. We've got 
I think the wall gets Metal progressively more terrifying as you move across it. We got Parappa the Rappa, Metal Gear Solid, weird duck things. We're we watching a creepy pasta right now. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear, you can hear him stepping over all the shit in his room. Yeah, yeah a couple Metal Gear Solid things. Um, Whatever the fuck that thing is in the top right. Oh, uh, that's. I, I've seen it before. I can't remember what it's from. Him. Someone in chat. Oh, it's the know. um, it's the it's Feng Shui guy, uh, Master Shifu, from that's... Kung Fu Panda in the top left. And that that's Earthworm Jim as well. Yeah, Earthworm Jim. We got the the Magic the Gathering mana down at the bottom right. Um, we've got Mon Master Monkey. Do you reckon there? that Jared could be Mundane Matt's son? God, he might. Hidden away. <laughs> I, hope the, I hope the apple does fall far from the tree. <laughs> I don't. I want to see Jared's boulder collection. <laughs> oh, there's the hot wheels. <laughs> oh my god! Why is he yeah, stuck man. them over each other? Why would? He... <laughs> Are those just the fucking box, like the cardboard boxes oh without the plastic god. bit like, in front of it? There are I better ways right. to stick what you like on your wall. There are better ways. Yeah, man. Like, does, has he never had a poster? There's not a single poster in this room. That's typically yeah, what people just, have. It just cut out from whatever. And uh, maybe some of these were from posters. He just cut out the parts of the poster that he liked. And <laughs> 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 stuck those up. And yeah, we got the surfboards of the fishes and stuff, man. Uh, yeah, more skateboard stuff, skateboard stuff. Oh, there's, there we go. Something that actually implies Christianity. It's, yeah, it's in crucifix, there. Ninja Turtles again, of course. See, I would What's accused I would accuse the writers of sort of a plot hole there, but they do have it. They didn't forget. There is continuity is still up. <laughs> so the fucking Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Lots of Ninja Turtle stuff. Good lord, that is a lot. That's that's the wall he can see as well at his computer, isn't it? Yeah, so that would make sense. He just stares at it all fucking day proud of it what the hell Christ! what the f what's what? wrong with that poster so that's full that's so like how did, did he cut up a poster into four bits and just take them together, them back together. <laughs> why didn't he just put the whole thing you know <laughs> ninja tales do not imply christianity i i know ninja turtles out of the shadows but jesus on a cross kind of implies it <laughs> that's his shtick you know oh there's Either Beavis oh God, or Butthead. Oh, there's plushies. There's Beavis or Butthead or whichever one. Um, no. <laughs> oh my God, so dude! Oh my God, tidy it's it up. Oh, look, it's Cat in the Hat. It's the Grinch. <laughs> it's the Grinch and Cat in the Hat. He's got a an old NES controller. What a treasure trove! Oh, this is PC. Giraffe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh he's actually got an actual desktop. Well, He's just got stuff piled up in the corner. Um, oof, that's where he throws all the stuff. Oh, oh god, under yeah. that table, dude. Oh, oh, oh god. god. Look at look at the fucking wall where all the shit just builds up. Yeah, <laughs> it's, thanks, for, it's, thanks for showing us the fucking plugs in your computer. I know. Yeah, man. What if he just has like a magnet stuck to the computer? I hope that's the case. I love the, wait, he's got the side panel off, and the plushies are actually entering the PC. <laughs> oh my god! It's for, it's for cooling. It's a purely utilitarian. 
as I missed it. Oh god, oh he broke something. Oh my god. I cannot believe oh, dude, that the, took the fucking dude, side panel off. That wall doesn't have a panel either. Yeah, the cover. Oh that they're not, doesn't they're have not a panel. covered. That's, that's kind of dangerous. Cause the Why doesn't he on, cover on the them? Panel. Why does he not have fucking wall panels in his room? How can you be this fascinating in two minutes? <laughs> oh my goodness. Skeleton. Skeleton! We can There's read the symbols. Yeah. Oh wait, what is this? Alright, so what- Oh, it's Pee-wee's Pee -wee. Playhouse? Pee-wee's Playhouse. Wow. Wow. Fascinating. I'm glad you two know what that is, because I was like, why the fuck are there anthropomorphic toilets on- <laughs> Because you shit in the toilet's mouth. That's what you do. That's what you do. <laughs> what are you? I'm a fucking- I eat shit. <laughs> oh, there he Skelly! is. All his he fucking drew, dude, he, he drew those. those. He drew them. He took a skeleton and he marked it up, man. Those are runes. I think that is a spell-casting skeleton. That must be what it is. It must be a part of his rituals. Skeleton. Skeleton. <laughs> is that the official <laughs> name got... of the skeleton now? I don't know. Skeleton. But <laughs> he draws. He's got his little runes that he drew on him. <laughs> Bony. That's what it is. Bony. I just, oh I love God, how you're so casual door. about that door. <laughs> it's just like, that's completely normal. <laughs> this, is, this is normal. I wanted to see under the desk, damn it. Oh God, oh no. Oh, oh God, is he stepping on Xbox? Xbox? bottles? Dude, is that an old Xbox on the windowsill? My theory, I think it is, yeah. Xbox, yeah. And my he's theory gonna, is yeah, he's, stepping, he's, gonna... he's stepping on empty bottles of alcohol and empty, like, packets of Hot Wheels. That's gotta be what it is. Yeah, because he's like, he's Jesus clearly Christ. stepping on like plastic trash. He's stepping on that. <laughs> but yeah, that's an OG Xbox. What what book is that? Catechism of the Catholic Church. Oh, wow. Uh, and then underneath right it is something by Dr. P.D. Easton. The Berenstain Bears? I think that's the Berenstain Bears. Just a second, PD East. How's that for imagery? It's got a shit ton of childish books, and then the Cataclysm of the Cataclysm. No, PD Eastman. He wrote. Uh, he wrote like Go Dog Go, the Best Nest. That's it. That's the the Best Nest. That's the book. It's the Best Nest. Here, let me let me send you a picture. I know exactly what that book is. It was one of my favorites when I was, you know, a small child. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's it's a really good story. It's about a bird. It's about a husband bird, and he has to go look for a new nest for, you know, the wife bird. And he goes to all sorts of different places. What's, That's the book right there. What's on the skateboard? That looks like something you attach to, like... Jesus Christ, how did you even figure that out by the fucking pink and... By because, because the best... It's P.D. Eastman and the best nest. It was, it was a pink book. I just remember from my childhood because I read the shit out of it. Because he, he, like, he tries to build his nest and, like, all sorts of stuff. What the it's just fuck half is a that? log. It's half a piece of log. What the fuck does he have a log in this room? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the half-eaten yo-yo, but it's a log instead. He has half-eaten logs. <laughs> it's, a, it's, first, it's a Jetsons game or CD or something. Um, hand, hand, is, is finger, that, thumb. Is that a fucking... Uh, fuck, what's the stupid monkey's name? George something or other? George? Yeah. Curious, is that oh, a yeah, Curious yeah. George book? I think the Possibly. wood thing is like a toy for like a gerbil cage or something. No, wait, what if, that, what if that's like supposed to go in the fish tank? 
Dude, this maybe this, it could be. It could be. Yeah. Oh could. god. Yeah. I want to see under his bed. I want to see under the desk under his too. Table? Yeah, under his table a, bed. A, dude, look, a book would have fallen off the shelf in the background. He was just like, mm. yeah. I guess it's just gonna have a broken spine now. <laughs> That's where it's gonna be. Now. <laughs> oh well. I broken love spine, you. bent pages. But yeah, uh, the really half eaten yo yo was just a theory. We've actually got half eaten logs as confirmed lore now. <laughs> it's just <laughs> four. No, I think it's he's like for a terrarium or something. Because you see him all the time in like zoos and uh, like snakes and spiders and stuff. I think it's his they fuel, that... dude. It could I'm be. going to choose to cool. interpret it as it, it makes sense one. because he ate out the middle of the log, but he left the crust. <laughs> Why is there a Christian block of cardboard? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah! <laughs> I wonder what's inside that Walgreens what bag. Fucking... Why is there so oh, many boxes? Yeah, man, it's an OG Xbox. Oh, he's yeah. filming this on his phone. Yeah, Shit. Yeah, dude. What's down there? Oh, oh, what is this? Oh, just stuff for the. I guess stuff for the. Is there an ant down there or like, something? Maybe. Oh god. Is that a sock that his fucking <laughs> drumsticks are sitting on? I think so. <laughs> what, is he what? Oh my goodness. It's just a oh, sock. No. no. <laughs> We're going in. We're going in. It's this is like a fucking, This is like a paranormal activity video. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh god! Oh my don't, god! Don't go inside, please. Is that a fucking bowling pin? Um. Super Why does he have a bowling pin? No, it's a duck. It's a duck. What? See, it's the duck. You see the feet and the hands. Does he have a duck? He says it's, it's a, a duck, duck, as if that's an answer. No, it is. Look at it. It is a duck. It's got the web feet and it's got the big yellow or orange bill. I, I, I but the question is, it. why like, is there why a the duck? Why the fuck have a duck in this closet? <laughs> Oddly enough, duck was my first word. <laughs> what is that say on the, uh, Spanish shit? He can speak Spanish? No. <laughs> no. He can barely speak all. English. It's like a. It's a log. <laughs> this is an actual log. This is just a rant. It's broken too. You can see the splinters at the top. This is an actual like stick. <laughs> Did he just fucking go in the woods and find a fucking branch? <laughs> just... <and take> it <laughs> Dude, that's the one he that's, liked. That's the equivalent <laughs> of his grocery shopping. Oh my god! He just has a log. I want to see a floor tour and an under the table bed tour. <laughs> Come on, guys, get on this. Oh, that's the Man. best we're gonna get. It's an Easter egg at the end of the video. That okay, desk. guys, we we need to like request uh, chat. Go to his channel and just request that he do a floor tour, everyone under the bed tour, and an under the desk tour. Everyone, subscribe oh. to his channel and comment that you want to see more, and that you love it, and that you want to encourage him to make videos. And we're preferably interested in seeing his desk and how it was built it's and everything around it. Full of full of treasures. I want to see. I'm gonna go to his social blade and. Jared is very I much know he's like, an appreciated he's content creator. Exponentially. Uh, is he the one, is his channel the brown shirt where he looks like he wants to kill somebody? This video is from Jared Genesis, so I just did that one. The well, channel is, he's got channel, a blue shirt. All three of his channels are Jared Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> the blue shirt one, the one where he's just naked uh, for all the videos. Uh, let me see. Thank you, YouTube, for having my... No, that's not it. 
this is it. Oh god. The curious case of Jared Genesis is his latest video and it's just showing his like man tits sagging over his stomach. Well, yeah, he's got like 38 subscribers, 30, 16 plus 7. It's like damn, Jared. Go subscribe to this man. Subscribe yeah. to all well, it, it's a blue profile picture. And it's just kind of like an encourage topics, good... guys. Encourage topics. You got to be like yes. asking him questions. And what we'll try and figure out eventually is basically get a top voted, you know, Jared videos you want us to cover. Because I think that'll be the only way we can do this, logically speaking. Um, you guys still good to now watch an actual video? <laughs> um, and how long is it? Oh, well, we don't have to watch all of it. I'm mainly just interested in what yeah, argument he's going to make. Yeah, we can start. Oh, gosh, that's much louder. Wait, why is it? <laughs> oh, right, it started like halfway through. Um... Yeah, let me make sure the volume thing is in the right position, because you never know with this shit. 21 minutes? Damn. Yeah, this one's yeah, been requested quite a bit, The too. Jared Genesis video, the correct one, anyone, anyway, his channel, he's wearing a blue shirt. Yeah, blue shirt. So, so oh, yeah, just, I, I spammed it in one. chat. I'll just spam it's it again. Blue now. Shirt, Scooby yeah, you, you might want to spam it again. Just Guys, this is measure. the channel, and you've got to keep track of it in order to keep track of the law, otherwise you'll lose track and you won't understand anything. And yeah, then you, you can suggest videos to us, we we do check. <laughs> Someone said Jared owns a sock? It's <laughs> <laughs> his drum sock. his <laughs> fucking drum sock. The Empire Strikes Back What if he, like, everything. just puts butter at the bottom of his sock and he uses that as a drum, like he'll swinging around in a circle and be like he can like do a phil collins thing and be like dun 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 dun, dun and then his drum will break i feel like we should probably clarify it we have we have to do it every time but there's gonna be a selection of people who think we're bullying him um i i, I usually try and put out a a word for it but i don't know if rags or wolf do you want to say something this time around we're gonna have to do it once every time probably well yes I am. Act I actually follow Jared on Twitter. I am very nice to him. You guys should be very nice to him. I mean, we we do kind of laugh at him because it's hard not to. But we we are we actually want him to come on with us. Only problem is that Rags needs to apologize for that to happen. For what? <laughs> what did I do? What am I apologizing for? I guess he wants you to apologize for something, and then he'll come on. I, I don't know, know what for. I don't know what for either. He doesn't exactly specify. And ultimately, uh, Jared's goal is to share his thoughts on every topic that there ever was. So honestly, like subscribing makes him very happy. He uh, he's he's interested in 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 having an audience. Oh, I think. Rags, did you see? Um, because I know that people spammed me and Mauler with the video, but there was like some Mexican bitch that was like making a video series on Jared and how he's like a whole person and. Did you see that? About he's a what person? A terrible person or something. Who is this bitch? <laughs> Picking on our lord and savior. Who is this blasphemous cunt? <laughs> well, anyway, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember what her name was. It was a couple weeks ago that I actually watched the video. But basically, in the video, she was like, I know that all these subscribers you're suddenly getting are fake. She has like seven <laughs> subscribers. And... <laughs> she's jealous of Jared. <laughs> yeah. Jared. She's, Jared's, she's jealous of Jared's YouTube success. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Jared Genesis. He's up to 317. That's amazing.
It's the most subscribers he's ever had. Wait, he's got 317? 317 now, oh, yeah. Oh, neat. Because like, when what I opened up his page, up to... he was on 278, Wait. so that's a bump for him. Because you need to have like a thousand to live stream, right? I think so, yeah. Let's get him up to a thousand so he can live stream, guys. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we'll make him so happy, too. So anyway, this is he a video... He did room tour video, by the way. That's apparently critical of Thanos from The Avengers, if you guys remember. And a, lo a lot of oh, people have, okay. have, have requested it because apparently it's it's rather critical of the film. So I was like, hmm, let's give it a shot then. I thought you said the nose at first. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? The Empire Strikes Back ruined everything. We took the wrong lessons from it. I what? am so conflicted on this movie. This piece will probably be divisive, and I don't intend it to be, but this movie is unapologetically divisive. I'll wow. readily admit my show wow. is about celebrating films, and while that is one of, like, the, one things... of the most high-rated Marvel movies... Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have described Infinity War as divisive, but... I don't think it's divisive at all. I'm willing to hear him out. Let's give him a shot. He's got the essay format in full. He's even got the nice voice. You know, well, the soft voice, or soft-ish. I don't know. Maybe people wouldn't interpret it as that, but... We shall see. As I'm going to do in this piece, that isn't all I'm going to do. I've celebrated Marvel movies many, many, many times in the past. What's and with I the fucking music? I guess he's going for melancholic. That would be... I guess. You know, pe people, like, asked me, or a guy asked me on Twitter the other day, like, why don't you use music in your... It's like, it's shit like this, where they, like, put this melancholy bullshit music in the background to emotionally manipulate you into feeling something yes. about these piece of shit videos. Distracting you from the otherwise piece of shit vapid commentary. I, yeah, I'm not gonna say I'm 100% against it, but like, in this case, for example, it is very like, wow, this seems a little bit over the top, but you know, whatever. It depends on what he's got to say, really, for me. We'll, we'll break, make or break this. Stand by what was said in those pieces because there was one powerful through line in all of those films. Marvel movies are not made just for kids, and they're not made just for adults, and they're not made just for fans of the comics. That's why they're successful. No one owns them. Marvel films are made for everyone. They're owned by Disney. Jesus, he's already <laughs> at 343 now. Nice. I think Jared should he be pretty happy about like that. 30 subs at this he, point. Might, he might be able to make a video in celebration. So thank you all in chat for 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 supporting him. Um, yeah, this is the other thing, by the way, about video essays. It's very much a nitpick, and maybe this doesn't apply to this this guy. But I, I don't know. I feel a little bit right now, like come on, come on, come on, you know. And I think if you're going to take something from this piece, it's that Infinity War wasn't made for everyone. It certainly wasn't made for fans of Guardians of the Galaxy. It wasn't. Why? Uh, what? Why would it not be? Also, the fact that James Gunn wrote the dialogue, or at least consulted, so wouldn't it be pretty... pretty uh, uh, whatever, he's made the point. He hasn't got any evidence yet. Got him. Jesus Christ! One thing... Oh, wait, was it a joke? What? I... Was that a joke? Let me what, go back. What was the punchline exactly? This piece, it's that Infinity War wasn't made for everyone. Certainly wasn't made for fans of Guardians of the Galaxy. Got him. Jesus Christ! One thing that I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. What was the point? That doesn't make any fucking sense. All I've got in my head, and this is very vague, is, you know, obviously they get dusted, pretty much all of them. So is it a joke that this obviously wasn't made for them because they got dusted? Is that it? 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Why wouldn't you have shown a clip of them getting dusted, though, if that was the case? Why? I... Yeah, I don't know. Lost on that one. That has not changed about my show is I am not trying to take anything away from anyone. Not you, not your friends, nor do I attempt to sway your opinion on this movie. Well, it's sure, okay to have feelings, guys. Surely you want to sway your, someone's opinion on this if you're going to be providing an argument. Yeah, I want people to believe me. But, I want to convince people. You know, do you, are you saying the reason you're sharing it is because you just want people to hear you? Because, uh, you know, I'm assuming... Basically, what I'm trying to get at is if his, if his only intention was to be heard, then wouldn't he just say, I found the, the movie device... He's going to prove his points, I'm assuming, because it's 20 fucking minutes, so he's, he's going to do something. But, like, there's no harm in wanting to sway someone's opinion. Oh, put the volume down. Wow. Never actually thought I'd hear that. Turn it down! But I am going to state my own. Love it, hate it, be you. And it doesn't really matter if I say that. Some people are about to get very mad at me in the comments. It always happens. In oh. He defended The Last Jedi. <laughs> I imagine that he probably didn't well, appreciate... Well, I just looked at the ratings for this one, and it was 8,000 upvotes to 3,000 down. So. And this is the thing. Um, he called it in defense of The Last Jedi, so I'm assuming he's going to have defended it for its, you know positive elements Themes. which probably got him in trouble because it's difficult to do because of the fact like we we just saw Macintosh having to invent a film to be able to defend the last jedi which is what just right did as well D dare i name more people so like of course it gets you in a little bit of trouble um but if he'd said i i just like it he probably would have been okay infinity war both worked and didn't work for me personally and i know that viewpoint and perspective is not rare i think it all hinges on Thanos, Infinity War is a magnificent achievement that made- Anyone else distracted by the slow motion clips? Feels odd to me. When it when it started off with like slow-mo Luke's hair blowing, I was like, why does this look so off? Yeah, just stylistically, I don't know, because he's got access to the movie. I don't know why he can't just have full motion clips, but fair enough. Some depressingly baffling decisions for a lot of people, and right. I don't like watching my friends get upset. I've been wanting to talk about this movie since it came out in theaters, and now that it's shit. on Blu-ray, I can talk about it here. Buckle I up. I don't know, I think it's making the film look a bit bleh when you slow it down like this. Like, like it actually comes across as laggy to me, <laughs> but it is yeah. consistent frame rate, so I don't know. It's back, Spoilers. it's like with the uh, old slow-mo before super slow-mo cameras were invented. Oh Jesus man, Christ. couldn't you just skip that two minutes? This is the worst intro I think I've ever seen in my I entire life. I had some Buncha Crunch on my desk. Who took my Buncha Crunch? I is this know. a meme or is this an, an in-house joke? I don't know. I don't know what Buncha Crunch is. Huh. Also, wow. Can I just suggest, tonally, you might want to design a different intro if you're going to have an in intro intro to... His video's intro was very, as we said, melancholic, and then he's like... I don't know. It's like, wait, what? Like, okay, you can play Alvin and the Chipmunks on your. <laughs> okay. Is this not just like the absolute shittiest music ever? Oh, why? What are we? What like, is this? If he, I don't know. It's weird that he had. Let's talk about Thanos. Was way shorter than the bunch of crunch thing. I don't know what's going on. I'm confused. I don't know. That's why you don't do music. intros. This is shit. 
Avengers Infinity War is a film directed by Joe and Anthony Rousseau and written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Yes. It stars everyone Thanks who for has telling ever us been that. in it. I've always um, been, because I'm overly critical with everything, that's one of the first points I actually made when I was trying to make reviews. I was like, people always open with saying the date the thing was released and then who made it, and they never have any reason for mentioning these things. Like, you know, if you're yeah, saying... Unless it's relevant to the topic, don't don't waste our time with it it's like they went to the wikipedia page and they were like well i gotta do this because what else can Here's i do some information to show you that i know there's a few things i could say about um mcfeely and, and the russo brothers but it's like i probably wouldn't even mention that they made it until maybe the end and say like these people should be you know maybe congratulated for their work but uh, yeah he just he sort of just glanced over i, I wonder if that's going to come back up i don't, I don't know in a movie ever and it grossed uh more than two billion dollars okay. And mm -hmm. I like it a lot. It does a lot of things really well. So to get to the thing I actually want to talk about, here are the things that absolutely rule about this movie. It sets the stakes immediately. Thanos kills the villain of the first Avengers film and out hulks the Hulk. Thanos as a CG character is an incredible accomplishment and Josh Brolin does an incredible job with what he's- Just want to say, I agree with everything so far. So yep. cool. It's good. Sounds good. Better than what he is given, actually. It's incredibly well shot, with trackable action for an audience with wild, wild imagination. Spider-Man is still just a kid on the bus and on a spaceship. The way the Avengers mix their powers through the entire film is incredible. Thor mixes perfectly with the Guardians of the Galaxy, again, something set up by rebooting the tone of the Thor franchise in Ragnarok so that he could fit alongside the Guardians. Yeah. I mean, you could go into some, some more detail on these things, but sure. Because the reason I, I agree with these well. is because I agree with these. Anybody who doesn't agree with this would probably find this bit tough to actually watch. I mean, it's just like, here, I'm going to point out all these things that all of you already know and waste your time before I actually get to the point. It's, it's, let's, get, let's get the things we agree on out of the way so that when we get to the things we don't agree on, we've already established that we agree yeah, on. Like, I'm not even trying to be mean here, but like, I kind of want to skip to the part where we disagree because like, he's not going to develop any of this stuff, so I'm just like, eh, okay. That's a made-up word. Who was made up? Groot's arm is the handle of the Thanos killing weapon. That was really clever and cool. The way Wanda okay. saves Vision and herself from a mighty fall was super clever. Tony knighting Spider-Man. See, so to, ad to advocate for the people who might disagree with all those things, they'd be like, why is it clever? Yeah, I mean, we don't have a problem because we agree. But because I could argue for him, but like, just, yeah, it's just I also wouldn't call that a mighty fall of 20 feet. Mm. <laughs> to the Avengers was awesome. I love that Spider Man and Star Lord bond over Footloose. I can Footloose the movie exactly like Footloose. Is it still the greatest movie in history? It never was. When you said <laughs> we were going to he, open cut, he cut the reaction from Star Lord. Why did he do that? That's the best bit. Yeah, that that was like one of the well, best jokes in the movie. Yeah. And what did you imagine? At least it made me laugh. even at Starbucks. And Steve Rogers introducing himself to Groot, Chef's Kiss. I am Groot! I am Steve Rogers. It's <laughs> a ride of a film with a hell of a lot going on, which in many ways was the point. There's an air of, can we really pull this off about the whole I kind of want to watch yes, this movie now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, did, I was just God, like, let's watch the infinity. Let's watch infinity I can't, War. dude. I can't I mean, believe it was, it was, we're four and twenty minutes, twenty six in. How this is the quickest we've ever been through a video because nothing's really getting done yet. He's just like viscerally reminding me, like, oh yeah, I really like that movie. 
Now I want to yeah, watch that. That part was good, and that part was good. I agree. Amazing Are we getting to the bad bits now? Away from the Russos or Marvel. It took 18 movies worth of characters and made something that no character really has control of, okay. save Thanos. Which brings us to... Okay. Why did you write that in French? This was natural. Infinity War feels like a season finale more than a film because it's kind of by definition nothing but it's but not a action, season finale. But it also sets I mean, a strange... well, it's obviously not literally a season finale, but you could. Well, yeah, to... yeah, but it, I mean, there's still going to be another Infinity War movie. So. Yeah, but there's a season two, right? Of oh, I guess you're saying it's like part one of a finale in a way. Yeah, because I mean, wouldn't the finale finale be like the because once uh the next Infinity War movie's done, wouldn't that be the season finale, so to say? Yeah, this is almost like the episode before the season finale. <laughs> There's no reason to yeah, sort of... especially since... Because it's like, the next one comes out, what, next year, right? Uh, actually, like, I feel like it's like half a year from now, actually. I'm not sure. All I oh, know really? is that the trailer should be out by now. We need to get hype going, guys. Generate that hype. This is like the first time I'm gonna be hyped for a Marvel movie. <laughs> Weird. The first thing, the first thing Thanos and the film does is attack and murder unarmed refugees fleeing their war-torn homeland. He only kills half of them. Just a detail you know that, that you need is? to catch. That, that is just an allegory for white people. I just because racist xenophobia. If he's gonna start arguing, because judging from that statement alone, is he gonna say that like? Thanos is completely insane, unjust, evil, all this sort of stuff. So, first of all, like I said, it's half the ship, and the, the writers confirmed that Korg and Valkyrie, the two characters we did not see, are alive and well on that half of the ship. Because Thanos blew up this half of the ship because he killed half of the refugees. I'm still confused by that, given that the Guardians of the Galaxy went there when they were, like, flying through all the rubble of the ship, and they only... Thor, like, where's the other half of the ship exactly? Oh, I mean, that's up for Thor 4 to, to tell us, or for Infinity War Part 2, but there's a lot of things that you could ask that about in Infinity War. It's like, okay, but what about this? It's like, well, that's for next time. Let's just hope they don't Ryan Johnson us, okay? That's that's the goal. That's what we're, 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 what we're As after. As such, this is compounded by the fact that it essentially undoes Thor Ragnarok and the entire arc for Thor from that film. It undoes Thor's arc? It undoes a couple things. It undoes his I eye. Mean, <laughs> um, well, I think I feel like the eye part was kind of a part of his arc where he got like all the fucking cool superpower shit at the end of the movie. Yeah, it's and then strange. Like, I oh, was, he knew I. I assumed that it was um, it was literally Same just because like hammer. the actor wanted to not wear an eye patch or something. Yeah, and then the I mean I I get the narrative reason for why they needed to forge the new hammer, but. It's also like, wasn't the whole point of him losing his hammer so that he could, like, you know, grow? Oh, well, that's that's a huge issue in terms of just, like, you probably should have made this weapon a while ago if it's, like, the most powerful thing on the planet. I don't know. Yeah, There's a lot they don't explain about that. Or, or just not destroyed Moiner. Ah, Moiner. However you pronounce that fucking Mjolnir. stupid What's name? wrong with you? Mjolnir. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I only pronounce American word. Sorry. <laughs> that ain't no American word. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh... Yeah, no, I agree with those those bits. Um, undoing his arc, I just I just need clarification on what he considers his arc. Because there's a couple of things, right? It's not just like one I wouldn't thing. say it would undo his entire arc, but it, it kind of made a couple bits of it irrelevant. 
Yeah. Thanos is the bad guy. Screams are heard echoing from the peanut bleachers like people electively trapped in a cave with- Well, bad is subjective, sir. The megaphone. Yeah, I know. He's also the protagonist of the film, who is given a goal to accomplish and does accomplish it. Which is clever, but that- I would not say he's the protagonist. I mean, I'm okay with the interpretation. I'm just curious how that counters the idea that he's bad. He, he set that yeah. up as if it counters the fact that he's bad. Because, I mean, you know, you could argue Palpatine is the protagonist of the prequels. If, if your logic is they have a goal to achieve and they achieve it by the end. You know, it, it depends. So, um, uh, yeah. Hmm. Congruence okay. amplifies many of the things that turned people off to this film. The tone of this thing is unrelentingly dire. Multiple characters are tortured, their screams agonizing, which I'll admit I had a pretty tough 2017, and that amount of trauma was tough for me to deal with in the theater. I kept pretending to go to the bathroom. The film made me feel bad and reminded me of a lot of real world stuff that- What a I soy boy, what a little bitch. I wonder if that's really? gonna play into his assessment. I was wow. triggered by a fucking this CGI rock burning. Come on, you. People can draw whatever they're gonna draw. I just hope he doesn't sort of convert that into some kind of like this shouldn't be happening in Marvel or something. I don't know. What bad yeah, shit happened in 2017 that made him get triggered by this? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm but what the fuck? Also, yeah, I have to, I have to say, like, does that? he not watch or consume media that's a little bit, you know, on on the. Like, there's way worse stuff than that. Yeah, like, does he... if, if Infinity War is what did it for you, then damn, Because, like, does he... This is a genuine question. Does he consume adult content? That's my question. Is the Da Vinci Code the most mature thing he's watched? I don't know, man. I... Seriously, how... This and was not... baby violence. Come on. Because I was gonna say, they're deliberately non... They're not very violent in these films because of the fact they have to reach a certain rating. They, they try to avoid... The most violent thing you'll see is Iron Man getting stabbed with something, but you barely see any blood. And he doesn't die from it. Yeah, yeah. it's very very tame in these films, usually. Not alone on that one. Do you remember in Black Panther when the woman got her, her neck slit open? There was no blood or barkings. <laughs> it's just like, oh, she's dead. A lot of people about this movie. Torture, 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 torture. I Apparently people in the chat are saying he almost it. died because of multiple sclerosis. Okay. Well, this is the thing, I don't, I don't take away from anybody associating whatever they want to whatever they want. It's, it's entirely subjective, I just, uh... It's strange that this is what did it for him when it was so... You know... Tame. Tame compared to what you can really consume. And I just assume... I assume he's a media channel, as in he consumes media. That's That, that would be... What's his channel name? I want to see what kind of movies. Movies with Mikey or something? Or Film Joy? Yeah, I well, assume he watches a lot of films. Up. Film Joy. Uh, just Wait, see someone said, for your information, this reviews. guy wrote Alien Colonial Marines. Is that true? If that what? is, then holy shit, Wait, does he not what? know what he... <laughs> or is that just a random comment that's a joke? Or is that true? <laughs> Cause... Um, let me see... Alien writer. Mikey Newman was the writer for Aliens Colonial Marines. Oh god. And if you go to his about page, it says he doesn't say his name, his full name. Just it or Mikey's Twitter. Let's see if that does it. Mikey oh my god, he did write Aliens Colonial this Marines. This is the guy Fuck. who wrote Aliens Colonial Marines. Okay, well we can say for sure that he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about then. 
Because, hey, well, I mean, if we're still waiting for an argument, I know there's I mean, been I'm six so minutes. But I mean, still... I'm sorry, but you Mahler, if you played Aliens, Colonial Marines... Well, that's the thing. I haven't because of okay. watching well, reviews of it. Okay, well, I did play it, and it is one of the most abominable stories I think I've... It's like, honestly, Last Jedi levels of Wait, shit. Wait, so to clarify, if the mechanics were amazing, you'd still be saying that, right? Yes, yeah. but the mechanics aren't. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's just a clarification, because I didn't actually no, know what I the mean, story was. I mean, like, the story is, like, borderline retarded. It's but yeah, let's... It's not borderline retarded, it just is, it is retarded. We're not going to hold these things against him. We're going to allow him free of those claims, even if... I mean, they're 100% true, but he, we're just, just going to see what he has to say, because I know it's been six minutes, but he still hasn't made his point yet. Well, over 18 just from looking at his channel, uh, the videos he's... or the movies he's reviewed, none of them are really violent. Maybe he doesn't like violent movies. That could actually be a thing. I mean, th there are some movies like Star Wars and other Marvel films. That's about as violent as it gets. Like, no blood or shit. I mean, Blade Runner is probably the most violent thing he's watched. Hmm. He's got to have... It's just weird. It's weird torture, to me. Torture, 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 torture. I get it. Stakes get escalated over 18 films. To make Thanos feel dangerous, he's got to be music in the back. and that mileage will vary by person. But I draw an arrow back to fucking blanket shield for everyone. Seeing a film wield trauma like a circus act is a little rough. Whoa. What do you mean wield trauma like a circus act? Wield trauma like a... That is a strange phrase. I would love to... A lot of, a lot of things that. that could mean... <laughs> Like, yeah. my immediate assumption was he was saying, like, they're trivializing trauma, which... He's watched I, John Wick? I, I hope know. he's not saying that. How can he watch John Wick and think that this is too violent? He's seen John Wick? That's way more violent. That doesn't John make Wick any is violence. sense. I, and, uh, alright, keep going. <laughs> Get in the car, kids. We're going to a Disney movie. What the this fuck was that? <laughs> okay. I guess he's he's basically he's complaining that there's too much violence for this movie. Okay, that's that's what he's saying. I think <laughs> that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I, I mean, until do, I, do you want me to just cite the times in the previous Marvel films where there's been something violent in them? Because there's plenty. He said John Wick was a slasher. What? what? Um. Um. I would, I would I go. I would go with seen a slasher action movie first, but sure. As mm, yeah, okay. In the sense that a lot of people die, I guess. The film makes light of them for entertainment. The film makes light of serious issues for entertainment. Wow. So it's a. F what? The film does not make light of the serious issues at all. It's precisely why we take them seriously, my friend. It's why majority of audiences were dead silent once the credits hit at the end of Infinity War because oh, it was yeah, taken very seriously. The fucking theater seriously. was silent as the grave, man. People didn't know what to think. It was not People played for entertainment. Is, is well, I mean, I guess it is played for entertainment in that. Well, it's, entertainment loosely that it, it's engaging. Yeah, but it holds um, your attention. again, the word I'm waiting for him to use is trivialize. If he uses that, which it sounds like he would have in a synonym there. Once upon a time, Tony Stark just wanted some Burger King. <laughs> that's all. Okay. That's it. He just wanted some Burger King. That is Tony Stark. <laughs> What? <laughs> Tony Stark just wanted some Burger King. Okay. And now he's hurtling through space with an arachnid teenager and a space wizard, which is impressive. Space wizard! Hey, we got we a space, got a space wizard. wizard, ladies and gentlemen. We got space da, da, wizard. Da, da, da. Wait, he dies. So that pokes a hole in uh, what's his fuck? Macintosh. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but he's gonna come back, and that's the male fantasy. Yeah. Uh, Dying coming back to life just like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Iron Man's like... arc was once upon a time he simply wanted a burger, now he's flying through space with a space with He's like, like okay. what? All I wanted was burger. I Get the richest man in the world, get some Burger King. <laughs> it's the burger arc. Now I want to go get Burger King. <laughs> Convincingly, but the danger also has to escalate. The stakes need to escalate, however arbitrarily we get there. Uh, all arbitrarily, arbitrarily. Arbitra <sighs> everything in a movie is like arbitrary because you write it the way that you write it. Just like, what do you mean? It just is arbitrary, I suppose. I mean, that is. He did say at the beginning he, he doesn't want to convince anyone of anything. He's, I guess he really is just stating his state he, of yeah. mind, and he that's ain't it. Fucking convincing me. He's, he's not he's not really making any points he's just saying things with a lot of new york exploding avengers 2 dealt with a fictional european town exploding civil war convincingly dealt with the fallout of those stakes by having the characters deal with the consequences oh of so he likes civil war he doesn't like the others of their actions but never mind grimace is pissed this movie sets stakes what so unrealistically high that they don't even bother justifying what? them they set the stakes so high they don't justify them. What do you mean by that? I I need so much more explanation from this guy. Yeah, he's, this they is set the stakes so high. Just tell they, me what you mean, please. Yeah, just <laughs> just some dude is like twenty miles, not enough to go around. And when we faced extinction, I offered a solution. And it's accepted as some kind of truth, really, Thanos. Yeah, by him. Yes. Not by there us. Is, there were not enough resources. Like, we can refuse to believe that that was the answer, of course. The point is that he but, believes it was the answer. Yeah, he's telling the story. He's telling us that from his perspective. And that he was denied and then his people died, and that was enough for him to start that applying this him. worldwide. Yeah, he's, and, he knows what happens when you fail. And don't That's forget, what... he did it with Gamora's world, remember? And it was successful? Yeah. So he has, it justifies to him what he needs to do. If he doesn't do it, it fails. If he does do it, it succeeds. That's what happened in the movie, Mikey. <laughs> How much you gotta eat to maintain that physique? Dude is like 8'5 and weighs like 980 pounds. A cow weighs a little more than that and can eat 27 pounds of food. Yeah, this is- What does that have to do with shit? I don't know, like, I'll be honest, like, you know, this is a little bit inappropriate compared to how you were just talking about the films being overly violent for, for the sake of entertainment and how it affected you personally, and now you're going He's off. trivializing now? He's trivializing his own video now, but, you know, fair enough. A day and cows don't look like that. This movie what even... Alright. It is an unrelenting I'm... exercise in abuse, trauma, and torture. It tries to justify... Not He's torturing, and he doesn't necessarily want to do it. It's because it's getting him the devices he that he needs yeah. to save the world. That's how he sees it. Yeah, yeah. Remember, Thanos thinks that he's the savior of the universe. He thinks he's going to save the galaxy here. Of course, he what he's doing is, is horrific and cruel, but he's using it as a tool to get what he needs to get to save the world. Yeah, he he Very justifies pragmatic. himself because he knows that. It's, to, in his mind, something he has to do. It has to be done. Yeah, we don't have to agree with it at all. And we absolutely yeah. would see him as a bad guy because of this, as do all the heroes. Non-ambiguously abuse with love. What? Abuse is love? I mean, that's not necessarily a, 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 a falsehood. There are... abuse, Trump. 
there are people on the planet who do consider like do abuse their, who they love I'm, not, I'm confused what's your point in torture it tries to justify non-ambiguously abuse with love what it tries to justify that abuse is love okay I need to unravel this in my own head so is he arguing that the film is telling us that Thanos really did love Gamora despite the da the fact that he would always torture her or something is that what he's saying the film is saying if anything, it shows that he doesn't enjoy torturing yeah. his people because he loves them. Not not just that, though, but, like, we... That was a very specific torture. You get a specific outcome. We're not told no, that that's, that's that part of the course. That's just something he does every day. You could say he doesn't torture Gamora, the one that he loves. The problem that I have overall with this, though, that even if he's right, even if Thanos tortured her every day and said, this is actually me loving you... That's totally a thing that could have happened, and that's a part of his character, perhaps, that he sees love that way. I'm confused as to what your point is. You're telling us that the film is justifying it like it's a good thing? You think the film's telling us that him torturing people is a good thing? Uh, this is well, so interpretive. In the 40s, we tortured the Jews, and that was definitely a good thing. This is, I'm so confused. Help me out I here. am too. I need explanations. I'm gonna hold you to task for doing that, Marvel. I was on your team. That's why I'm nitpicking you. It's not justified from a filmmaking perspective. I'm not talking about the plot. I'm talking about the people that made decisions to do this. You what? actually do have responsibilities. What? It's fuck off. What is he talking about? You're, you have responsibilities bullshit. You fuck off this instant, you hack piece of shit. <laughs> Don't you even pull that garbage with me. These content creators, they have a responsibility to make the content that I find acceptable. Yeah, I mean, you def you're definitely right on that. I'm. I, the reason I'm not even annoyed yet is because I still have no idea what he wants. I can't believe we're Don't 8 minutes and 11 word. seconds in and I still have no idea what's happening in this video. All he said that the the movie is too violent and um it equates abuse is love. <sighs> I guess. If because he did say it justifies that abuse is love or something like that, but again I just stand by the fact that there are fucked up people on this planet who actually do abuse the people they love and they consider it like tough love or something like that. Those people exist. Like, I don't. Oh, are you saying that they should never portray these people? Even if they're as villains? I'm confused. I am too, man. I mean, already said the it better film's than... not saying that that's a good thing. Yeah, he's the villain. He's the, he's the bad guy. <laughs> he's bad. Also, yeah, to clarify, he's... art has no responsibility is very true. Uh, you should never be held unless of course you made a statement about your art before it came out that it will be x y and z and then it's not you know there are specifics to this but the idea that you must make something that does x y and z is ridiculous it's a very authoritarian mindset it's it's one it's, it's someone who wants to control media is essentially what that boils down to deep down post-modernism i'm talking about the plot i'm talking about the people that made decisions to do this you actually do have responsibilities. And Fuck don't you. take my word for it. Maggie Mae Fish already said it better than I ever who's Mag I don't care. Who's, who's Maggie Mae Fish? Uh, well, look. just by looking at her face here, I, you know. Maggie Mae Fish. Um, Doesn't even sound like a real name. She is an actress from Sandcastles. 
and get you back. Um, the Tony Lauren Lauren show. Uh, she was on the Tony Lauren show. So, an uh, actor, writer, comedian, DreamWorks TV, Cracked, J A S H, Machinima. I'll eat the raisin. I'll eat the raisins. Okay. Um, Los Angeles, California. I guess let's let's see what she's got to say. Ah, uh, California, cracked. She looks like this. Responsibilities. And don't take my word for it. Maggie Mae Fish already said it better than I ever will. This narrative is utterly hopeless. How many young children will watch this movie sitting in a theater right next to an authority figure who abuses them? The message that that child. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, You've drifted right into yeah. hyper interpretation now. Yeah. Some some child might interpret something that they see in a movie as something that it's totally not supposed to be interpreted as because they have this crazy, unusual, fucked up real life situation, and so those two mix and can possibly create things. This is essentially the think of the children argument for art. And just you can't just, portray this yeah, in art because think of the children. If anybody in the chat is like, uh, no, she's right. I'll just give you a counterexample. Um, Adventure Time, which is the most like child friendly thing you're gonna come across. Uh, there's, there's characters that are, that are candy in the world, parts of them like fall off sometimes or get eaten or whatever else, and I'll just be like, what if a kid interprets that as he's supposed to eat his friends? I oh mean, no. This is essentially saying, this is an argument used by everything from Christian fundamentalists to the far left, anyone who wants to be an authoritarian. Uh, we can control the art that you create, and we can control the art that you consume, because think of the children. Some, not literally 100% of everybody, might get the message correct or interpret things correct. Therefore, you have a responsibility to. <laughs> Mola, that's that. that's a horrible comparison. Uh, you don't get it then. Like seriously, it's about the fact that you just draw whatever you want out of the the source. It's not the film. Even if the film had a character outwardly suggest that anybody who loves you should hit you. That would still be like, think of the children, what they'll learn from this. It's like, that's. There's horrible shit in loads of content. It's about displaying I mean, life as a reflection. I mean, look at the villain. Look at the, the villain in every Disney movie. Every single Disney movie, the villain does terrible things. Where's the outrage there? I mean, look, look at, uh, uh, not Cinderella, but like Tangled and Rapunzel. You know, the witch loves Rapunzel or whatever, and so they want she she says she wants to keep her safe, right? In the tower. I mean, that's that's keep that's kidnapping under the guise I'm, of love. I just so don't understand movies. I don't yeah, understand how he's coming to this conclusion that like this movie's trying to tell people that like this is okay, because it's like he kills like almost all of the people ever in the universe. And he's yeah, like he's the, bad the main guy. force of evil. Like how how is he coming to this conclusion that anyone's defending this shit? It he's supposed to be the one that you're fighting against. Claude That's why Frollo every nothing wrong. <laughs> and, and and I don't think this is portrayed as like a good thing. This is the I think this is the problem. Oh, yeah. Um, the film confirms for the audience that you need to sacrifice someone you love to get the soul stone. So he throws her off despite being someone who caused her a lot of damage in her life and it, it, it confirms the film is like yes he did love her meaning that his abuse of her is confirmed as someone's love and again i'm just like yeah that's something that occurs in real life it's like he's trying to say that 
because it's uh they tried to make the villain more relatable, which is something that a lot of stories try to do. That they're trying to be like, see, he's not like the most evil person ever. Therefore, okay. It's like, no, he's still evil. They're trying to make him relatable because that's a more um, enticing villain. Unlike somebody this... in the chat brought up uh, the Incredibles bad guy syndrome. Like, oh, yeah. do these people watch Incredibles? Too violent. I mean, yeah, well, is, is we can sit here literally all day, pick any children's content, and then just think of the worst thing that could be interpreted from it. It's easy. And um, the idea that Marvel confirmed through the mechanics of this universe that Thanos truly did love her and that it was shown in the film as abuse, in telling children that abuse is a form of love, that's, I think, what their concern is. But the fact is, it's like, don't you understand? These people exist. There are people in the world. Their monsters love people, too. It's like, you, you don't... I don't think you get it. It's like it's about Thanos's character, and you'd be like, "Well, that's he hits even me because he loves me." Even if that's true, it's inappropriate for children. At which point, I'd just be like, the, the, I, "I mean, watch anything from like, yeah, you're not giving enough credit to children's content, especially older Disney stuff. There's plenty of deeper themes and questions to be asked about what stuff means what. It's just like you decided to dig into Infinity War for some reason." You didn't dig into anything else. I mean, look at the Lion King. That wasn't exactly like yeah, some super light, child-friendly. This is all sunshines and rainbows. Like no, oh, you remember the, the, remember the end of character, uh, Spider-Man one, Sam Raimi's one, where Spider-Man's like torn to shit by the end of it. Like the whole costume's fucked up and his blood all over his face and like oh yeah, Green Goblin's about to kill. I, I'd just be like, that's pretty. That's pretty intense. But maybe, maybe that's not the argument. Maybe it always has to be an inference thing, which means I just come back to Adventure Time. Like you show people falling apart, you show you'll be happily because if someone was going to be like they're candy though, they're not humans. I'd just be like these aren't humans. They're clearly different species. It's like how how semantic do you want to get on this one? I'm calling you a hypocrite if you think that this film has a bad message for kids, but no other content from children's could possibly be interpreted that way. And besides, let's be fair, think of the children as one of the most annoying fucking arguments in history. There's plenty of children who would fucking adore this shit. I know I would have, uh, um, I don't even know what age group they're talking about, by the way. I mean, I liked the first Transformers back when I was a kid. The films are like, 12 in my country, obviously. Um, so that means anybody 12 and above can go and see this. Do you think it's suitable for anybody 12 and above, guys? Oh yeah. I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say there's nothing too intense. Um, but now I'm curious what the age ratings on other films are. I wonder if Star yes. Wars is a 12 or not. Someone pointed out Watership Down is intense. I mean, that's a <laughs> gory-ass yeah, kids movie. That shit's fucking... That's hardcore. Dude, that's a twisted film, man. I just... It, it reminds me of the whole thing about, um, you know, like how you should never portray things that make women... F you, we need more women in, in films to let women know that they can be actors. And like to me, I'm just like, stop making women and children so absurdly stupid that they just they watch Infinity War and decide they need to stop punching people they love. Like, <laughs> really? It's the, it reminds me of the whole like, if they play Doom, they're gonna start killing people. It's like, I, uh, okay. I played Quake when Doom I was like seven. It's I just uh, yeah, I, you lost me. But you know, we'll let him keep going, I suppose will receive is abuse is love no what about not even close and even if even if that were the case there's plenty of love is love in the film like sacrifice and 
family and friendship and stuff. I mean, did she not catch the part where uh, Scarlet Witch was like torn up inside as she was literally killing Vision? Are they arguing that that they're saying abuse is only love? Like, there's no bad side to abuse. That it is love. Like, I'm. Hmm. I don't know. I guess I'll have to see. Oh yeah, there's there's a whole Lovecraftian element to Adventure Time. That's true. Um, there's grisly deaths. There's fates worse than death in the actual show. The show gets very crazy, but it's all housed in this very friendly, doughy, happy, simplistic environment. So it's it's you know, kids won't notice the uh, the other stuff going on. Hopefully, but again, in the interpretive stuff is just fucking annoying. Plus filmmaking that's why the positive movie guy is so pissed off but before i transition over to thanos let's talk about the guardians first what second. does this have to do with the video called let's talk about thanos why are you transitioning to the guardians of the galaxy what does this have what's to do this, with anything french bullshit <laughs> I don't think this film really understood or nailed the tone of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I thought they, I thought I they thought, fucking uh, masterfully put fucking, it in. I thought it was one of the best like, parts of the film. I mean, it, it was really seamlessly transitioned. I can believe I how well the Guardians film slotted right into with Avengers' tone. Like, it was... But, you know, it. both me and, and, and Mikey have now made opposing statements. Neither of us have arguments. But I wonder if he's going to provide any of this. Let's have a look. And usually that would be easily set aside. But this one's complicated. What cannot be set aside is Gamora and Quill. Especially Gamora. Because y'all did her dirty. Or Nebula, How? who is literally Oh, uh, he likes just to just not qualify less, anything. We do not less qualify. Less non sequitur meme, more explanation. Yeah, like, stop wasting time on just making more points that don't go anywhere. Introduced I mean, as being she didn't strike me as being any different in this movie as she was in the Guardian films. Exactly. Like it literally felt exactly like a Guardian every time there. Yeah, I mean, I... Literally introduced as being tortured for months on end and left in suspended disassembled. Of course he's smirking. He's just proven his daughter to be a liar. He outfoxed her. He's satisfied. He's not a fucking good guy. Stop acting like the film thinks he's a good guy. Well, that's oh, the really? thing. He he immediately opened this up with saying that he's protagonist, which is like so wrong. It means he has to be a good guy, apparently. Also, I don't know. Yeah, all, yeah. The protagonist doesn't have to be a good moral person. Citizen Kane. Punisher. <laughs> I mean, he's supposed to be gray. That's the point of him, right? Star Killer, Force Unleashed. Any character in Joe Abercrombie's books, Geralt of Rivia. Where Thanos can just inflict untold pain on his daughter whenever he wants. Like, I could spend- Yeah, that's what, what, bad, that's what bad guys do. He's doing it for a point, though. He's actually doing it for a reason in this scene. He's not just doing it. <sighs> he's, like, literally he's trying to get Gamora to do- are handled in this movie. Quill spent two movies learning what it meant to be an adult. All seen. Uh, not sure I agree with that one. Learning what it meant to be an adult. I don't think he was doing anything else but being an adult. I okay. would rather argue he learned more about, like, opening up to a, a. He basically creates a new family by the end of it, right? Because he's lost his and the Ravagers. 
he always looked at Yondu as being someone who was never his actual friend, who's always trying to abuse or eat him, as he says. And so it's, he's a lone ranger, and he's actually going to work with people now. I, I don't know about... He learned to be an adult. I, I'd love to hear the uh, perspective on that one. And through the lens of coming to grips with the death of his parents, one he himself had to kill to save the galaxy. Coming to grips with adult responsibility and learning not to be an idiotic man-child. And you literally showed the scene where he idiotically overreacted and tried to kill someone who can't be killed and ended up getting himself captured. I'm pretty sure the point is that he's an incredibly emotional creature. Yeah, is we it, see that in Infinity War too. Yeah, I was gonna say, this is strange. This is the thing now, he's making all these arguments for Guardians of the Galaxy that he's not qualifying. When we were just going through the ones about Thanos, it's like, come on, dude. Almost like these films were autobiographical for James Gunn, he himself coming to grips with the James Gunn did the fucking consulting on the Guardians in Infinity War, dude. Shock artist he used to be, and trying to be a better person and learn through his art. Things Disney already knew about and fired him anyway on behalf of a lot of people acting in 100%. Sure, but like, what does this have to do with the video? Even, 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 I don't even agree that these people are arguing in bad faith. See that you're doing the Macintosh thing, you're doing the SJW thing where you assume everybody's intention, yeah, you label them as having those intentions and then you dismiss them. There's a lot of people who really just didn't want him anywhere near Disney stuff after seeing what he had written because that's up to them. People feel things, yeah, that doesn't mean they're acting in bad faith. Acting in bad faith is, is pretending to be outraged just because you don't like him. Oof, bad faith, which Disney also knew. And it's easy to readily admit he made tasteless jokes about abuse in tweets he deleted and apologized for as he grew as a human. I mean, I agree, but it's still on Disney's part to decide if they want to keep him hired or not. That's up to them. I can disagree with the decision all I want, but like, what are you, what are you trying to prove? He apologized for the thing he did. Okay, they can still fire him. It's not like it's illegal. Uh, confused. It's just... The person he was at the beginning of the first movie. He's impulsive, childish, and- He was impulsive in Guardians 2. There's no way that you couldn't argue that. Makes mistakes that Gamora pays for with her life, and even after she- How he does he- How does Wait, his what? mistake- What? How does he- I mean, Yeah. He, he pulled the trigger, but the only reason that, that her exactly. that her brains didn't get splattered all over the place is because Thanos and that was, turned it into a bubble gun. And that was after all of the Guardians ignored his attempt to create a plan, if you remember. A plan yeah. that he ends up doing on Titan that works, by the way, until he obviously ruins it himself. But when does he cost her life? I don't know. I mean, he, they were on a different planet at the time, so... But yeah, like, I actually would argue that the Guardians themselves as a team are pretty childish. Gamora's like the mum, you know? Like, the team of them are all very, let's say, underdeveloped, undermatured, and, like, that's a part of the charm. Unfocused, kind of. Because they're all just sort of, uh, you know, and, and that's a great part of them. They're like a big family. It's, just, it's awesome. Um, but Quill is certainly not a paragon of maturity by the end of Guardians 2. I, I certainly wouldn't say that myself. He dies. He's still making the same mistakes. So he's not even learning from the shit in your own movie. Like, the Avengers win, but he's just so mad about the woman he might be in love with, but most Might be in love with? He might be. Have you seen these films, sir? Like, what the hell? You... He almost killed himself in the first movie 
to save her life. And the second How one, how could they... you possibly say otherwise? The second film, he's trying to get in her pants throughout the whole thing, and it's only at the end that they actually finally hook up because he's obsessed. He really likes her. And they go really, really out of their way to show in, in Infinity War just how much he means to her. They are he literally says that he loves her in Infinity Yeah, this is, there's a lot of time spent on those two. You have to actually be fair here that Marvel put their legwork in with those two. They developed that relationship. This is, what do you mean? He <laughs> just shows ownership over her the end? Shows ownership? Ownership? Oh my god. Oh, Why'd you have to make it about these things? Why can't you use references? <laughs> I'm sure he'll give us an example. Entire time? He took my girl. Wait, who are you? And he took my okay. girl. That's like a okay. 70s thing to say. Really? That doesn't mean that the girl belongs to him. It's like my husband, my wife. My that man. Mean they belong to you. They're, they're, they, they're... Isn't that something people say in like every single relationship ever? But oh yeah. Oh, Come on. Shives. We are such a cuck like Steve that you'll be like, I actually belong to her. I, I can't she believe I'm saying this, her. but it's a culture thing. What, him saying that is a reason why he would say that and that Tony wouldn't. Cause, cause it, and she would say, my boyfriend. I mean, if my girlfriend says the same thing to me, does that mean that she's exerting ownership over would it, yes, would it have been okay if he had said, my girlfriend? That's the question, right. isn't it? Would it have been okay if he said, my girlfriend? Or would that be still possessive? I don't know. It's it, This guy's fucking stretching. <laughs> Someone said, my big. Mora, yikes. Giving her a piece of knowledge just so Thanos could kill her for manufactured stakes and using that death to prove that this abuser... What do you mean, manufactured stakes? <laughs> it's about him getting the... Killing everyone at the end. Are they manufactured... <laughs> It's literally been since Avengers that we knew about this, and that was what, 2011 was it? How I don't understand. Does love her is legitimately revolting. You think it's revolting that Thanos loves her? See, this is where you're losing me. Uh, bad people love too. Yeah, bad people love. Um, what's Every the? Why? Well, yeah, I mean, come on. Oh, what? oh. I Hitler liked animals, so I guess we shouldn't like animals, because um, that's disgusting. 310 to Yuma. Have either of you guys seen that movie? I have not. I've never heard of it. So, the film is about a uh, like an outlaw who's really uh, j just really well known. He's being taken from you know town A to a train, the 310 to Yuma, to be hanged in Yuma. And uh, along the way, he's got a bunch of people with him, and... Um, He's not even worried because, but basically, the angle is that he's re he's you could argue he's a lot like um, he's very confident, almost like a cool good guy sort of thing. You kind of like sort of get interested in him, but then um, his his logic is he could easily win at any moment, and it's everyone's sort of getting along. And he, he, Christian Bale and Russell Crowe are the main characters, and they're sort of having a back and forth, trying to figure each other out. And there's a scene where there's a guy he actually has a bit of a history with in that group who starts insulting his mother. And like he's getting more and more frustrated as time goes on until he snaps and like gets uh, he breaks free and basically throws the guy right off a cliff that they were near. And uh, I'm talking about the remake as well. And um, before he does it, he says even bad men love their mamas and throws her. And it's like it's a it's a line I always remembered because I was just like, yeah, bad people yeah. love people. It's a thing. You might want to look into it. I'm sorry. That I mean, sure, there there is like the fun archetype. Uh, a stereotypical villain like Sauron yeah, or the Emperor, like 
you know th those are fun but there's also like villains like they tried to do with thanos where they tried to make him you know relatively relatable so that it's like oh there, there's some human characteristics behind him kind of like the joker with uh the dark knight they tried to make him not just your typical villain you don't have to be like the most evil person ever in the history of anything you guys you can uh, actually have some human characteristics you guys should refresh i'm gonna I'm post it again so you guys can get there but jared's released a uh sexy man boob 300 sub special and you should oh, just oh, check out the oh, thumbnail dear <laughs> look at that thumbnail oh boy <laughs> hold up i'm pulling up youtube <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Wow, that was that was quick, Jared. Man. We'll probably we'll probably finish with oh that. Oh my tonight. god, look at his bed! <laughs> Holy shit! That's some lore expansion right there. The mattress, oh the mattress is, it's no. We're looking inside. We're looking the inside the mattress. The mattress, the mattress has no cover. It's just the springs. Holy shit! How do you How do, do you that to a bed? I've never seen the inside of a mattress before. And wow, wow! I mean, that's <laughs> Jared. that's what the inside of a mattress looks Guys, like. Guys, we're watching that as soon as I don't you know. You should put that up on the screen, Waller, so people can see it. Oh my god! It's only yeah, it's only a minute. Or are we hot watching comment, that? Or... Too hot for YouTube. My expectations are subverted. But yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, we'll give this a little bit more time, but I mean, that statement not... right there, the whole <laughs> bad people this... don't love, like, or it's, it's, what do you say it was? It was disgusting, or it was revolted? Oh, I can't... Here, let, let me back up just a bit. Piece of knowledge just so Thanos could kill her for manufactured stakes, and using that death to prove that this abuser actually really does love her is legitimately revolting. Yeah, you know, I genuinely, like, I feel kind of condescending to say it, but it's like, how naive are you? Do you think bad people don't love people? Do you, do you think abusers don't love thinks. people? Maybe he thinks films are, films have a responsibility to show that evil people are just evil through and through to the core. There's nothing human about them. Do you, do you think that love can only be a good, like, happy positive thing? That there's no toxic love? Do you know what some people do when they're, like, massively in love? Do you know what stalkers are? I mean, I was in an abusive relationship for two years, so it's this is what I, I, I this is why I'm saying I think you're naive. I think that you have no idea what the what the the scope of love is. I think that you've um, you've looked at Marvel and said Marvel is saying that love isn't just happy and nice, and that's disgusting. And it's like, ooh, <laughs> hey. Someone said someone said Jews like people too. <laughs> no, they don't. That's just. Fucked up and rude. We're talking about the he kidnapped her and murdered everyone she's ever known. No, no half just of half of them. <laughs> half of them. This is important. He only kills half of them. Yep. There is a purpose to what he's doing. I don't think he caught that. Or cared about. I don't know. Some really somebody is seeing the her? film through their own personal lens at this point. J just right would be very impressed. See, he gave her a knife, which she uses on him and is crying over. What? It's a little bit poetic, wouldn't you say? Yeah. It's I like it's, it's like poetry, they rhyme. Exactly. 
Are you saying that she loves- Crying over what? She fucking- that was her whole life was with him. That's all she knows. Yeah, like, what is wrong with you? Do you not understand that love is just not happy, shiny, everything? What is wrong with you, man? Why- why are you trying to box in the- the emotion, the- the- the experience Hit of love? Hitler's love of Germany drove him to do some kind of questionable things. I don't understand. This is insane. This is terrible. Is that what you're saying? And that's coming from the guy that gave you all the credit in the world. This is a decision you made. And all roads lead to... Huh? Sad music. Dude, his his tone on this video is all over the fucking place. This video is fucking awful. I'm not even surprised anymore that he's the writer the of Empire Strikes Col Back ruined everything. We took the wrong lessons from it. Every big clearly you did. Chapter. What does the Empire Strikes Back have to do? <laughs> See, he started his film with that music and saying that, and now we're at part quattro or whatever the fuck Parte the French quattro. word is for. And now he's talking about it again, so it's something. All right, then. Long lessons from it. Every big franchise <sighs> middle chapter feels the pull of Empire. The big act two then learns the wrong lessons. And I get it, act two, the night the is always darkest before the dawn. But we're just trying to be unrelenting at this point. Oh, Spider-Man's going to beg for his life? Dope. Dope? What is your point here? You know, you, these people understand how dead silent this theater was. I don't I think he's saying they took it too far. But, like, who are you to say that they took it too far or didn't take it far enough? What is your argument? Well, let me back. Let's take a look. Lenting at this point. Oh, Spider-Man's gonna beg for his life? Dope. I don't wanna go. No, we didn't like that. That's, yeah, it means. We didn't like it. Sure, it, it means a lot. <laughs> We, we like the character a lot. It's a great character. So seeing him go like that in a... That's the thing. These... When they die or whatever, it's not like this heroic death, you know? It's not noble or anything. They just disappear. It's not something you can fight against either. Like, does he just it's, not and, like the and, concept of drama? Is it horrifying to him? I don't know. I think maybe that is the idea. Maybe the idea of conflict to him is... Or is it the we? You know, like the most common complaints the MCU was getting was that there was never any repercussions for any of the events. Everyone goes back to normal, and so like they do this, well, and now they've gone too far. You're not allowed to do this. This is too much. Empire Strikes Back got it right when it chopped Luke's hand off and sent uh, Han into carbonite. That's what you're supposed to do. I don't get it. Sir, please, please, I don't want to go. Look, there's absolutely no way to say The Avengers Infinity War is a bad film. Okay. It's an astonishing and occasionally tiring, awesome thing. That's okay. why mileage varies on how different people react to different films. It seems to take some cheap shortcuts in an effort to have the universe pay attention to a man who doesn't listen to logic or reason with terrible ideas and- But he does listen to logic and reason. His own. Yeah. It's complicated, he, he, he it's has, not- Yeah, he does use logic and reason to find a solution. If you remember the part where he says, um, like, Doctor Strange criticizes him, and uh, I think the two times that he, it's, it's all about perspective, he says, um, oh yeah, you're a prophet for predicting everyone was going to die from lack of resources, and he says, I'm a survivor. So it's like, oh, you get an idea of how he considers himself, and then he says that, um, 
you know, he suggested a solution, and then um, Doctor Strange says, yeah, genocide. And then he came back with, um, what's the line? He says something like, uh, where, where I'm going with this is that he would change, he wouldn't say genocide, he would say salvation, for example. He's got internal logic, and it's fucked, but it's there. Consistent. And do a bunch and, of aggressively yeah. violent stuff to kill half the universe because he bullheadedly thinks he's right. Half the universe. It's not aggressively violent stuff. He literally poofs them out of existence. He actually says that's why it's preferable. It's mercy. They don't have to be murdered. Well, you know, depending on your definition. They don't have to starve or be killed by people in desperation. Yeah, like, come on. This is just. You're not giving the movie any credit here. You're just, like, dropping out loads of details. Even when people tell him he's not. Little one, it's a simple calculus. This universe is finite, its resource is finite. If life is left unchecked, life will cease to exist. It needs correction. You don't know that! I'm the only one who knows that. I think in 2018 that- Do you think that proves something? Anyone? <laughs> um, well, if, if, I'm wondering why that scene doesn't tell Mikey anything. I, he's like, he taught. He keeps coming back to that scene. He tortured her to get the soul stone to complete his plan. If, like, let me level with you, Mikey. If you thought that there was there was a button in your house you could press that'll save everyone, and that the only thing stopping you was like a like a cat that was permanently stuck to it, and the only way to do it was to chop through it, wouldn't you say that's worth it? And then it's just like, okay, so. Let's scale that up. Would you say it's worth it for um, you know, a person who's on their deathbed anyway? It's like, oh yeah, I guess. It's like, okay, is it worth someone who isn't on their deathbed but they're eighty years old? And you're like, maybe. It's like you know, it's, it's Thanos decided that it is absolutely worth torturing Nebula to be able to save the world. It's, it's you know, I I don't know what else to say. <laughs> That's a thing, just a little tough to find entertaining for a lot of. Someone people. in the chat I said mean, mattress lives. <laughs> oh, and he just said it's difficult to find it entertaining. It's like, well, that's that's on to you. To find entertaining, it's actually a pretty. If it's engaging and it holds your attention and you're riveted by it, and it, if it thrills you, you know, it's like being terrified in a movie or a video game. Is that entertaining? Oh, like, and someone's just said smiling. destroying half the life would like ruin ecosystems everywhere. And it's like, yeah, this is the thing. I don't think the film's arguing that Thanos is right. He thinks he's right because he did it with a population before and it worked. That's enough and to I'm convince sure him. He does it with sentient life that builds civilizations, not like animal populations. Yeah, we don't even know. Maybe, maybe that is what happens. Maybe it doesn't. It's, you know, he's a villain. Okay. Yeah. The, the whole point is, he says it's better that half of everybody dies because I think that if we don't, everyone will die. And like, I'm trying to argue what he what he might say to all these things but the thing is like whoever even gets to ask him these questions i don't think there's a that, that doesn't happen in the film and if it did who knows what he would say it's a movie where the abuser won after murdering one of his daughters i mean this is part one by the way i don't think he's gonna win overall but sure he's crazy he's insane he's the mad titan Numerous people tweeted at me when I applied even the gentlest pressure to his story. I think his narrative does a disservice to the world by continuing to just sort of make up whatever suits our punch book's validation for a villain. 
For starters, that's not remotely how mental illness works. Uh, is he mentally ill? You are gonna tell the world what mental illness works like? Huh? You just said that you had like a PTSD attack because you watched Infinity War. I don't think you should be telling other people how mentally ill they are. I'm sorry, but like, to even pretend that there's not a mentally ill person out there who actually could reach the point of being like a Thanos. It's like, of course there could be. Mental illness is not, mm. like, restricted. Hitler had mental issues. It, 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 you, the scale of mental illness is insane. You get people out there who are convinced that they gain power from eating their own fingers or something. You, it's, it's not really limited. And this continued proliferation of manufactured narrative foofara explicitly to give our villains a reason to be comically evil is detrimental to us as what? a species. What? Detrimental to us as a species. It's detrimental don't to forget, us to have Thanos this as a villain. Is this, don't forget, this is the same guy who wrote Aliens Green. <laughs> Everyone in the audience that has played the, that game. So whenever he says anything about writing, you can disregard everything. Because he doesn't. I mean, when when that's your uh, when that's on your resume and you're the sole writer of Aliens Colonial Marines, um, yeah, your opinion on what writing is and just it's, the fact it's that damaged to that point. Is wow, damaged is one way to put it. But it's it's crazy how people can take things from media like this. Like, is this really what you see? Damn, man. <laughs> Our inability to Aliens, Colonial Marines was detrimental to our species. Detrimental to our species and mental health in this country. The portrayal of Thanos in Infinity War, who is often lauded as an excellent villain, is detrimental to our species and mental health because his craziness is used as an excuse or something. I don't... ...about mental health in this country while simultaneously pumping out entertainment that just invents whatever <coughs> definitions for mental health it wants. Since when did the film actually state that he was mentally ill and that mental illness is the reason he's a villain? Like, when, when is that the thing that happens? And who the fuck goes to, who, who the hell looks at a mentally ill person and says they're just like the villain of a comic book? Because I'm assuming his point is that the film is trivializing mental illness to the point where it's saying, if you're mentally ill, you're probably just going to be a villain because that's how villains work. But I mean, there was nothing. There was nothing that even indicated him being mentally ill. I was gonna in say, with how little they but actually like present, people... he's consistent to himself. That's kind of the point. If anything, he's like really, he's like kind of creepily mentally stable throughout yeah. all of this. This is the thing, because I, I genuinely think if we had a scene where Doctor Strange was like, "Why don't you double the resources?" and then let's say Thanos actually could do that, you could easily see him being like. That doesn't solve the problem, it only stalls it. And then he's like, well, halving the population is the same thing. How is that going to do anything but stall it? And then he's like, it'll be a lesson. Imagine that. You know? Like, we never get to have these conversations because Thanos is too busy actually enacting his plan. Like, we don't know for sure that you, you've, you've, you've converted him into insane because you have all these reasons for why his plan won't work. But you don't know that he considers those valid, is, is kind of what I'm getting at here. So you're like, he's obviously being portrayed as an insane person. And it's like, that. that's not necessarily the truth at all. The film does not... comes across as very lucid. Yeah, that's... He's, he's not... He's very calm in a lot of scenes. 
That's... Yeah, he, he when he does things he doesn't like, he cries. He doesn't like it. He doesn't want to do it. Crappy. That's not an Infinity War problem. That's a comic problem. Like Batman locks people up in an asylum that never makes any what? effort to rehabilitate them. And we oh, just no. What? Wow. Okay. What a terrible. Co well, shut down comics. I guess. I got, I just, what's his point there? That that is setting a bad example for real life mental institutions. What's his point there? Like that's that's happening in Arkham. You can absolutely absolutely criticize Arkham for that, but it's fictional. And they're saying that that's how it works. I don't understand. Is he saying it's setting a bad example for mentally ill people? No, I don't know a whole lot. I don't know a whole lot about the Batman universe, to be perfectly honest. But from what little I've seen, from like what little comics I've read, I don't think Arkham Asylum was ever painted as this like super happy, nice place where villains get um, rehabilitated. And like, he's probably. I just, I just find it interesting that he's, he's like criticizing Batman for that. It's like, yeah, Batman, you should just be killing them. What's wrong with you? Or fucking capturing them. And uh, you know what? I find it hard to believe. I'm pretty sure in the Batman games they have tapes you can pick up where the, you know, institutional people are actually interviewing and talking to the the members about their problems and trying to figure them out. The idea that they don't help them at all, I think, even from my perspective, who's someone who's not even read a Batman comic ever, would be like, I don't believe you. I want someone who's Batman savvy to, to confirm that. At least three people who are Batman savvy. Just sort of accepted that people with labeled mental illnesses are inherently not worthy of saving. What? Uh, wow. Where did I, you get that from? I, yeah, that's, that's, out of, that's straight out of left field there. What? <laughs> Jared makes more sense than this. <laughs> You know how we said that uh, we go to Jared and then we, we come back down to the ground with something like, like this or Macintosh, we come back to reality? I think it's the reverse. <laughs> Jared binds Jared us, is reality. Jared yeah, binds us back to the ground. Our tether to what's, you know, what's real. He's what keeps us sane. Somehow. The Infinity War problem is sort of worse. A lot of people kept telling me it's supposed to be a dumb plan. It doesn't need to make sense. That was the point. But the people that made this movie don't believe that. It's a false justification. What? They think he's empathetic. We wanted to tell a story about a character with a really complex and empathetic interior life. This is the only- You can- You are arguing you should not empathize with his goals, which are to save everyone. Obviously, those are ones that you could that are complicated and who can justify what they want to do. And even better, if you can empathize with them in some way, they're not just cartoon characters of an evil, laughing villain archetype. Oh, there's two things from no chat. Qualities. Someone said that um, doesn't Batman have mental issues himself? And it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he does, despite being but portrayed as the hero throughout. Yeah, there's a lot of heroic characters who have mental illness to deal with. And someone said that um, I'm going back on my idea that you can't involve third-party media. I'm not sure what you're criticizing there. He mentioned the Batman comics. I said from playing the Batman game that I know that they actually tried to rehabilitate through that. So I want to know for sure from people who actually know Batman comics if it's true or not. Because obviously, yeah. And game... like I said, I don't know a whole lot. Yeah. So. So if it's just like what little I can gleam from like what little I've read, it was like, well, it seems like a shitty place, but that's. 
Yeah, I, I knew he was locking himself in here because he, he's saying like you should not be able to empathize with Thanos. To empathize is to understand and share the feelings of another. So as long as you at least understand or share at least one feeling that Thanos has, you can empathize with him because humans can do that. That's a thing humans do. You can't just go, you shouldn't empathize with him unless you're... Well, <laughs> this is where he's going to start folding in on himself. What if mentally ill people empathize with Thanos? What are you going to say then? You're gonna say they're wrong? You're gonna say that they're not actually mentally ill? Like... You can empathize with people and still see them as villains and terrible people. This is why I really feel it's important to separate um, subjectivity from objectivity. When it comes to subjectivity, empathizing with someone, you're never gonna catch me, Wolf or Rags, I would assume, uh, arguing in our videos that you cannot empathize with this character, okay? So don't. <laughs> be like... Yeah, there's. I'm not gonna tell you that you're watching the movie. <sighs> solution. He's seen it firsthand on his planet. Thanos is a very complex character. What he's doing from his point of view is a very positive thing. Thanos is the greatest villain in the history of Marvel Cinematic Universe. I agree with like all <laughs> yeah, of those I statements. So. I think so. He paints this as though it's a bad thing. He's trying to, it's like, I've exposed them with those clips and I'm like, yes. Yeah, that, that everything they said is true. Well, it's like we just disagree on this fundamental idea that we think empathizing with a villain can make for a great villain. And I guess he thinks that you shouldn't be able to empathize with a villain. It's hard Wait, to say because... Game of, Game said, of Thrones um, and all the horrible characters in there, and you empathize with a lot of them, even if they're bad people. Someone said, why are you judging Mikey for it? As if like we're being hypocritical. Uh, I'm only countering his statement that you somehow shouldn't empathize with Thanos. If he was saying, in my opinion, you should not empathize with Thanos, I would still disagree with it because that's not an opinion. That's like literally a statement about the ability to be able to empathize, which is not something that could ever be judged to a... Uh... Literally everyone can empathize with anything. That's the premise of those words. You can't just go, I disagree with the definition of words now. That's my opinion. Um, but if he said he doesn't empathize with Thanos, that's fine. Of course, anybody could both not and do empathize with him. I don't know, it's up to them. But um, it's just bizarre. Why would you even try and say that, that you can't empathize with him? Or I'm guessing this he's This narrative with... is now getting regurgitated into the world. Thanos, my boy, has quite the point. You don't gotta go far to find people that believe that because humans like easy solutions to complex infrastructural problems. Is killing half of all sentient life an easy solution? Don't even- why- why is he saying like this is a bad thing? So he agrees that you can empathize with him then, because people are, right? And he's saying he shouldn't. I guess he's saying, yeah, which is- you can explore that, I suppose. But stop pretending it, like this is some kind of like th the opposite. They didn't. Okay. So quick math. Seriously, this is one of the most tonally balked videos like I've ever watched. This is very strange. I don't know. What, didn't he just do like the slow piano like half a minute ago this or even less? Like the last Jedi tone. I don't know. Well, how do you want me to fail? Break. If you deleted half of the world's population, it would get you back to about 1970 or around full generation. Your okay. parents would be fine. In other words, 200 years ago, there would be less than 1 billion people on the planet. Mm -hmm. Thanos don't math good. For Thanos.
Ooh, but let me present you a counter-argument. Thanos halved the population of a planet and it fixed their resources and ecosystem completely. Now, I'm not saying it should have done that. I'm saying that the film told us that's what happened. That is a fact in their universe that he's basing his logic off. Okay? It worked. <laughs> like, that's the, that's the point, right? You don't have to prove to me that it's not a good plan, because I never thought it was a good plan. But he's disgusting and evil. Yeah. <laughs> this is plan to make a dent and actually come off as a good plan in the way that a lot of poo-poo heads on the internet are suggesting it would have value. Well, then, poo -poo -poo yeah. poo -poo heads. What is this video, man? Like, what? What a child. Confused Seriously. as to what you try to... He, like, opens earlier with talking about how, like, this is inappropriate for children because it's abuse and love, and he, he had a panic attack because of the abuse or the depression he was going through at certain points, very adult, and he's like, you're a poo-poo head. Okay... You, you'd have to take the population. Also, someone said, but yeah, some people think it's a good plan, though. Like, that's an issue. That's not a bad thing from my position. It's it's open for discussion yeah, at that point, Because what they say then is that we should do it, or something like that, and then you have people talk to them about how they shouldn't do it, and it's a conversation that happened because of the character's yeah, portrayal. I mean, it's only a bad thing. It's only a bad thing because they think it will plan. actually work. To give you like a comparison, it's not a moral plan, but it, it will be effective. If anyone's watched Game of Thrones, Tywin Lannister makes a lot of very, very immoral decisions, arguably, uh, in order to end the war. That's how he justifies it. And um, I actually would argue that he had a great fucking plan if you considered him the good guy the whole time, which you could. He's very, very. Uh, I guess you. It would, pragmatic would be the word. He's trying to find the best, easiest, quickest way to win. And he wants to. He, I believe Very this is Machiavellian. this is a this is a law thing. So I'm cheating, right? I accept that. I'm not using it as an argument for the show. I'm simply sharing that if you read the books and you knew the the history, uh, the kingdom considered the rule under Ares the First or, or the Mad King to be the best when he basically wasn't doing anything, and it was Tywin's leadership as hand of the king that the the kingdom was in its golden age essentially. Because Tywin was one of like the best kings ever, and he should have been on the Iron Throne from fucking start to finish. Because he's super intelligent, he just kept getting pushed into a position where he had to be essentially evil. Now, um, there's loads to discuss on that. It's fucking fascinating. But then you've got people who are like Thanos was the good guy. His plan would have worked. We should. Oh, Ares the second. Sorry. Um, and then you know you t you have that discussion. I mean, <laughs> if if there was a world leader who rose. And was powerful enough to enslave humanity and kill half of us and then let us go and he said the whole reason he did was because he was influenced by um avengers infinity war <laughs> then i mean i suppose you could say that they're responsible for doing that but again you would have to argue that that person was also insane and it was just waiting for the right movie to come across that he would just do that with you know it's a bit it's a bit of a stretch more stuff sucking off Tywin. No, I love him. He's amazing. Back to around 2000 BCE when there was around 72 million people on the planet. Or uh, let me get my calculator. 0.972% uh, of what we have now. And that would only buy you 4,000 years before you encountered the same problem again. Because it isn't a solution, it's a reset. Do you, do you guys and follow what I was saying though? The whole like, it worked for him on that planet. So this is all irrelevant. Yeah, they, they've established yeah. that it works. It works in for this him. universe. It works. So we don't, we don't need this. Like this, this is all That's relevant to him. That's not a dunk on the character. 
Like literally, if you just said all that to Thanos, Thanos would be like, "You're you just criticize the statistics in some way, shape, or form." That's a dunk on the writing. It's arbitrarily nah, You don't get to talk shit of... about writing. <laughs> <laughs> you are aliens, colonial marine. I don't feel so good. For the shock value, okay, sure. You, you've not proven that it's uh, it's broken yet. You've only given an, a perspective for why. Why a president, for example, or why a logical, smart, happy, good leader who's dealing with a difficulty in population overgrowth would choose not to do Thanos' plan, which again, Thanos is a villain. Just putting it out there. But I'm in the weeds now because plan is bad, fine. I'll accept it's dumb on purpose explanation because... Parte cinque. Love this movie with all of your heart. Just understand why a lot of people felt left out in the cold by it. It is when you say a lot, do you mean like six or seven people? <laughs> a lot of people were never, left I've out by met. the cold. I've never seen anyone who didn't like it. Actually, I have yet. Yeah, to I have yet. I mean, I even have friends that like me are not huge Marvel fans, and all of them, including me, loved this. It's very approachable. heretofore unseen in the comic book movie genre hell i don't know if film has ever had a movie with stakes this oh yeah high, are, yeah which for a lot yeah, of people what end of the world yeah end of the world in fact this is only half this of the less, end of the world yeah. So, yeah this isn't the end of like reality or the stakes were bigger in avengers age of ultron technically speaking there was gonna the, the ultron's plan was to wipe out humanity as a whole so I just wish that Thanos was played by Gandalf. I don't know, man. Space wizard, man. I'll get you. Oh I'll gosh, you. Patrick Williams has got a, a new he video called "The Storytelling Language of Star Wars." Oh, oh boy. Well, oh, no. I mean, I'll check it out. You know, outside of the stream, but if it's like particularly bad, we could cover it. But surely he's not gonna fuck up again. It's probably well, he's over oh. too. Well, you showed me that uh that list of his where he was like. The Phantom Menace is better than Revenge of the Sith. Oh, right, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't think you could possibly get dumber than Patrick Williams. We're unjustified. All the same, now that we have reached the top, where do we go? Marvel can't really go all the way back to Tony. I don't think you understand. We went higher than this before, and we went back down, technically speaking, because, again, Age of Ultron was the end of the world. Avengers was arguably the end of the world too because they were an invading force that were going to wash over humanity. That was the, the hope. While this, again, is half of humanity gets wiped out. The Earth stays relatively unblown up, if you know what I mean, by comparison. The stakes feel higher, which is exactly what they should be able to achieve, which I'm impressed with. They make it feel like it's much more cataclysmic, even though, technically speaking, it's not actually as bad as the other two. Which is good. And that's okay, but remember why your audience is there in the first place. It stung because it rang so empty. You're not going to have to go far to find an adult who doesn't believe that anything you did in this movie is going to stick. Yeah, that's fine. It depends on what they do. Like, if they resurrect every single character, you'll easily catch me on the criticism train. Absolutely. But... You know, let's be real here, I'm not going to expect them to kill Spider-Man permanently, or Black Panther, or Doctor Strange. I expect them to have killed Vision and Loki, for sure. I don't think we're going to see them come back. Probably going to kill off uh, Drax, 
permanently. Yeah, that's there's a big chance that's going to happen. I would expect that Tony and Cap are going to die in the next one, by the way. That's a very strong assumption based on contract information, but we shall see. Is the If the question is, will we see any repercussions from uh, Infinity War Part 1 and 2 in the rest of the MCU, the answer, I think, would most certainly be fucking yes. They'll just undo it. The chorus refrains, which sucks a little bit because now you've wielded some very real trauma for a cheap theatric. Like I How is that a Thanos cheap theatric? He doesn't know that because there's no sequel yet. You can't know yeah. that. For all we know, every character dies in the next film. For all you know. Holt or something because he has acolytes that follow him and spread his message with fervor, but... Why? Who are these people? One of them looks like a Blizzard cutscene. Why do we... I mean, yeah, I agree. But why do we need to know why they follow him? I mean... Maybe they believe... Attention. Maybe they think like he does. Especially if he's got the proof to back it up. Like, they're practically just soldiers. Do we need to know why every one of the dog creatures follow this as well? I don't know. Like, they believe, they believe in this cause enough to fight for it. I mean, the thing is, man, they really take advantage of all the time they have in this film, but I guess we could have had scenes where the four, the four acolytes sat down and they went, you know, following Thanos is great because when I was a boy, I really wanted to... I, I don't know, I, want, I wanted to rescue the world from itself. And then they go, yeah, me too, man. Just yeah, like, me too. Okay. Yeah, me too. You, you can do it, I just don't think it matters because these people were invented for this film to be... I guess antagonists like this what's important is our heroes because they're the you know and Thanos obviously I, I don't know I guess yeah it just comes down to why do we need to know why these people are fighting with him as opposed to what he's doing it for and and how far do we go with this how many more people do we need do we need to know every individual person in Black Panther's army why each of them fight I don't know where do we go from here I guess we'll find out. But yeah. it feels like we found out that to do. it's possible to eat too much chocolate. I feel like we spoiled what? our dinner. It's just too much. Like, maybe don't build... No way. I think I'm like most people. I'm super excited for the next one. I'm ready. I, mean, I want to yeah. see what they do. I'm, I'm ready so for dessert, ready for man. Oh, yeah. I'm so ready for more. And this I am is, so ready for more. People could have just said, like, how do you raise the stakes after the Avengers film? Because we just had the world ending, and now we don't. And then you go, Age of Ultron, how did you raise the stakes again? Because we just had the world ending. And it's like, here we go again. Every single Avengers movie is about... A movie Wasn't Thor 2 about the world character. ending? Well, this is the thing. The yeah. MCU's had the world end several times. And the funny thing is, Infinity War is not about the world ending. That's... that's I can't believe he's, like, world, he's totally, like, skipped over that detail. Which is fascinating to me. Because it, it makes me feel like the Russos did a good job. They made it feel like the world was ending, despite the fact that it wasn't. Yeah, the characters. We care about the characters, and when characters are affected by maybe a lesser calamity, they're characters we care about. So it feels more important and impactful. Characters' sympathies, just spitballing here. And I'm sure Marvel is already aware of this, and they need to scale back down. It felt better when there was some... Yeah, the characters. And they probably will scale back down with... You know, they did with Ant-Man and the Wasp. They're probably going to do it with the Spider-Man film. They'll probably do it with the next yeah. Doctor Strange film. They'll probably do it with the next Black Panther film. Because you're asking why the stakes are so high in the third Avengers film. It's like, well, because that's pretty much capping out maximum investment 
for all the characters coming together. That's that's what we want to see. We don't want to see them all come together and then have to beat some guy who stole a lady's bag. You'll be like, oh wow, they I certainly mean, showed him. As you were saying, like half of that was about a guy's relationship with his daughter. Yeah, they, these and... are very smaller stories. These are not the Avengers films are not the time for small stories. Yeah, there's a lot of people, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But you I'm can still to have hold on to on these wild rides. Like our POV character in this movie is sort of Thanos, more to prove that the villain could be the protagonist than anything. This is not the movie that this is not the piece of media that proves that the protagonist can't be or can be the villain. Yeah, I'm still confused on that part. Yeah. Else, not to mention, just have... having a point of view doesn't automatically make him the protagonist, Hero or even a for... protagonist. Mm -hmm. Someone just said constant People escalation is terrible writing, and it's like, yeah, what does this guy want that we just like constantly go up, and then he's like, the second we reach maximum, it's over. I'd just be like, no, like, go it's back all down. All the cosmos, and then reality itself, or like what, and then what? We're just done with movies. I'd have to ask him: Has he ever watched a TV show? We it's don't like, have a hero. They, they peak at the end of the season, then go back down. People just repeatedly emerge from the shadows. Why is... what's... I'm confused. What point was that? Bucky earned like three seconds of sympathy in a scene. How you been, Buck? No, there were other... Uh... You have to watch Civil War, Captain America 1 and 2, because that means more once you get the context, which is the whole premise of the MCU, man. Uh... <laughs> My I mean, I will is... say I wish that there was more of Bucky in Infinity War. Or Infinite... yeah, Infinity War. I almost called it Infinite Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> Stop using infinite in your titles. Scarlet and Vision engage our sympathies, but then the inside of his skull gets scooped out like a cantaloupe, so I'm, I'm assuming they they broke up. There's not a story. It's an no, event. No, he died. Not I, don't, I don't get this guy at all. I don't understand. I don't either, man. This He's like just... Cosmonaut Variety Hour, oh, no. and I hate him just as much. Not, yeah, not a fan of that channel either, but like, at least with Macintosh, I understand exactly what he's up to. Same with Down With Thrust. But like with this, this is all over the place. Not a narrative, which is fine. Like, what do you think he's trying to tell you in this video? What would you guys try and summarize it as? Um, that the character of Thanos is inherently flawed for the purposes of the film. I think that uh, I think he's trying to say that uh, you can't have relatable bad people because then that makes bad people more. I don't know. See, my point was going to be, I've got like eight different things that I think he was trying to say, oh, and they're yeah, all over the on. place. Like, mental illness being portrayed in Hollywood is a problem because they don't do it correctly. Um, villains in comic books are often provided mental illness because they don't know how to generate villains correctly. Uh, Thanos himself is, is, is poorly written because he doesn't understand the statistics of his own plan not working out well enough you know i forgot to mention by the way he was talking about our population and do you remember the planet that thanos attacked was like it looked kind of stone age-ish they were all in like huts and they're all in like cloth uh clothing so you know like but what i'm trying to say is like it'll be different for every planet and that maybe thanos would argue that for the few planets it won't function for it'll be worth it for the rest again these there's so many things you could explore the point is that we just needed to know why he was motivated to do it, and the film gave us what we needed for that. Um, but yeah, you know, that's that's just there's so many other things tied into this video that I, I don't really 
I'm just wondering how he's going to cap it off. Because you know when you summarize at the end, you're like, so my point is the blah, blah, blah. So I just wonder which one of the 17 he's going to pick. But that don't make you Empire. Don't chase the misery. What is his problem with Empire? <laughs> I think he likes Empire. I, I, I genuinely don't understand what he's trying to get at with Empire. Don't chase the misery of Empire. Maybe he's Damn. equating all negative emotion or low points in films to being bad. I think he's saying that Empire started a trend where you put your heroes in a down place just before letting them win, and that everyone else is trying to copy Empire and they're failing miserably because they're arbitrarily throwing their heroes into bad places. I mean, it wasn't even Empire that started that, because, I mean, the Two Towers, uh, the book, was written in the 50s, and that ended in isn't, a low place, well, too. Isn't it a part of, like, the hero's journey or whatever, which is predating, like... Yeah, the, yeah I mean, that that's centuries old. That's that's nothing new. Go all the way back. <laughs> Someone to, just said if um, Empire was a trend, it started with Socrates. Yeah, <laughs> even before that, the fuck what is it? The um, oh god, the, the epic of Gilgamesh, with his relationship with Enkidu. You know, you gotta. No, it was Empire. Go... No, okay. It was Empire. Adventure. Yeah, Star Wars we'll is the most original there. thing ever. Hit us with misery nonstop. You might as well be the Walking Dead. What? So, Walking How? Dead is on par with Infinity War now? Okay. I sure. Well, I quit watching the show last, and i tell you right now, it's near on. Well, that was shit. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Hello, everyone. Kieran Lures, David McIntyre, Sean Steve, Matt Hasiger, Zach Marsh, and Joe. Alright, well, that was that. Um... That was awful. That was garbage. Why is it that every time we do this, Jared is always the best the highlight. content we get out of it? Yeah. How is it that he always manages to be the best? Uh, maybe yeah. we should just, we should just end off Because he doesn't see himself dream. better than you, maybe? Yeah, that's true. He's Unless trying to change queer. your mind. He's trying to teach you something. Oh, yeah, I don't know. He's, I don't, he's a better teacher and mentor. How do you think he ranks Tico. among the others? Uh, I mean, they're all bad. Um, I'd put him right beneath Macintosh. Do you think that maybe at some point we should watch someone who's good and then try and be like, in a way that like trying to explain why they're doing well in terms of their explanation or something? It would be difficult be because then we might like, we'll just be like sitting here being like, yeah, we agree. Yeah, because yeah, we don't want to turn into thing. a react there, there just, channel. There just wouldn't be a whole lot of discussion like we do when we disagree with someone. Because this is the thing, like, it may come across that we just think there are no people that can make good video essays or something. Yeah, um, I mean, people recommend videos to us all the time. So did you watch, did you guys watch the thing I posted on Twitter, the, um, the three-minute video about Iron Man? No, no, I haven't. Oh, we could, I could put that on for you. You might actually... Um, wait, I, we I think we should probably call it there. <laughs> well, actually, okay, wait. Uh, or we can break it up and end with that one minute Jared video. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll do the Jared yeah. video, and then I'll, I'll send you guys the hungry. Iron Man one. It's not necessarily a video essay, I was just going to say, it was just really good for the amount of time that it uh, was used. You know, I gotcha. they, 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 they take advantage of their time like Jared does, you know, it's, it's very efficient. But um, yeah. yeah, so we'll end out on uh, on Jared, here we go. He's celebrating <laughs> yeah, his dude. 300 subscribers, and that bed. My god, how did you do it, Jared? 
So if he moved the fish tank back <laughs> into that corner, and he moved his skateboard forward. It's like he needs to make a new uh, uh, room tour every other day. <laughs> the room evolves. It's like, it's like the thing, like Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I love the giraffe He's the holding plushies. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what are my sexy two plushies? Uh, the giraffe and the moose. Anyway, <laughs> guys. <laughs> it's great to think of the Ninja Turtle's hat with, like, the spikes coming out of it. <laughs> He just Man, he could he could he could cut something with those nipples right now, like. Yeah, they are must be protruding. Cold, he is. He's wow. gonna be cold in that room. Does he live in Alaska? No, he lives in the South. Why? Why? Why, Why are you doing this? Why is this what you go? With? 300 subs. This is what the people what they want to see. I mean, it'll be 400. <laughs> If it's not already, because we'll just oh go over the end now. Oh my god. This is incredible. He is gonna teach us the secrets of the world through interpretive dance. Why did he feel like this was what he had to make? <laughs> <laughs> is this all it is? Is it just gonna end? <laughs> Peace. Peace. Shout out to my homies. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. See, <laughs> we got the Ninja Turtles house. Yeah, and it has spikes on it too. <laughs> well, um, that was a celebratory video because our little Jared is, is, is getting further and further now, so we're going to spam his channel in chat again. Give him a subscription, he'll get covered um, to take us back down from the essayists that we always if get we, If we can get him, if we can get him to 500 subs, I mean... Who knows? I'm, I'm, honest, I'm kind of afraid to find out what he'll do if he gets 500 subs. Um, and yeah, so a lot of people have been asking about uh, what I'm going to do with these streams, because obviously I've only ever let one go public, and it's because it was the Patrick Willems thing, which was just so bad. I don't. I genuinely think it would be interesting to start ranking the videos we see, how bad they are, just to see what the worst one was, because the plot holes won. Like, do you think we're ever going to come across something worse than that? Oh, man, that's when, that one's rough. Because he's genuinely just... He's not... He's, I mean, he is incompetent, yeah, but he thinks he's actually trying to make a good um, position against plot holes, or, or, or that you should ignore them and that logic doesn't matter, and openly saying, and ironically, that you can wa you're watching films the wrong way. But yeah, so the, the, what I'm doing now is I start up a second channel, Maybe it, it depends on what we can actually do because you know we've we've all got our own schedules, but I mean we kind of do want to start doing this more often because it's a lot of fun. We can take recommendations for other essayists to check out. There's always going to be more Jared, especially with promoting him. So I've I've got a second channel prepared for this, and it's 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 I'll just spam it in chat. So I'll it'll go on my Discord as well. Oh wait, remove any web addresses? Oh, I can't post it as my fucking. God damn it, hang on. <laughs> if I post as my other thingy, I'm not approved. I need to make myself a, a thingy, hang on. Um, also, yeah. in a, like a couple weeks, I'll be doing the next episode of my podcast on my channel, and we'll have Act Man on, so... 
I assume. Are we gonna co- are we gonna cover Jared on that or? <laughs> oh, obviously. I mean, come on. We have to introduce everyone to Jared. How's Ackman gonna react to that? <laughs> I I don't really know. We're gonna find out. Yeah, my chat is frozen. Fun. Is this still working for you guys? Yeah, it's running. Yeah, as long as the link, if the link is out, then it's good. Because basically, we've done two in this format anyway. The one where we did um, Jared and I don't even remember. I think it was Down with Thrust. And then episode two was the Willems thing. And then this will be three. And again, my chat's just dead now, which is great. Um, the, uh, the, the We're kind of interested in finding a name for whatever we're doing here. If someone could come up with an actual decent name, we'd adopt it. Because I don't fucking know what name we should use. Even I, I don't think I've even uh, just, just, just any ideas uh, op- open to to e- even you. We Rags, can actually be the sober nobles. <laughs> Doesn't that that already works if you actually do the drug of hesitation? Then you just be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so all these streams will go on that channel, and uh... video response theory. Yiff and Mall Street. Ooh, I like I like video response theory actually. That's not bad. I'm gonna, I like I'm video put, response theory. I'ma put that in the suggestion box video. Two furries, one skull. That sounds really Two furries, good. one skull. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work. Two furries, one skull. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half furries. Oh. Does it have to be Cataclysm about theory? <laughs> Jared's judgment. <laughs> Jared response theory. <laughs> Call it natural selection. Hot uh, skulls and oh, nah, we can't do that one. Gestapo council, numb skulls, adventures of Scully and two fairies. Anyways, Gestapo guys, council. theory. <laughs> <laughs> the Jared fan club. Uh, official, unofficial Jared fan club, sponsored by Xbox. <laughs> Watching movies, right? <laughs> Should we call it the the right opinions? Oh, is that? Oh, I think that's Church taken. of Jared. The Church of Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that up there. <laughs> A stream of dogs and starfighters. That's too long. Two fangs, one skull. No, that's it. That's no better. <laughs> Two sensible one fellows. Brit. No. Side quests and knife fights. The Church of Critics. Jaredology. Jaredology. <laughs> Film torture. The worst <laughs> of Jared. Joe Pulsive Watson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's a good. For the Jaredy Buddy podcast could totally be it. <laughs> Jaredism. Praise be to Jared Chan, Jared Christ, the Wolf Pack, Furry Genesis, Bad Analysis, Plot Holers, mm. <laughs> Yiff and Time, Jared and Shit. <laughs> the Objectivists. I'm pretty sure being an Objectivist is an actual, like, thing. Like, that's yeah, not... it's an Ayn Rand thing. Yeah. <laughs> Plot Molars. Upward Motion. <laughs> Upward Motion. <laughs> Every frame of pain. I actually like that one because of the... <laughs> Every frame. <laughs> Mauler and the wolves. Angry white men. 
<laughs> Jared Souls 3. Jared you could actually Smart. call it like the toxic fandom. <laughs> like just to fucking run with it, but I don't know if that's too much. The last podcast. Jared Word Motion. The Jared Cinematic Universe. Two furries, one plot hole. Guys, can't do this one. <laughs> they really like that one. <laughs> Three Angry White Men. The Angry Men. The Neo Sarkeesian Experience. The Dysfunctional Family. Oh yeah, I was going to say, the description, if you guys haven't yet, is links to... <laughs> Toxic um... Man Babies. Uh, link to Wolf and, and Rags' channels, which you should subscribe to. I'm assuming you already have, because this is essentially like just... How could you not at this point, considering this is always just me me, me and these two ripping into videos? We will... 11 minutes and 5 hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the podcast Three's name. Company. Fellowship of the Plot. White Privilege. But yeah, we'll... Um, I'll, probably, I'll probably stop there. Um... We've, we've it's been a lot of fun possibly what do, what do you guys reckon on the feasibility of it being weekly would that be possible or do you think that's too much i could do that i could do that all right it'll might it might be weekly okay no promises uh -oh. and we'll we'll the next time we do this we'll do another round of trying to get ideas for for names of the podcast i got five up so far that are you know relatively entertaining and I guess we'll see more. But um, there are two episodes you can always look at that are up on the channel I posted. It's called Moolah. It's just going to be my second channel. And there's, I'm literally using a piece of fan art right now as the icon because I've got... I, 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 it's not planned at all. It's just a place where I can drop it until it's developed. But, Jared um, made this happen. He did. He really did. He brought us together. Jared is beautiful. And um, yeah, so thank you all for watching. And uh, of course, thank you guys for, for hanging out. It's been always fun. a pleasure. Always fun. Always. Every it, single time. Or at least it's fun when Jared comes on. Otherwise, otherwise it's just us being frustrated at other people. Yeah. And how incompetent they are. But just goodbye, everybody. Have fun. Hello. Goodbye. Let's be done, yeah. <laughs>